listening to the Pulp MX Show, presented by BTOSports.com. Coming to you live from Las Vegas, right outside the lion's den, with your host, Steve Mathis. Featuring the producer of the show, Tits Legendary. And now, strap in and get ready. It's showtime. I just don't like the guy. The guy's just a douchebag. Wah, wah, wah. Yeah, welcome. The Pulp MX Show presented by BTOsports.com. I am Pulp MX. I'm just saying that in case you're getting ready for the Nationals. Thank you, everybody, for listening. We're live not far from the lines then on a Monday night here in Las Vegas. The Supercross Series is just wrapped up, and there is a shit ton to talk about. And thank you, everybody, for listening. We really appreciate it. You can probably hear it in my voice that it was a long, long weekend for me. But uh, nevertheless, we got some good, good stuff going on. Will Hahn is here, the 250 Supercross East champion. He will be on in a little bit. Ken Roxon, the 250 West Supercross champion, will be on a little bit. Donnie Emler from FMF will be on as well to give away some stuff and talk about what they got going on. And we've got an uh, interesting couple of dudes here in studio hanging out. So thank you again for listening. BTOsports.com, Fly Racing, Race Tech Suspension, X-Brand Goggles, Atlas Neck Braces, NFAB Jeep and Truck Bars, Showy Helmets, Free Gun Underwear, Works Connection, Tech One Designs, FMF Racing, Brat Bar, A10 Solutions, W Wheels, Black Ops Moto, and uh, thanks, Rocky, for announcing that our producer, Tits Legendary, has arrived here. Uh, appreciate it. Um, thanks again for listening. I'm your host, Steve Mathis. With me in studio, uh, a couple of guys that uh, are very diverse, very different characters, and come from different angles and, and areas in the expertise in the industry. So with that, let me introduce none other than uh, his brother is well-known on the show, one of our favorite guests, and uh, he works for Trey Kennard as a practice bike mechanic. He's been around the sport a long time. And uh, that would be other than Greg Albertson. Greg, what's up, man? No, not a lot. Hey, oh. thanks for having me on. Thanks. Uh, hey, move your mic up a little higher. All right. There you go. See, okay. and, then, and then, yeah, okay, you're good. All right. Um, thanks, Greg. I, uh, awesome. I know you're, you know, I are buddies at the races, and we see each other, and you're always telling me, man, I listen all the time when I'm doing dozer work, and I want to call in so bad because you guys are such idiots about this or that or this. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, you're right. You're right, man. You, there's, you're going to the grave with it. And that, a lot of stuff I, I hear you were on the. Talking about the 450, I think you still thought there was uh, the arena cross guys were riding 450s that got me fired up the other day. What do you but... mean? They're not riding 450s? <laughs> for, for the arena cross guys? You're shitting me. Are you serious? You're... No, they're on back on 450s. No, aren't no, they? no. They've been on 250s for like four years. No, but then they went back. I think. No, no. They... <laughs> Chad Cook, okay, signature sicko. He's he's uh-huh. an arena cross dude. Well, bro, I'm a I cover the pro races. Yeah, so uh, <laughs> hey, arena crosses. Okay, hey, Steve Mathis just said arena crosses <laughs> aren't pro motocrossers. So. Um, thanks for coming in. I appreciate it. You know, we had a great Vegas uh, Supercross, and uh, um, yeah, man, it's gonna be good to have you here. I appreciate it. Yeah, uh, how's Ronnie Mack doing? Do Ronnie's good. You, you know, him? little D's gave him a little bit of money, and he disappears every once in a while. Right. I think he's getting a little bit of harder things, but he still shows up every once in a while. Oh, well, that's good. God bless him. God bless Ronnie Mack. And uh, also in studio. Former top Canadian pro rider, uh, raced a lot in the U.S., and uh, it's gone on to new and exciting ventures here uh, lately uh, with being Matrix, uh, Matrix Concept, Ma- Matrix, um, Matrix Concepts. Matrix Concepts. Concepts. God, sorry. It's been, we'll talk about what we did this weekend. Uh, and, of course, his uh, groundbreaking Atlas neck braces that is uh, really taking over the sport. Uh, they're doing some cool things. Uh, Brady Sharon, man, thank you for coming in. 
Thank you for letting me come in. Yeah, thank no, you for letting me be a sponsor of this awesome yeah, show. Yeah, man, thanks. I uh, appreciate it. I hope it's going well for you. Um, we're enjoying it, um, helping you spread the word. Um, neck braces, you know, this Atlas thing, everybody I've talked to, they love it. They love the the, the, the less restriction it has compared to the competitors. And, uh, and also, too, we're not just going to talk neck braces all night because you, you're in the sport. You live it. You love it. You've been doing it your whole life in Canada. Down here, you race the AMA Supercross Series for yeah, four or five years probably. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, man, thank you. Yeah, thank you. Stoked to be here. Atlas going well? Very well. Yeah? Very well, yeah. And since we've had RV and, you know, win the championship, everything, it's just kind of, yep. you know, everything's snowballing and, you know, growing to where we want it. And, mm-hmm. you know, it's relatively new. So, you know, there's obviously growth that comes from that. But, uh, right. Yeah, I mean, business is going unbelievably well, and, you know, everyone's really receptive to the product, which is great, and, you know, being a a rider with a professional background in riding, you know, it takes sort of that to create stuff that works for riders. Yeah. Um, So, yeah, it's been really good, and people have been really receptive, and it's growing quick. What made you, because you wore a competitor's brace when you raced. Oh, yeah, yeah. So what made you, were you just like, hey, this isn't, I, I can't move, I mean, what, what were you like? I'm gonna design a better uh, cheese wheel. What was, your, what was your thinking behind that? <laughs> yeah, basically that's kind of how it started. I was a rider, and you know, like any rider, you're always kind of looking for different things that are gonna help your comfort and your performance, your whatever. Um, so yeah, I wore a couple different competitors' braces for multiple years while I raced, and um, just thought, hey, you know what? You know, there, there could be something different that could be done yeah. with this. And it didn't really start as a serious project because obviously I wanted to get into it and figure out if there was even a way to do that. Yep. Um, and then when it started to get more real and happen, I'm like, well, you know, shit, we're, we're onto something, <laughs> right, 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 right. <laughs> you know? So it just started working, uh, in the right direction, you know, with, you know, lo- multiple years of research development, working with doctors, labs, you know, all the stuff that goes into it. Um, we came up with something that, that we love and, mm-hmm. and everyone else that's tried it is love. So, you know, we feel we're on the right path. You know what I think is so cool, Greg? I don't know if you're even you're aware of this, but Atlas, if you have a uh, a national number uh, and you uh, you're, you're racing, you sign up for I think uh, six races. Not even right now. We're okay. just gonna uh, just any outdoors. anybody. Okay, yeah. you can get a free Atlas. Yeah, that, I mean I that's mean, awesome. And I think good. like you yeah. said, he just said RV won the championship, and it is a young company. Yeah. And that's the most sought after championship. So yeah. for a young company to come in and already get a listen, get don't, a championship. don't 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 act like you know they got they, they're him and RVR <laughs> bros. Okay, that's a, it's well, not who you know. It's who you know. In, uh, in yeah, this obviously you got to write a big check. No, but no, at no. the end of the day, I mean, I it's know. still a big it's still a big that's, thing for a company. It's, you can ask RV. There's no check. We haven't paid him a dime. <laughs> Swear. It's it's uh, <laughs> it's uh, it's awesome that you that you have RV though. Like you guys. Now, how did you know he's Washington State? You're yeah, Vancouver, we, so did you just race '80s and '60s and stuff together? Yeah, like, yeah, we grew up racing together. He's from Seattle, and I'm from Vancouver, so we're only about an hour and a half apart. Okay, uh, so we rode together a lot on '60s, and I yeah. used to just wax him on '60s <laughs> all the time, and which it, I do it, like to remind him of. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. and beaten too. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah I mean, yeah, right. he's got the upper hand in that in that race now. But yeah, but um, still, whenever I can get something on the guy, oh, yeah. I do it. Yeah, so. <laughs> yeah. So we grew up racing, and his parents used to film me riding and stuff, and yeah, um, just grew up. Locally like that, he'd come up and ride our Arena Cross series that yeah. we had, which was cool. And uh, yeah, it's really just, a lifelong friendship. Yeah, 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 really. Since we're you know whatever nine or ten years yeah. old, I guess it was. Um, yeah, and then he started doing all the amateur nationals, and we did some of those, and you know the but, rest is history. But besides that, I mean, the, you, your Atlas neck brace has to work. I mean, oh, he's sure. he just gonna put it on because your buddies. No, no, no. So, yeah, yeah. Know? There's a lot of things, and people have a lot of friends that come to them with ideas, and it's like, hey, what about this? And it's you know what, mm-hmm. for how serious of a job he's doing out there, yeah. he's not just going to be, oh, you're my bro. Yeah, yeah let me, yeah. 
you fire right. this thing up. Like, right, right. <laughs> you know, so and, he has to believe in it. And we'll talk a little bit more about next protection as we go on, because I do cool. want to get some of your thoughts on it. Cause it, it is a little controversial out there. There's some thoughts yeah, and opinions on stuff. And, mm-hmm. and, uh, but first of all, uh, his pay is, is going to be docked. I just want everybody to know that starting this week. Uh, but, uh, uh, he's handling the show. He's producing the show. He's taking the phone calls. He's, uh, making things happen behind the scenes. He's none other than the tits legendary tits. What's up? Hello. Late today. I no excuses. I like uh, that. No yeah, excuses. I yeah, was just, late. You're late. Yep. Um, uh, how's it going? Everything good? Great. Vegas Supercross. You did not go. Nope. Watch yeah. from the comfort of your couch. From the comfort of my couch, I had a great barbecue swim party. Great uh-huh. times. Good times. Mm-hmm. Except, well, no Dungey win, but nah, can't win them all. <laughs> Once again, tits would be expect would. nothing less. Right, right. Um, uh, I true fanned it this weekend too, so I can't say what much. Do you mean? I just showed up oh, night show. Yeah. Oh, really? Straight, straight from the pool. Yeah, I missed the first five <laughs> laps. Straight in. I didn't know how Canard did in times or anything. I told him I'm gonna come and I'm gonna watch. Be true fan this weekend. Yeah, yeah. Oh, nice. Different experience, you know. Yeah, yeah. I, I, God, I hope I can do that one day. <laughs> There's no doubt. That sounds really cool, actually. Uh, Tits, do we have an update on the 810 Solution Supplements yet? They're looking really good on my shelf. <laughs> okay, thank you. Yep. Just, I want to clear. I actually finished school uh-huh. for the semester next week. Yep. So I really plan on buckling down after All that right. and hey, have a little, a little more free time. Our GoPro isn't working because this card is, even though this card is empty, can you work your magic again? Because we didn't get another brand of card. Can you do it? Be so mad. This is mad. I just deleted it, bro. He doesn't I look just that deleted bad. I think uh, he's all right. He, Tits is emotionless most times. <laughs> um, but thanks, everybody, for listening. We got emails, voicemails, btosports.com, tweet at Tits segment, um, X Brown Goggles tear-off segment. And um, we're looking forward to, uh, to having you on the show. And, and, and call in if you want, 702-586-7857. If you have something to say about the weekend, you can probably hear it in my voice. I'm worked. I'm done. <laughs> I'm too old to leave uh, the Circle Bar at 7 a.m. on Sunday morning and then leave at 4 a.m. this morning. Too old. Yo, absolutely. <laughs> I'm with you on that one. Like the, I don't think it's the booze that gets me, but I haven't stayed up like No, that I wasn't late. wasted. I was, yeah, ha- I know. I was pleasantly I, happy, but – I, don't, I mean, I'm getting older. I'm 26 now, and I haven't stayed up past two in a long time. You know, you go to bed, and you wake up at 10, and even if you got a little hangover, you slept for eight hours. But yeah. You combine that's... that with the sun, the heat, you're at the pool, uh, you know, you're just blown right. out, and then you go out all night, and oh, oh man. There was, uh, after the Supercross, of course, uh, RV had a championship party um, at the Mix, which was a good time. You were there, Brady. Yep. And uh, that was pretty cool, and then after that, thing wrapped up around four, three. It was circle bar time. That's where I found uh, Atlas Brace's own uh, Noof <laughs> repping the product hard with no shirt on. Well, he wasn't uh, repping so, much. So he had a neck brace on yeah. and no shirt. Yeah. yeah. Uh, standing at the other side of the bar, I'm like, look at that idiot with no shirt on. Hey, that's Noof. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> that, that's, a, that's his signature move. Right. That's his finisher. Right. Shirt right, off. Right, yeah. right. Um, and then, uh, you know, last night the uh, banquet was on. And uh, did you go? You went. Yeah, I yeah, saw I you there. What did you think of it? it that was the first know, one I've actually, oh, actually oh, ever really? been to. Oh, you know, I've okay. never done that deal. And I, I came out. I thought it was really cool. You know, yeah. I mean, I hear a lot of people say, oh, it's not worth going. It's, it's pretty lame. But, man, it's, I, I think they really put on a cool show. And yeah. the videos were cool. And it was they, it's, it's nice how they kind of give everybody a little bit of recognition, you know, yeah. the whole series. So. Well, it's interesting that it's your first one. Yeah, uh, I've been to almost all of them. I think I missed one. Um, and they sometimes they drag out really long, yeah. and they it's kind of silly, and you're bored. Um, another time, like this year, more than ever, they were like 
Done. Wrap it up. Everyone on, on, on. Here's your award. Beat it. They didn't give an AMA award like they do. Like they didn't give an Asterisk Mobile Medic Award. Like you know, honoring people. All that kind of stuff. Um, Wyndham didn't even make it through his speech, Greg. That was pretty, no, yeah, yeah. It, was, it was choked up. I mean, it, it's it kind of sucks to see him. You know, I don't know if it's a midlife crisis or second guessing himself like that. But you know, he says, "My, you know, I, I, I'm afraid my best days are behind me." And man, I, that did he say that? Yeah, he's that's what he said Ooh. at the very end. He's that's what he was all choked up about. But man, you know, yeah. look at what he's built. You know, he's got a great family. He's got a, you know, he's, right. he's built all these relationships. He's got so many people that look up to him. Dude, he and cut, I think he can yeah. provide just as much now that than what he ever has in the sport, you know, and I think he's got a lot to look forward to. So I, I hope that, you know, he can get those thoughts out of his head. And, and it's nice to see him doing the broadcast stuff too, though. It's, it's cool good, to have yeah. him in the mix yeah. and all that. And, you know, he's a little bit newer, not to say that Fro and RC don't know what they're talking about, but he's a little bit newer, right. a little bit more current, which is nice. And um, but, it's cool. He can be down on the track, do whatever. And yeah, you know, him, I like that. K-Dub being good at that TV thing was uh, a pretty, like, obvious thing. Like, I knew it. Oh, you yeah. know, all of us were like, he's going to knock person, it out of the park. Perfect yeah. personality. He's yeah. going to knock. By the way, the Leafs just scored 4-3. Here we go. <laughs> First time playoffs in a long time for the Toronto Maple Leafs. Yeah, I'm a little bummed out. We got playoff, NBA playoffs. Mm, yeah, that is not, not going to happen. Yeah. Uh, no, no, no one, Nobody yeah. cares about the NBA. No. Uh, no, no Canadian, maybe. Nobody cares. Um But, yeah, it, it, lots, of, uh, lots of drinking, lots of hanging out. My voice is shot. I'm tired. Try, I tried. Yeah, I'm struggling for this show. This may not be the best Paul Mech show presented by BTOsports.com. Yeah, we got we got a retired Ever. Canadian motocrosser and a uh, and a practice bike mechanic in here. We're, <laughs> we're really bringing we're, we're scraping the, the bottom. Right scraping the bottom. Just man. on Friday, we had Jay Bone and Jason Thomas, a legendary privateer, and then the, you know one of the guys stars of Fresno Smooth was in. So oh, yeah, you're right, it's quite, quite a drop. <laughs> um, but no, it, it. Hey, so let's go to this. Um, RV killed it again. Uh, another victory for Atlas Braces there. Um, but let's, let's switch to 250 class. Uh, let's get start with that, first of all. Um, those are some uh, – Brady, those were some uh, intense laps. I don't – the East Coast, I mean, if you're Wilbur and you're third, you're watching Marvin pass you and then and closer, 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 your hand is sore. And uh, next thing you know, he's catching Tyler Bowers. You know what, though? I love seeing that. It's cool that it comes down to like, hey, here's the last – this is what it comes down to. Both guys get a good start. They're right there. It's just awesome yeah. to see it. You know, it yeah. sucks when you know you get a guy crashing the first corner. It's like, oh well, that's over. You know, it's cool right. to see the right. whole thing come right down. It's awesome for the fans. It sucks if you're Will Hahn, but you know. <laughs> uh, well, I mean, both classes had all the title yeah. guys right there. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, do you think, ba- Greg? Do you think Bowers? Now he won. He won for Mitch's team. Phil and Guy he wrote three races, I believe, for him. I mean, can he, could he be a legit title guy if he raced the whole series? I mean, it's it's hard to say no, but he's so big. I, he, he's so I, big. I wouldn't even say that. It's just, I mean, we kind of saw the East versus West uh, shootout. I, I don't know if you've done the exact numbers yet, but I mean, we've talked about the East Coast being oh yeah, being well, real no, light no, on um, talent and not nothing it's against 11, those guys. Eleven out of the top top thirteen were West. Yeah, see, that, that's yeah. the deal. And, and the shootout. Not to say he. You know he couldn't go out and win another race, but uh, man, I don't, I don't know because next year you got a bunch of guys moving up. So yeah, I don't know. Yeah. I, I'm not. Gonna Were you say surprised he, can't do he won? It, but Were I'm, you surprised he won? Well, I'll, I, I came in four laps late, okay. <laughs> and I watched that battle, and I thought I was watching the battle for first. Oh, okay. And I, I, people were cheering the last lap. I'm like, they're that stoked for Marvin already. Like, all right, <laughs> right <laughs> cool right. deal. And then I was like, I looked on the board because it was kind of tucked away. I'm like. Yeah. 
that's not right. There's no way that because by the time I started watching, he was catching. I'm like, yeah, board's fucked up. He's yeah, laughing. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. No, he was. He ran it down, yeah. man. I, I was pumped for him, I, and I I love the arena cross dudes, and I think they are, uh, you know, a little underappreciated. So I, I was glad to see Tyler go do it, and you know, growing up with Tyler and the amateurs with Jimmy and Trey Kennard and mm-hmm. Austin Stroop, Nico Izzy, like, dude, he's one of the dudes, you know. And for you know, I, I obviously he came up and maybe didn't light the world on fire when he moved up, but. No, that talent doesn't go away, and it's it's there. So right, I think and he sometimes really... it just takes a little bit to click, and you know you get in that scene. He's obviously with with Mitch and all that. I mean, you're yeah. gonna do it. You're yeah. in the right place. Oh yeah, you've you've seen it with so many writers. It's it's you know it's one decision away from maybe uh, your, your career. You know, one decision can affect your whole degree, yeah, career when you're 17, 18, 19 years old. And you know, I, I was getting some tweets about the the. Um, the West Coast being so much faster than the East Coast in the main event, in, in both their mains, the overall main event times. Mm-hmm. But I think people are losing fact that the the East guys came out to a slipperier track. Oh, you know, like, I'm not necessarily going to start making fun of the dudes, um, you know, um, for for that. Because I think, I mean, you race Vegas. Uh, did you remember how slick it was, like, when you come up for a heat race, right? Like, it's yeah. like an ice rink, you know? Yeah. So uh, that part is new. But 11 out of the 13 um, – in the shootout, I think says something. Yeah, like, like so. we we're saying though, it's like it's more like well, after the injuries, you know, it's fourth and on, you know, fourth and back or whatever. I I believe that, you know, Wilbur and uh, Marvin would have got wins, and you know, if they if you would have put everybody together too you mm-hmm. know, throughout the year, so yeah, no, not the, a shot at those the, guys. Those guys the are the upper still end ass, of the East are as good as the upper yeah, end in the West. There's the, 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 there's the some guys, guys that right. were were making mains that you know maybe you know, right. I think there's guys that made mains this year in the East Coast that maybe didn't make night shows last year in the East Coast. Absolutely, I know there is. I, I can think of a so, couple guys for sure. Well, I mean, maybe, maybe they got a little better, but yeah, you're right. Yeah, but, you're absolutely right. Um, what do you think? And I want to ask Will Hahn this question, but if you're Will Hahn and you ride up to Tyler Bowers, what do you say to him? <laughs> I think he hugged him. <laughs> I love you, know, man. He did. Yeah, he's <laughs> got to be buying him drinks all night. Right? You know, in the back of the hotel. A great ride sure. by Marvin. Um, you know, and, and talking to the industry people too, like Marvin and Wilbur and Eli and Ken. Uh, no, everybody likes him. All four guys are likable dudes. All four guys have a neat story yeah. and, and, a, and, a, and an angle for them. For you, would want them to win. Yeah, absolutely. You know? yeah, so, yeah, I mean, they're all good guys, yeah. but uh, I mean, I, it almost makes it more exciting if they don't get along and they don't like each other. But yeah. like you said, it, it's it's easy to root for you know, pick one and root for one. You know, as far as it's it's easy for me to root for the Americans. You know, but uh, uh, you know, those other guys, are, <laughs> these colors don't run. That, absolutely, that's how I was born. You know, right, right. I like. I, I think I even or, like. Or Greg or, I, I liked Ernesto Fonseca growing up. My dad's like, you can't root for him. <laughs> like you're, you know, so. It's, it's nice to see with Will too, because I mean he struggled the last couple of years with injuries. Yeah. He, he's come in prepared, yeah. looks like the guy, and then you know something happens, and you know we've all been there with injuries yeah. and stuff. And yeah, it was just it's nice to see him come from that and then and do it. Yep. Um, no, yeah. There's no doubt. Um, Greg, uh, what about Martin Davalos? <laughs> what about, what about him? I'm I'm on I'm on your boat with this one. I he just he's. I don't know why he gives it up that easy. He can't. He's comfortable on the bike, obviously. Oh, he's he looks so fast. I mean, he determined that West title. Oh, he did. He let him have it. He made that mistake in that rhythm section, and but he still had. He all he had to do was close the door right there, and he he could have fought. You know. Yeah. And it's not like he's in the way. He's in nobody's way. He's got that speed. He, should, he laid down. He 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 needed to just win the race, and then everybody and there's who cares what happened behind him. But you know, Roxon was two laps away from not winning, and I wasn't you know? rooting for either one of those guys. You know, and. and 
he wasn't going to get in the way of that championship. That was his race. You know, they were yeah, racing, yeah. and, yeah. you know, he just he laid down. Yeah, if you're, and Brady, not only was it for the championship, but, you know, he probably would have made an extra 20 grand out of that thing, out of that pass. Oh, so yeah, yeah. he just had right. to just been either just completely exhausted or yeah. just, I, I don't know what kind of, what his thinking if, was, if, but he's fast, and it just blows my mind. Brady, if you're the racer, if you're Martin Davalos, and you're leading, you get passed by Tomac, you know Roxon's coming. What do you do? Do you fight for second, or do you go, ah, eh, those, I mean, is there any chance that Martine went, I'm out. I don't want to I don't want to be the guy. Dep- yeah, dep- you, depends think, what I mean, Martine's thinking. It's really up to him, I no, guess. No, I know, but yeah. do, you, do you, I mean is that do you, don't you as a racer just go, "F it, I don't care about either one of these idiots. I'm racing as hard as I can." Well, maybe he's on a one-year deal and those are two pr- yeah. two of his prospects for next year, you know? <laughs> I, yeah, I think yeah, as, yeah. as any guy out there, you're just looking to get the best result for you. Right. You know, you, what, yeah, you, yeah, you're yeah. trying to keep your ride, earn a better ride, right, right. whatever, whatever, and I think you just want to get your best result and whatever else happens. Yeah. It's not my deal. I would think so too, no doubt. Um, it was a cool. It was exciting. Is the um, is the sh- do you guys like the format? Do you like that? Um, both both coasts coming to Vegas. You know they drop the gate for your heat normally, and but that's it, dude. That's your main. And then the sh- I feel like the shootout has lost some of its luster. Uh, the hard part for me is they have a main event, two or the East and West main event. The guys like like if if I'm Will Hahn, and even if I wasn't injured or sore or whatever, I'm going. <laughs> Just wrap that thing up. See you at the bar. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know? Right. Why? You know, outdoors is coming up. You're trying to get ready. It's like, why go out there for another little bit? You just proved yourself. You just won. You just did. Yeah. You know, you did your deal. I'm out. Well. You know, I know there's money. There's pride. There's whatever. Yeah. But it'd be nice to where if there was a sh- – my point was if there's a shootout, just have a shootout. Right. And it's like, this is the race. All the marbles. Yeah. Put it in there. Let, let's go. Also, you know? too, like they had the LCQ. Yeah, for the 250. Yeah, just, just, take, the just top take the top yeah. 10. Take the top done. 10. Yeah. Right, right. We, we don't need an LCQ. And yeah. I was wondering what was going on there, too. Right. If, if, you, if you, you know, I mean, obviously Zach Osborne, that's the way he made the main. But, um, and, you know, he's a fairly known rider, but eh, I, I thought that was a little silly, yeah, too. I, the shootout used to be pretty cool, and I felt like this new format, although exciting, it's cost the shootout some interest. Like, I don't. I think I still like it better, like it is. Honestly, um, it, it did kind of make for a little bit of a long night, but yeah. it was cool seeing both championships come down to one night, and you know, it, it not being wrapped up and everybody getting to celebrate together. Right, um, right, right, right. So yeah. I, in that aspect, it was cool, but I, I'm with you. It kind of drags a little bit, and it makes the shootout a little less. Right. But I, I don't think, I think the guys that are going for a championship, if it comes down to that last round, maybe. Uh, with as close as the racing was, they laid it all out there and completely exhausted themselves. Mm-hmm. But I think everybody else, you know, they lined up. It's another 10-lap race, and those guys are racers. They're, they don't want to get, you know, yeah. as a racer, I mean, I, the highest I rode was the B class, but you never want to line up and get your ass kicked, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah no, that's a good point. You're absolutely right. Speaking of that, what happened to Tomac in there? I don't know. Um, in the shootout. Yeah, I don't just he, – he gave an interview, and he was like uh, – I'm okay. It was just some some stuff, and they're like some stuff, and they're like, yeah, he's like some stuff, and I don't know if he meant like a bike problem or he like almost crashed, and then was like, ah, you know what I mean? I don't, I don't know, but yeah. I think there's a perfect example. He basically threw the towel in, you know, something yeah. didn't get the start, something didn't go his way, and he, I'm out, you know. So yeah. I don't know. I mean, but then again, Kenny rode fantastic in the shootout, and yeah. you could tell he looked better in the shootout than he mm-hmm. did in his main because he was loose and happy and scrubbing, and like yeah. it was all pressure, no pressure anymore, right? Mm-hmm. So. Um, yeah, it's a little interesting. Um, uh, hey, uh, Greg, um, how's Trey Kennard? Trey's good, man. I think he's in a good place. He, you know, he had a, he went two out of three last two races. He's 
DNF though. Yeah, kind of struggling near the end. Uh, uh, he, it's it's just tough. You know, the field's deep still. Um, and it's in the, the year everybody's kind of unless you were racing for the top spot. Um, you can you can tell yourself you you want to be in it and you're training, but I think you kind of start thinking about the outdoors and you start kind of shifting gears. Um, but I, he's in a good place right now. It's a long series. Guy didn't race for two years. Um, I think he made it through. He yeah, it, through. it is a grind. I mean, he missed the one race. It's, but it's a grind one? for sure. Yeah, just the one. Just he one. he so, had yeah. a, that right. little slight bump on the head. And, uh, right. you know, I think, you know, his his riding during the week de- definitely hasn't been reflecting uh, his, his results on the weekend. Mm-hmm. And I think he was always one of those guys to show up and bring more to the race. Um, kind of hanging out. And I yeah. think maybe the injury kind of stopped that. But I think all it's going to take is a little bit of mojo. Yeah. And especially when those guys get separated and they start racing for first and seconds. Um, you you can you can bring yourself to another level without recognizing it. You know, right, just right. like watching Kevin Windham when somebody was out. You know, when you're racing for first, you're not knowingly. You, you know, even yeah. if he's racing for fifth, he's trying as hard as he can. But unknowingly, when you're racing for first yep. or you're racing for a championship, you bring yourself to another level. And sometimes it's just not possible unless ever you know the mojo's going. And right. I think it was just a, a really good year to go ahead and, and you know essentially finish the whole season yeah. healthy. Right. You know, get on the podium a few times, and obviously it's not. You know, for you got media guys and, and people looking and fans, you know, Kennard had a good year. And I, Trey can look back and either be a little bit bummed out because it's not quite what we expected. Or he can say, hey, you know, we yeah, look at where we were last yeah, year yeah. and we did a lot of building and, you know, right. we're healthy. And I think, man, I'm I'm stoked on his year and I'm I'm proud of him. Yeah, okay, that's good. Yeah, well said. And your brother, uh, Hangtown? Uh, it just kind of depends. I think he might be ready as far as riding goes, but... He took his bike off the rig, and that's a long haul out there. So yep. I think I talked him into just driving up to Colorado, putting his bike back on with HRT, yep. and then picking up there. One more week isn't going to kill him. No, yeah, absolutely. You know what Abs- I mean? So. Absolutely. And he's at the point where he's – I mean, I'm sure if a ride came up that was that was good enough, but he's really happy with his bike and the people that are around him. As long as he's making enough money from his sponsors and going to right. the races and purse money, yep. he's going to keep continue to do his own thing because – um, I know he's confident and I'm confident that he can put together a better a better bike or just as good a bike as anybody besides maybe the factories. Right, right. Okay. Yeah, cool. Um got a call here from Scott. Scott, what's going on, man? Thanks for listening. Yeah, no problem. Hey, I just wanna ask, hey, what happened to uh Osborne this weekend? I saw I mean he had a great start and then all of a sudden he just dropped. I didn't I didn't know what happened. Yeah, I don't know either. I didn't talk to him. Um, I'm not really sure. Did you, did you guys see what happened? No, I just I was surprised when he was in the right, CQ. You know, right, right. Um, yeah, I must have failed somewhere for sure. You know, he was he was far back um, at one point. So, and I'm really too sure, Scott. I'll, I'll see if I can get the message and get yeah. in my column. We were uh, a lot week. of help, huh? I know. <laughs> wow. <laughs> we were, yeah, wow. we don't know. Wow, Mathis, your little Zachy Poon, you had no idea. I, yeah, I'm good I, buds with Zach. I think I was texting that night. I didn't even bother to ask. I don't think I, anybody really cared at that, at that I text, point. I texted him today. We were going back and forth today because uh, we were talking before about what he missed in Europe, and he said Norway and the food. And then he texted me today and said, I'm really sad about our conversation because I started mocking him. Norway and food. <laughs> That's what he missed in Europe, you know. And I never even thought to ask, hey, what happened? Yeah, well, <laughs> it's Vegas. Yeah, it's exactly. over. But you know what? Hey, Scott, I'll ask him, and I'll get it in my column and observations on Racer X on Wednesday. So, all right, sounds good. It'll, man. Be, it'll be there. Thank you for listening. Yeah, thanks. For, thanks for everything, man. All yeah. right. Um, yeah, we'll find out what happens to Zach Osborne. But there is a there is a sort of it's Vegas. Let's just move this thing over. Like after the race, you know, I do these post race interviews, and like people were just semis were pulling out. People were done. I'm out later. Yeah. Even the pro circuit guys who always hang out, they're done. 
people are just getting out of there because it's Vegas. It's the end of the series. You know, most people aren't happy with the way it went unless you, you know, <laughs> won a title. But Yeah, or did good that night. Right, right. So it was a little weird race for sure. Um, I want to let's go. Let's switch to four fifties. Hey, can you get um the short guy oh, works for did, fly racing? Um, comes on the show every now and then. Before we switch to it. that, did yeah. you Waffle see King? the hmm? the Waffle King? Waffle King, can you get the Waffle King. Uh, so, did you see the uh, Wharton Bowers shootout incident? I caught the end of it. It was awesome. Okay, but I wanted to bring by this far up. the best moment of the night, hands Thank down. You. Thank you for bringing this up. Okay, so he's Tyler Bowers took out Wharton in the shootout. And then right after he looped out. Just straight up looped right. out. I oh. saw the loop out, but I missed <laughs> so it. So you know Mitch is building a good bike with a 190-pound kid who yeah. looped that thing out. But, okay, so Wharton gives an interview today on Racer X. Um, uh, Wharton's an idiot. He rode like an idiot. I hope he learns his lesson and grows up. I've ridden like an idiot before, and I've taken my lumps and dealt with it. Um, I hope he catches himself before it's too late. He's not making any friends or fans out there. I think what he did to me was stupid. Uh, yada, yada, yada. Um, Okay, so Bowers is just talking about Minneapolis, right? Yeah, he's got to be. Because who cares? There was that Minneapolis thing was not that bad. Wharton only turned it on. It seemed like halfway through the season, or kind of you know a little bit late, because he's not usually one to ride like that. No, all all the time. That's what I'm saying. Like I think Bowers is a little up to lunch on like you know, like okay, you got him. The Minneapolis thing, um, that was a pass that was made a lot that night yeah. by oh, yeah. a lot of dudes yeah. that, it was that a, spot. You have a weird section of the track, maybe a little bit of an aggressive pass, but it's racing. And it, I think it was just a weird incident. It, it Bowers is really taking this personal, though. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Bowers could get hit another 20 times like that and still be at the positive end of the deal right, in right. his career. So, <laughs> just, yeah. you know, uh, it, it, it yeah. was a dirty move, but, you know, he's he's like you said, he's done it before. And it's not – it wasn't – there's definitely been a lot dirtier passes made. Yeah. And, so like, when does Blake Wharton, like he's saying he rode like an idiot, he's got, he hope he changes before it's too late. Who who out there is going, man, we got to get Blake Wharton, right? Like, yeah. I mean, he's no, had a yeah. few he's had a few incidents. I think with Bogle, did he have one? Or, or No, no, I don't think so. Was it? Uh, he was, I mean, just other than racing kind of in those well, guys' He way got and, taken out by somebody. Oh, Wharton oh last year? Last year. Uh, yeah, yeah, round one. Um, one of the Rockstar Suzuki's, maybe Sipes, they yeah. got together. I think it was Sipes they were getting together. He was yeah. winning or second, but yeah, it happened. I, I, it happened. Bowers. He got tough, man. He he did. He got tough this year, and you know maybe he's he he'll find that you know yeah. maybe when he needs to do it and when not. But yeah, he'll find that That's, that happy. I, I kind of liked seeing it. It's nice to see guys when they do that. Like like Greg just said, just get tough and kind of you know because sometimes you got to push some guys around. You know, yeah. if you're going for points, championship. Right. You know, yeah, you got to yeah, do what you got to do. And yeah, that he was a little bit erratic with some of the stuff, yeah. you know, you know, some of his racing. But hey, you know, he's trying to get it done. Uh, and with that, let's uh, let's bring in a guy who uh, you know gets it done on and off the track <laughs> all the time. Uh, brought to you by Fly Racing, Fly Racing USA, the official gear of Trey Kennard and uh, Andrew Short and the Pulpamex Show. And uh, we just gave away a Formula helmet last week that, to our friends at Fly Racing. And uh, Jason Thomas is on the line. What's up, JT? What's happening? Greg Albertson, Brady Sharon. JT, what's of, up? Of course, what's know, up, boys? And you know Mr. Doing, Le- and you know Mr. Legendary. Right on. Um, no banquet for you. Uh, no, I had to work today, so how wasn't times in the cards. Have, how times have changed. Uh, yeah, it, normally it would probably been would have been all right, but I have to go to South Africa tomorrow, and I needed to get some stuff from the office today, so right. it was more just scheduled than anything. All right, okay. <clears throat> what What did you make of Bowers? Did you see that quote and? Yeah, I did. I mean, um, is Bowers killing a mosquito with a shotgun here? Well, he's obviously not happy about it. Um, yeah, probably overreacted a little bit simply because 
of the things Tyler has done in the past, but I also think that Tyler's been trying to kind of change his his own behavior. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, yeah, I, I can understand some, some of the things he said, and then he probably was, you know, a little bit more emotional than everybody else was about it. Uh, <laughs> I, I, at the time, when, when the crash happened, I kind of thought Tyler should have checked up more than he did. Um, but, you know, I wasn't in Tyler's shoes, and I, I wasn't the one that got knocked down and landed on my head. So, whatever. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I've, been, I've been known to overreact to situations a lot, so I'm not going <laughs> to... <laughs> not gonna judge him. Yeah, like like he was saying though, I think it's a little easier said than to, or when they say uh, you could have checked up when when you do go to the outside and you go to slings like shot yourself. You're not a lot of times you're not expecting it, but I, I'm I agree. I, I think he's definitely taken a little out of a little too far. Just just go ahead and let it go. I think what happened with Wharton last night and Bowers was was a little more dirty. It was high speed corner. Could you know the end result could have been a lot worse. So. I think yeah. I think it'll kind of be squashed after this weekend. I really do. Yeah, yeah. Hopefully, it was. Well, yeah. They they're not racing together for no. a little while or yeah. whatever, unless Wharton goes to Arena Cross. But um, <laughs> but hey, man, if someone comes in, t-bones your legs and breaks it, you know, I mean, dude, J- have an issue with them, no problem. JT, exa- you know. that exactly happened to too JT with his teammate. So <laughs> he did have an issue. Did you not, JT? <laughs> uh, yeah, I've seen it happen. <laughs> right, right. Yeah, he did have a little issue with that. Um, but, uh, no, um, uh, it was, it was a good season. Um, JT, I hate to do this to you right off the bat when we just brought you in. Um, oh, by the way, did you get those waffle crackers? Oh, uh, I didn't get them. No, I, I know they were there and you showed me the ones you had. So I'm yep. assuming okay. yeah, I, right. when stuff, people bring stuff to the truck and I'm not there, there's no telling what happens to it just because, you know, like that stuff is not taken seriously kind of by the team. So imagine that. Yeah, you know what I mean. It's like I have no clue where they go or what happens or anything. So did you and DV talk? Uh, you guys, no. Okay. All right. So this is going to really affect the show going forward. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> Can we talk about what happened? Because I I missed some of it. Uh, it's in started... my opinion, which he's going to have a different side of the story. I was kind of <laughs> kidding around about a list, and I mean, it doesn't really matter. My career is not even in the same conversation as David Villman's. So. I was kidding around, and then he kind of got personal a little bit and called me names and was kind of getting degrading a little bit, and I, I didn't really care for his attitude. So, you know, I'm not going to really, you know, I'm not going to really let him run his mouth and, and not stick up for myself. So, But it happened because somehow the career starts, career main events was brought up. and Right. And he's not on that list, so I don't know. I didn't know how many he has. I still don't know how many he has. Right. And uh, so, like, he's obviously not on the list, which is probably an oversight. And I was kind of kidding around, like, well, according to the list, you're not. You know, like, and then he kind of took it to the next level, and then I was like, all right, well, it's on then. Next thing you know, there was, uh, you're an idiot, uh, stick, and then there was another one, uh, you're the asshole, then there was stick to Germany, then it was uh, F you. Well, no, he's basically telling me I suck, and... All that you know what I mean? Like I'm an idiot, and I sucked at Supercross, and my you know what I mean? My career was a joke, and all. This. And I was kind of, like, <laughs> I don't know. Like I didn't really think it was called for. So, yeah, uh, Europeans yeah. don't they don't get sarcasm, man? You've been over there long enough. The sense of humor is a little different. Yeah, I mean it's fine. I, I'm I'm good either way. I'm good not talking, or I'm good talking. I just okay. All right. Yeah, it's, uh, it's 
really not a, not an issue in my life. So the whole time it's going on in the press box, I'm just going, "This is really going to suck for this show." How how am I going to? Well, the, the first comedy made, you turned around like, "Oh God!" Right, right, uh, yeah. yeah. I'm just like, "Oh no, it's this is not going to this is not going to end well." Um, I just was I was really more shocked that he he really thought I was like putting down his career or something like I. I, I don't. Right, right. I, I don't know. I was yeah. like, "Come on, guy! Like, you really think that I would ever even talk about myself in the same breath as what you did? Like, uh, come on." Uh, good times. Yeah. And then there was a Steve Cox, Johnny O'Hanna Twitter fight going on. Oh boy, that uh, was just epically horrible. But it was like a car crash. You just couldn't, <laughs> could not look away. Aren't every Cox fight? Grown men. Yeah, exactly. Grown men. Uh, um, you know, talking about combat, and you know where I'll be, and. Oh, that one was awesome because they were, like, th- threatening to beat each other up. Like, right, that one was awesome. Right, yeah, yeah, That's yeah. great right. yeah. That's good stuff, Craig said. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, no, I, I hated to do this to you right off the bat, JT, but we do have to talk about this. And uh, it works nicely into our, into our first segment of the night, which is uh, the NFAB banging bars segment. <laughs> That's our producer, everybody. Yeah, I, was, I didn't know if I was supposed to answer no, no, or no. waiting for a draw. No, or... you, you're supposed to be waiting. Yeah, okay. A whole Love lot that. of second though. He's, he Wait got here late. It. He got here late. This banging bar is brought to you by NFAB. Uh, NFAB, uh, Jeep and Truck Products. They're the industry leader in making quality Nerf bars, pre-runners, and other off-road accessories. Do either one of you two have a truck? Yeah, yep. I, I do. Uh, okay. We'll get some NFAB stuff. A 2000 Nissan Frontier, four-cylinder. I don't, oh, I don't think they do that. <laughs> we talked about this, didn't yeah, we, or something? Um uh, hey, they design and manufacture the strongest, most durable, and best-looking Nerf bars out there. NFAB, they've been doing it since the 1980s, and uh, the stuff's heavy-duty, high-end, and high-quality. And, of course, NFAB.com team with uh, – or NFAB team with uh, Canari, Blos, and Nicoletti, three of my favorite triples, if you, if you will. Uh, Nicoletti's good, by the way. Yeah, not bad. Uh, he's good on the weekend. Um, but anyway, so this is the Banging Bar segment. We dedicate this to the, the Battle of the Night, and JT, it involves, uh, involves your buddy. Chad Reed and Weston Pike. <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah, they had a great race. That was the month maybe well, was a good heat race. They both had a good heat race. And in, in the main, they had a terrific race. And it was really the only thing worth watching in the 450 main no, event. No doubt. Did I, they really have that good of a race, though? They, I mean, nobody even passed each other. Oh, yeah. There no, no. Pass, oh, sure. no, no. There was, was a pass. Oh, no. Pike got by him. And, and I, I told Pike after that race. I, I saw him out later. I yeah. go, if you're anybody but Weston Pike. Chad didn't fight you back. He saw that black 46, <laughs> right. and there's too much pride there. Um, that was not a good race for your guy, Chad Reed, JT. Yeah, I, I think there were better. There were a lot of better races going on on the track than that. I think the David versus Goliath of Weston Pike and Chad Reed was worth it. Um, yeah, yeah. No, I'm not. I'm not saying it wasn't like interesting, but as far as like real battling. There wasn't much. Yeah, I agree. Kind of anticipation the whole time. There was yeah, that I mean, it was pass. suspenseful and all. It was very intriguing, but Listen, this banging is, this bars. Is, this is my much. show, and I picked the segments, and I picked that one. I would have said Bowers and Wharton with much I, more banging I agree, bars. I, I didn't see Bowers and It Wharton. was epic. I just caught yeah, the loop I don't out. Know. JT's a little biased on the subject. I know he is. No, he can't even <laughs> well, handle no, it. No, but it's no, banging no, bars. He can't there hang was no bars banged. Yes, there was. There, he, he ran him up a little bit. Weston, at the bar later, Weston was... Wharton was in the Monster Energy podium section. What? After that hit. They were banging bars so hard. Yeah, Wharton was oh. he, he up into where the podium, podium. guys yep. go. I didn't, I didn't see it. So this is the NFAB banging bar segment. Well, so, this segment sucks. What's well, my show. <laughs> and be, Just because it's your hero that couldn't hold off Weston Pike. Well, he ba- did. I'm pretty sure Barely hold off Weston Pike. I'm friends with both of them. That's what I, oh, you were just crying. You were so conflicted in the press box. <laughs> 
You're, you weren't even, what are you talking about? You weren't even facing me. I was looking back at you. I could see you in the reflection of my monitor. Yes, I was and teared up. <laughs> the difference between Chad getting sixth and seventh was life-altering to me. No, but it's Weston Pike. Okay. Um, you got me. You got me. I, I don't know how it would have gone on. Thank you. Thank you. Okay. This, I know everything. Deal with it. Go um, ahead with your crappy segment. His wa- his waffles would have got watered down from his tears. Uh, um, all right, okay. So le- we talked about a little bit, little about this. We talked a little bit about this JT on the Racer X podcast. So let me ask that, uh, uh, Greg and Brady here. Um, there was people after the banquet, and this has happened a few times. And and we we always thought about it as a Matt Gurky. Like I know three team managers. I think this year and a few riders that have been like, dude, I couldn't even pass Matt Gurky out there. Uh, you know, I'm so shitty or whatever. But, like, they didn't realize that Matt Gerke was riding very well. Yeah, absolutely. And now, after Vegas, there was a few people that are like, dude, he couldn't even beat Weston Pike, Chad Reed. He could barely beat Weston Pike. Like, but, like, they're almost like the Mendoza line of crappiness, but it's not true. It's not, they're, there's, but hey, man, you're, you're, there's you're 14 fighting. guys at Weston Pike beat, or there are 13 guys at Weston Pike beat. You yeah, you're, I mean? you're fighting over 6th and 7th in a main event. <laughs> right, hey, right, you, There's right. lots of dudes that would be like, right. that's awesome. You know, it's awesome I, I know. for Weston, and maybe Chad was off his game a little bit, whatever. Right. It's still fighting for 6th and 7th. You're still a bad dude. No, it's, it was yeah. great, great ride for Weston, not taking anything away. But, you know, it is Vegas Supercross, and we've seen this happen. We've seen – well, we see a four, what, what did Blows get what, what, the one year? Fourth. And then we saw fourth. Cunningham. Cunningham came in and fourth. got a fourth. Yeah. Uh, Vegas isn't always the best reflection, but I think Weston's series as a whole was a pretty good Does reflection. Does Weston Pike get a ride, a better ride than – Team Teddy Parks next year. I Greg. think he could get a ride, but I don't think he maybe he might. I don't know if he could get Where? on a better bike than what he's got if he's putting together his own program. What do you think, Brady? Where? I don't know. <laughs> That's the hard part. Is there's a lot of guys that should have rides. Right. That there's just no rides. Right. You know. It, right. <laughs> you know. Um, JT, we've been friends a long time. I was a little let down when Weston Pike said, "Where's Mathis? I want to kick the shit out of him," and you brought him to me. <laughs> at, uh, at I'm here bar. to help. I mean. <laughs> I don't want the guy wandering around the circle bar. Looking for me. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I'm reading on the tra- chat room. Somebody says, Pike deserves a legit ride. I don't I, – I, who's de- – what's your definition of a legit ride? Well, not what he's got now. No offense to Teddy Parks. Yeah, oh, okay, obviously, but – I mean, I think a legit ride is a an Enfab Yamaha, a, a BTO So we're team. just talking about expenses – Pay. A Moto Concepts team. What do we think? Do we think his bike sucks? Because obviously his bike doesn't suck. Obviously. It I don't works. know much about an MB1. That's suspension on it, yeah. right? And they probably, um, it's a small company. They probably give him good testing. Yeah. I don't know. You know, you go Not to Not as some, good as Race Tech. Team. Race Tech would be better. Yeah, There's we, no doubt. You know. Right. Well, but the big, biggest problem is he's paying to build it. Like, he's, like he, tried, he was trying to get a Yoshimura to do him a motor earlier in the year, and they wanted, like, a crazy amount of money. Like, when I think they want, he wants a legit ride, it's like, so he doesn't have to completely build his program from scratch. He can worry about racing and riding and yeah. not pay for all his flights and not pay for this, not pay for that. And yeah, I, I mean, I hope if that's what he wants, I hope he gets it. But I don't think his I don't think his results are going to change for the better if he if he does get it right. Well, I, yeah, I don't think they're saying that either. But they're, I think they're saying his results deserve better yeah, support he does, than he's getting. I, I agree. He deserves to put a little money in his pocket and, and have a life. Yeah, I, I don't think if he was on a team that he would have gotten fourth or fifth or, you know what I mean? I think he would yeah. have been right around where he is. No, yeah, I don't think it was a res- results. It's more just helping him out personally. Yeah, exactly. You know, it's really just going to make it better 
better for him. And like give him a way to go riding race outdoors and do you know what I mean? That yeah, yeah, outdoors where it's get tricky. But yeah. you know, you got your team, you got Butler Brothers, and I don't see him going there. And Infab, you know, I've heard no. things where I don't see him going there. So I mean, what what really is is left? You know, maybe Moto yeah. Concepts. He just doesn't believe in anything. But I don't see. <laughs> he they, doesn't believe in anything. The nihilist, a nihilist. <laughs> <laughs> He goes. He says to JT. He goes to JT at the bar. Hey man, fuck you. JT goes like, what? You got to get me a ride on BTO. JT's like, I can put the word in. I don't. I, that's all I can do. He's he's positive for a second. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, how do you reason with this man? Well, okay. We, you're at what time? And we're at the bar. No, no, no I know. A lot of F-words no, no, thrown no. Out. I'm like thinking to myself, you can't even reason with him. He really is a nihilist. That's... <laughs> He doesn't believe in reasoning. <laughs> JT's like, all I can do, bro, I'll, yeah. I'll put a word in. Um, all right. Um, so that's the NFAB Banging Bar segment, JT. Weston Pike and Chad Reed. A terrific choice. Yeah, if, great segment. If you ask me, great radio. Oh, wait, we can't do that. You're going to get all mad. Great radio. Oh, great don't, radio don't do bro. that. You're going to throw JT. I don't even care. <laughs> all right. All right. Okay. Um yeah, hey, uh, uh, also too, a shout out. We haven't talked about we haven't talked to this uh, we haven't talked about this guy for a long time. He wears an Atlas brace. Uh, Jake Weimer is finally back, but it's the last round of Supercross. Awesome ride. Yeah, Atlas. right. Yeah, yeah. It was unfortunate. He had a bit of momentum in the beginning. You know, a yeah. couple fifths, six. You know, he's kind of right in there, and you know, then he got ran over in his ribs, and and all that kind of dragged him down a bit. And yeah. everyone who's ever broken ribs knows it's not the most fun, especially riding a motorcycle. You know, with that mm-hmm. pace. But, uh, yeah, I mean, he came on strong at the end. And hopefully, you know, our t- outdoors he'll keep rolling. Yeah. You know, with what he had last year, getting third overall in the series. It was awesome. Do you, yeah. I don't know him that well. But did anything change for him this week? In, I mean, did he do, like – Yeah, he got two good starts. Yeah. Yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah. Right, yeah. Uh, he, he starts 10th. Yeah. He's not moving. He may yeah. move, he make it ninth. Yeah. And, and that's with most guys. I mean, you know, the, the field is right. – you know, those top 10 guys are so gnarly. I mean, you could start 10th and end up 10th, or you could start first and win. Right, right. You know, you never, you, you never know. And, um, yeah, I think he was, he was feeling it at, at Vegas. And I don't know. I don't, I don't think there was any big changes or, or anything like that. He just had a, had a good day. It was cool to see him fight, though. He definitely had – He did hey, seem yeah. like he had more fight in him. Yeah, the qualifier um, with Dungey back and forth. I mean, hey, that's awesome. JT, I read on the internet that Weimer is overpaid. Do you agree? <laughs> no, because the the numbers that the guy was using are way off. <laughs> uh, where do people come up with this stuff, by the way? I don't know. And, uh, and it's almost like the right. thing, you know, with, hey, Pike needs a ride, or this guy makes too much money, or I know. whatever. It's, it's, it's like, always so easy for the guys on the internet to be like, yeah, who else fire Weimer and hire Pike. Well, yeah, if, right, ma- right. if his mechanic's or, making hundred grand, you can only imagine what he's making. Yeah. <laughs> but, <laughs> but it's like, yeah. you know, who are you going to get as a rider that can replace you know, Jake's results, right. or, you know, you go right, all, right. all day on the stuff. You know, but, yeah. well, here's the thing that I look up, and JT, maybe you can back me up or, or shoot me down, which is probably more likely the case, but um, when, and, and Weimer is maybe too good of an example, but if you have a, um, if you have a Brock Tickle, and you have a uh, Weston Pike, and, and, and Tickle got ninth, Weston got 14th, um, you know, so maybe he's at least some 70 points back. I didn't realize it was that big of a gap. But here's the thing. Um, whether you get 10th, whether you get 12th in the series, there isn't a whole lot of difference there. So you want a guy who's marketable, who's a name, who perhaps has some fans. Mm-hmm. And, and also, this, hey, this is where Weston comes up short in that end of things because he's not a bro with someone. And also, Weimer's you know? a past champion. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. How many yeah. guys are past champions right. that are up there? You know what I mean? Like that, pl- that, right. you know, as much as that was passed, it still plays a no, role no. In, in what happens. I, I'm curious too. Where, where's uh, Weston's raw speed? What's the? I'm curious to see what's the highest he qualified. A lot of teams are really ate up with the raw speed, and they you know, are. Um, yep. I don't you guys think are all going to get shanked. I don't think once he qualified <laughs> in the top ten. I don't want my name attached with this segment of the show. Uh. Well, um, no, well, he was fast in Vegas, obviously. No, but, I yeah, mean, overall, that, right, right. No, no, the guy no, no, deserves no. a ride. Right, He's right, fast. Right. Out of all the privateers, he was definitely that. He was the best privateer this year, hands down. Right. He um, next in line. Well, that's what like I was talking to Gavin Faith and his parents after the race, and I said that, uh, hey, a lot of teams will look at Gavin and Moto Concepts is a great um, team, no doubt about it. But they look at Gavin winning that heat race. And that's what teams would be like, I can harness that. I can, I can work with that. He won a heat, you know, as opposed to a dude who comes from 20th to 10th and is on it. But you never really notice that. People dude, don't but see you, that you as win, much. You notice the fast qualifier. Mm-hmm. You notice the heat race. I'm win. not saying I agree with it. I'm just, I'm right. just telling you this right. is what a lot of people get ate up with. And, you know, if you right. look, Weston finished all every single race. He was there. He never got hurt. Last year he didn't get hurt, he, you know. Right. That that's big for a team too. I think you know you really got to yeah, look at that. that. I was just I just wanted to bring up the point and, and say yeah. that's a lot of these teams go. Oh, he's got the raw speed. Every every team thinks yeah, yeah. No, they, get, they, they could, our program it's going to do it. Just very lucky we're, for our we're own. We're going to change him. You're exactly right. Which is very lucky for our own Jason Thomas, who didn't show that blazing speed, but you know had a consistent career. Uh, yeah, and a team a team wants consistency too. So a guy yeah. wins uh, wins one weekend and you know doesn't qualify the next two. You, yeah. you, you know you yeah, need yeah, a guy that's yeah. going to be there all the well, time, and yeah. you know there's lots of. Um, all right. Uh, you agree, JT? I mean, yeah. I mean, I, I honestly think it's more the negative stuff that's maybe gone on previously that that is hurting him more than anything. Mm-hmm. The speed factor. I, I think the results are are plenty good enough to where he should be on. He should be on, you know, a BTO or an Infab or you know what I mean, RCH second guide something. But I just think he has a negative reputation that he's going to have to work on right. turning around. Yeah, and like if you he said, could get that that kind of stigma off his off of him, the rest is no problem. Yeah, and Steve said, you know, you want a guy that's marketable if you're on you're on the team, you want him to do all that. So if there's right. negativity attached to it for whatever reason, you know, hey, maybe that's a, a deciding at, factor. That Atlas brace money. Maybe that can help <laughs> out. All right, hey JT, we got to run. Uh do you want us to come up with, with Will and Roxon, you want us to call you back when we do the segments or what's your deal? Uh, I'm just here, so okay. whatever right, we'll, you decide. All right, we're going to run to get the commercial. We'll talk to you soon, though. All right, that's it. Um, all right, we got to go commercial real quick, but both of you, here's the points. Give me your biggest, right, real quick. There's a 450 class points. Biggest surprise, Brady. Hmm. Tick, 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 tick. I know. Tick, I, it's Greg, a hard Greg, one Greg biggest surprise. Josh Hill's improvement between the first race and the last race, or the end of the series. Right. Just that it's it's so hard to jump in the middle of a series like that, mm-hmm. and he used one off weekend to to jump past six seven guys right. that he was battling with. Yep. Yeah, he was in that pike level. He, he went from getting lapped. Right. I mean, he was getting lapped consistently every weekend to mm-hmm. to. All right. Yeah, I, I would say the same thing. I mean, there really wasn't any big surprises. Uh, I thought you know that happened. You know, everyone kind of was Way where I expected. On. Way to just jump on his answer. Well, no, really, though. I mean, there <laughs> there just wasn't that much that, you know, Filippoto coming from the back and winning, you know. Um, all right. Uh, BTOsports.com, Fly Racing, Race Tech Suspension, X-Brand Goggles, Atlas Neck Braces, NFAB Jeep and Truck Bars, Showy Helmets, Free Gun Underwear, 
Works Connection, Tech One Designs, FMF Racing. Don em- Donnie Emler Jr. is going to be on here a little bit. Rat Bar, A10 Solutions, W Wheels, our friends at W Wheels. How's those shirts working out? Tits for you, W guys? Good, actually. Very excited yeah. to help make you happy. They yeah. told me, yeah. I they, like they, were, they were happy that you were happy. Uh, <laughs> yeah, uh, Black good. Ops Moto, too. Black Ops Moto, check them out online, blackopsmoto.com. You can save an extra uh, uh, 10%, which is 25% total. Uh, now before Hangtown. Um, so check it out. We're, com- we're coming up with Will Hahn. We've got Greg Albertson. We've got Brady Sharon in the studio. JT is going to be back. Thanks for listening, and see you guys in a little bit. Hi, I'm Jake Weimer. You're listening to the Pulp MX Show with Steve Mathis. If you plan on listening to the whole show, you're wasting your time. Because like I said, it's Steve Mathis. The Pulp MX Show is brought to you by BTOsports.com. Whether you are looking for new gear, helmets, boots, or you need to rebuild your bike from the ground up, BTO is your source for all of your motocross needs. As a proud sponsor of the BTO Sports KTM race team and the heart of the BTO Sports amateur motocross team, it is obvious that we are about more than being just a store. We support the sport that supports us. Us at BTO Sports want to give back to you, the listener, for supporting us and the Pulp MX Show. Use coupon code Pulp when placing your order at btosports.com for a VIP listener discount. Certain brand restrictions will apply. Hey everyone, Trey Kennard here. I wanted to tell you about one of my favorite products, Fly Racing's Light Hydrogen Racewear. With direct input from Andrew Short and I, the Fly Design Department created the first true, lightweight, minimalist pant and jersey design for pure racing performance. This gear eliminates non-essential features, such as rubber TPR badging, and uses stretch materials for the ultimate race pant and jersey combo. The light hydrogen pant is the lightest, most breathable, and non-restrictive pant I have ever worn. To complete my gear combo, I chose Fly Racing's minimalist light race glove and F2 carbon helmet for a complete race-ready setup. For more information about the light hydrogen racewear and other products from Fly Racing, Visit them on the web at flyracing.com. Get the personalized suspension set up with top-of-the-line components you have always wanted. Racetech is the world's largest motorcycle suspension modification company. Racetech is an industry leader providing Racetech high-performance springs, gold valves, and G3S custom series shocks. Racetech products and settings are 100% guaranteed and made in the USA. Save yourself 20% by mentioning Pulp Show 2012 or putting that as your coupon code. Racetech Gold Valves provide a plush feel with drastically increased bottoming resistance. They offer do-it-yourself gold valve kits, or you can send your stuff to our suspension pros to do the work for you. The choice of Rock River Yamaha, Rockwell Fire Police MX, RF Motorsports KTM, and the Motorsport JVR Spine Chillers Racing Arena Cross Team. NFAB is the undisputed leader in high-quality accessories for your truck, Jeep, and SUV. For products that are as unique as your vehicle, check out NFAB Off-Road Accessories. From nerf steps and lighting accessories to the all-new Adjust Step and Endura Step. NFAB has you covered. NFAB products are handcrafted in the USA, delivering unsurpassed quality and durability with cutting-edge style. Available in cab length, wheel-to-wheel, and fed access models, NFAB nerf steps offer the widest array of configurations to access your vehicle. NFAB also offers a wide range of mounting solutions for auxiliary lighting, including pre-runner light bars, light cages, and full replacement front bumpers. All NFAB products are backed by a lifetime craftsmanship warranty and a five-year finish warranty. To find out where to buy NFAB products, visit www.n-fab.com or call 866-806-NFAB. NFAB, truck products for truck people.
tried other neck braces, but have you ever tried the one that's flexible? The revolutionary family of Atlas braces are the world's first flexible family of neck braces on the market. Designed to retain natural body mobility and range of motion. Gone are the days of wearing bulky neck protection that restricts your movement. The Atlas Brace family is fully adjustable and unique features like dual chest and back supports, independent chest suspension, a flexible split frame design, and a one-of-a-kind emergency release system set the Atlas Brace family apart from others. And our championship-winning athletes Ryan Filippoto, Jeremy McGrath, and Jake Weimer agree. You may have tried a neck brace, but you haven't experienced an Atlas Brace. It's 2013, and X-Brand is prepped for our biggest year yet. Racers of all calibers are getting wise and switching to X-Brand. Guys like Jimmy Albertson, Josh Strang, Les Smith, Bobby Canary, Austin Politelli, and many more agree. X-Brand can't be beat when it comes to superior foam, a comfortable frame, and simple optics that just plain work. Available in multiple flavors with all the options you need, like zip-offs, laminates, lenses, and nose guards. So head over to EKSBrand.com to order now and use the discount code PULPSHOW13 for an insane 30% off. X-Brand goggles. Listeners, it's time we talk about your underwear. Free Gun Underwear. Based down the road from Pulp Studios, Free Gun is the underwear for racers. Free Gun is worn by Michael Lisi, Ashley Fiolek, Albertson, Blows, Kirk Caselli, and a host of other action sports athletes. Why Free Gun? It's made of 92% polyester and 8% elastine, which means unlike your old school Homer Simpson cotton underwear, Free Gun wicks away any moisture to stay dry throughout the day. Comfort. From cross-training to racing, Free Gun becomes part of your program the first time you put them on. And style, construction, prints, and a wide band to let you show your true colors. If you ride, if you train, if you sweat, upgrade to Free Gun. Don't be a homer. Wear Free Gun underwear. Merch Connection is proud to be a sponsor of Pulp MX because just like you, they're passionate and dedicated to the sport. For over 23 years now, they've been producing innovative products like their Pro Launch Start Device and the 123 Easy Build Elite Perch Line. Just take a look around the AMA Pro Pits and you'll see Works Connections proving ground for products under the canopies of Yoshimura Suzuki, RCH Racing, Star Racing, and other top teams. Plus, they now stock hints and clutch components, peg armor, ARC levers, and Fasco products too. Works Connection, your one-stop shop for cutting-edge products. Visit them on the web at W www.worksconnection.com and use the keyword PULPMX for 20% off your order or visit your local outlet and check out the new lineup of products for 2013. For 2013, Tech One Designs is back and better than ever with a new and improved website, new products, prices, and more. At Tech One Designs, we are now offering helmet wraps, GoPro wraps, smartphone wraps, and neck brace decal kits. Either pick from one of our present designs and add your colors, logos, name, and more, or design your own. You dream it, we'll make it. As a devoted supporter of the Pulp MX show and its listeners, we want to show our support by offering a 20% discount on your next order. So go to techonedesigns.com now and enter the discount code PULPMX20 at checkout to save money today. In 1973, Don Emler started FMF in his Hawthorne, California garage. 
38 years later, that garage is a 90,000-square-foot state-of-the-art manufacturing facility where, proudly, everything is still produced 100% under one roof using only the best American material. The only thing more important to us at FMF than winning is our customers. So here's a big thanks to our fellow riders for giving us the 2010 Reader's Choice Award in every major U.S. motorcycle publication. It's the passion that drives us. So thanks for making us number one. FMF, built in the USA, proven on the track. There are dozens of helmet brands on the shelf at your local dealer. How do you decide which is the right one for you? With over 50 years experience, Showing delivers a premium helmet with quality that is second to none. Many of our competitors rely on overseas manufacturers who they hope will build the helmets to their specifications. Every helmet that bears the iconic Shoei Hexagon undergoes a minimum of seven inspections throughout its week-long manufacturing process in one of our two factories located in Japan. Shoei's sole focus on premium helmet engineering and manufacturing guarantee you the highest quality and performance available. Stop by your local showy dealer and see why team riders like Kevin Windham, Justin Barsha, Josh Grant, and Michael Essie demand Showy's premium level of comfort, safety, and performance. Showy, 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 Drop the sound of acceleration. Influenced by riders, racers, and outdoor enthusiasts on the tracks and trails of Colorado, the revolutionary Drop formula was created as a solution to energize with clean and natural foods. The Drop Nutrition Bar is a superior food that delivers energy-infused nutrients and protein to meet the demands of today's toughest athletes. Used by top racers like Kevin Windham, David Pingree, Jimmy Albertson, and many more, Drop Nutrition Bars use high-quality natural ingredients and no preservatives and are gluten and soy free. Available in four delicious flavors, honey graham, chocolate chip cranberry, and blueberry. Order now by going to www.dropbar.com or call toll-free at 1-855-8-DROP today. Mention Pop MX and receive free shipping on your first order of two or more boxes. Like us on Facebook or follow us on Twitter at Drop Nutrition Now. Drop Nutrition Bars, accelerate your body and mind. Is your bike missing that final piece of the puzzle? Does it feel like you're just coming up a little short? Can your bike use more power? It's easy to get noticeable power gains throughout the entire RPM range with the Black Ops Moto Ignition Coil. Install one now and you're set for the tracker trail. What this innovative product does is increase the energy at your spark plug gap, which allows more energy to be released in your combustion event. Besides the power increases, you'll get better starting, quicker throttle response, and then expect to be impressed. The Black Ops Moto Ignition Coil is available for two and four strokes, as well as vintage machines. Used by Michael Lessie in Supercross, Matt Lemoyne, Gary Semix, and other top riders. Black Ops Moto is happy to provide the Pulp MX Show listeners a 15% discount off their order if they call in and mention Pulp MX. Dealers and distributors are also welcome. Check us out at blackopsmoto.com and like us on Facebook. Learn what others have discovered and feel the instant improvement for your bike.
Yeah. Welcome back. Pulp Mech Show. Some DLR hailing. Guy in the chat room says, uh, tell Matt there's nobody listens to this 80s crap anymore. You're right. And that's why this is from the 70s. So, suck it. Uh, Unchained uh, uh, Van Halen. Uh, I'm getting into a little more DLR. He's not better than Sammy, Greg. Well, but that's good lake music. I love it. Good lake music. Yeah. It's good anytime uh, music. I don't know. I it's good don't life know. music. I guess. Um, hey, th- welcome back to the show. I uh, appreciate it. Uh, did you know you can save at uh, btosports.com by using the code PULPMEX? Check it out. Um, and uh, if you need something from btosports.com, use the code. Uh, hey, Atlas Brace, born in fuel from a racer's perspective, designed by a racer and refined over a three-year period by a team of engineers and biomechanical experts, then tested by some of the top professional riders in the world. The end result delivers innovative features, Comfort, simplicity, and adjustability. Simply put, the Atlas Brace has it all. AtlasBrace.com. Weimer's got one. Villapoto's got one. And, uh, of course, uh, the Atlas Brace um, owner, Brady Sharon, in studio. He's got one. Um, Brady, we did a, <laughs> I got a couple, yeah. You got a couple. <laughs> uh, did you pay for retail or did you get a deal on it? Yeah, totally. Uh, we, we did a contest um, a couple weeks ago, maybe it was just a week ago now, where you gave away three braces. Yes, we um, did. In on, honor of RV's yeah, three championships. Three championships for RV. You gave away three Atlas neck braces. It was a social media contest. You had to tweet myself and RV hashtag hashtags. Uh, thanks a lot for that, by the way. That's awesome. Uh, yeah, you and RV loved it. RV goes to me, "Hey, what are we doing for that contest?" I go, "Dude, you got to pick the winner." He's like, "Make it stop." His Twitter was filling up with so many people. You know yeah, what I mean? You should be used to that. Though. I know, but it was kind of funny. I'm just like, "Dude, we got to pick three winners." Like, you know, you got to look at them. So he did, and he tweeted the guys back. Uh, and a girl, uh, the winner, Adam Goling, Brittany Correa, Correa, and Nick Schmansky are the three uh, uh, winners. Um, three lucky recipients. Three lucky recipients. Um, did you get him? Because he just texted me. Will Hahn. Oh, he said, try him again now. <sighs> Sorry. Sorry, bro. Oh, I got to call the guests for the show. Oh. It's not your job to call the guests for the show. Anyways, um, so, yeah, thanks for doing that, man. I appreciate it. Yeah, no Three problem. lucky people. Uh, three E in honor of RV's three championships. Yep, and also for everyone who wasn't a fortunate winner, we also have a, uh, a discount code that we did for Pulp MX. And uh, if you go to atlasbrace.com on your order and, and check out, if you enter the code PULPMX, you get 20% off. Yeah, good deal. And then you're giving pros at the Atlas neck braces, man. Uh, yeah, we have awesome. another program. We, yeah. we did this for Supercross where every AMA pro that's racing uh, a couple Supercrosses can, you know, send us an email and we'll get them a brace so we can try it and uh, get more guys on the, the neck yeah. brace program. Right, yeah, fantastic. So we're, right. we're extending that out to, to outdoors. So anyone, any AMA pros riding outdoors, if you want to give an Atlas brace a shot, hit us up and we'll get you hooked up. All right, let's, with that, let's get to our first guest of the night, uh, although we're gonna, we don't count JT as a guest. So uh, this guy's our first guest of the night. He had a terrific uh, Las Vegas Supercross, and it was an exciting main event. And he is your 250 Supercross East Coast champion, Geico Honda's Will Hahn. What's up, Will? Uh, not much, fellas. What are you up to? Uh, not much, man. Brady Sharon is in here and uh, Greg Albertson. So. Speaking with the champ. Perfect. What's up? Yeah. Okay. Right on. Let's do it. Okay, so – Marvin gets by you. Well, first of all, your hand is jacked up. Your your hand hurts, right? You, yeah. So I I of course everyone saw it. Now I ended up going down the last you know twenty five yards of the last practice session. So yeah. uh, total brain fart and went down. 
went back and regrouped and like, you know, it was swelling, it hurt, whatever. Asterix helped me out and Dr. G and uh, just kind of went up in my locker, turned the lights off and just sat there and just, you know, we just tried to focus on the, the 15 laps. You know, I had 15 minutes that I had to uh, basically go all out and do everything yep. I can, you know, uh, to make it happen. But uh, I'm not going to say it didn't hurt like hell. <laughs> um, so you're in the main event. Muskan gets by you. What are you thinking? Are you are you saying, "Hey, I got to make a run at him," um, but you you know your hands sore, or were you like, "I just gotta hope Bowers gets it done at that point"? Like, what was going through your mind when the guy you had to beat, um, you know, passes you in the main event? Uh, my mind was honestly, I, I I imagined a lot more stress coming in <laughs> okay. to the main event. Yeah. Like, I, I thought that you know, no matter what, like it was going to be the longest main event of my career. Um, but that main event clicked off quick, man. Cause I think that at the beginning I was just honestly chasing Tyler. I didn't, I didn't look at anything else. Right. I wasn't very successful. I didn't, I didn't reel him in. Um, <laughs> uh, but no, Marvin passed me and, you know, we went up high in the tough blocks like right. that. And at that point, um, there was scenarios going through my mind. Like, okay, do I just go lay it in, lay it into him? Right. You know? Right. Right. Um, but I was in a position where I felt like if I hit him, I was the one going down because I just didn't have much strength in my hand anyway. So, okay. Or if I hit it against him, I'm like, I'd be on the knees, you know? Yeah. So, um, basically, did he pass me? And I tried to just, uh, my game plan was like stick as close to, I can, uh, so as close to him as I can. And if right. he gets by Tyler, hopefully I do too. Um, right, right, right. So, to me, it was just uh, basically, I don't know, all up in their hands, man. Like, it was out of my hands. I gave it. Uh, um, everything I had and tried as hard as I could. And it was kind of one of those things where I just was like let back and that would ever happen because that, that was those first 11 laps before he passed me was every single bit I had, man. Right. Well, that's just it. Like some riders, I think you deserve props because some guys might mentally unravel, panic, freak out. You know what I mean? Like there's a lot of wrong decisions that could be made there. And you, you were like, okay, you didn't, you know what I mean? You kept it together and, and okay, he got me, but you stuck on him and, and you know, he pulled away a little bit, but I think when I was thinking about questions for you today, I'm like, that's got to be a really difficult thing to do. What do I do now? You know? Well, it, it really was because two things. Um, well, there's a lot of, lot of we, I benefited from having, you know, we had a good rivalry. Uh, mm-hmm. Marvin was a great guy to me. I was great to him. I think we had a lot of mutual respect, and, and that made the, everything easy. Um, we could talk to each other and not and not be awkward and not be rude and not hate each other all that. Um, I think we were genuinely happy for each other when each of us got wins. Um, uh, and not, not only that, but man, I, so he passed me and I feel like it was, uh, I was still in the driver's seat at that point. Right, so for right. me, he, uh, I, I had everything to lose and he had nothing to lose. So um, he was able to go all out and, and do what he had to do and lay everything on the line and he did. Right, um, right. But I was in a position to where I think if my hand had been on a little bit better condition, I feel like I could have hung it with him. Mm-hmm. Uh, I would have liked to be closer. Um, not to say I could have beat him because, you know, both those guys, Tyler yeah. and him, rode awesome last night. So, even though he had a notch, I'd like to think that I would have gone out and won. Because, uh, man, I felt awesome all day. I can tell you, in practice, the whole whole day up until that crash, that was one of my best practice associates since earlier in the year. I felt like Atlanta and St. Mm-hmm. Louis. Like, I'm like, man, I'm, I'm back to, yeah. I'm, I can win tonight, you know. You were fast in the whoops, too. Yeah, you looked like you were hammering those whoops, like, First few laps of practice when they were big and nasty, and you were you were flying through them. So yeah, no, I, I felt I felt really really good. 
Yeah, you always, man, I've noticed Will, even at the test track, man, his bike always looks good to the whoops, and he always, he's always one of the fastest guys to the whoops, and I was just kind of wondering, you know, what, what do you, what's your take, Will, on, on, uh, I know after, what was it, was it Salt Lake? That, Salt Lake, yeah. That people were giving the Geico bikes trouble about going to the whoops, you think that, what, what's your take on that deal? I mean, you seem to never have problems going to the whoops, and I, I feel like maybe the bikes are, got a little bit of a bad rap that, uh, that round. Uh, I think there's a lot of scenarios that played into that. Um, I can't say that it wasn't an issue because I think that we addressed it after that. Mm-hmm. Um, we, even, we even made better, you know, better games after Salt Lake going into Vegas. Um, but there's a lot of things that go into mind. And like you said, um, there was a lot of pressure on Eli that night too. So right. um, it was easy for him to make a mistake. And then if you don't come in, if you don't come into Roots with 100% confidence, you're going to hit him right. You're not going to go through him correctly uh, in my mind. So, um, you know, I think he was, you know, might have gotten a little bit defensive and, and just, you know, maybe sort of thinking too much. And, and it's just, it is what it is, man. And, uh, but I think we rebounded just right this weekend and proved everybody wrong that our bike's still, uh, if not the best, one of the best in the week. Yeah, that's, that's just the, the comment I wanted to make. As I've never seen you shut down from a set of whoops, and you've, you've always looked just awesome in the whoops at any, any track we've ever been to. So I just wanted to get your thoughts on that. Yeah. It's, I don't know. I mean, it's tough. I'm still. I think that they're, we're all kind of still wondering what happened there. So, <laughs> like, for a little guy, man, you, you're the you're a bad dude in whoops. Yeah. Well, you know, once in a while, it'll, it'll bite you. Like, there's not much leverage there. Right. Um, hey, um, what'd you say to Tyler Bowers when he pulled up to him after the finish? Um, what keg of beer do you want me to buy you? <laughs> <laughs> Name your name your keg. <laughs> yeah, I mean, say that. That's exactly what I said. I said, dude, you killed it. You rode awesome. Like, uh, you know, what right. more can you say about that? I was right. at a point to where I was in disbelief of what just happened. So, um, dude, that was a bit of a nail biter there, right at the end. I yeah. mean, literally by a wheel. Yeah, Bowers Ooh. backed off pretty good, uh, but he said in an interview that he he had it under hand. But he, you know, he had it. But yeah. you're right. But a little bit too close for comfort. <laughs> I if, agree. I, if I'm him, I'm a, I agree. <laughs> I agree. Um, uh, it was an exciting season. You know what, um, Will? I liked, I liked the fact in that in this sport, a lot of teams give up on riders uh, too soon. And you've had some tough years with injury. There's been a couple years where you haven't raced that much. And, you know, very easily the Geico guys could have, you know, not had you on there. And I feel like this is a great example for teams and riders to stick it out, have faith in each other, and you'll be rewarded. No, absolutely. I think that the worst part about our sport is that you have one bad year, your team, or not yours or whatever, a team could possibly give up on you. And you know what? I, I had that happen to me. My first year star racing fired me with a two-year deal. Right. Um, and I'm, I'm going to be, I'm going to sound bitter about that because I am bitter about that. So, <laughs> um, you know, it's just something that I feel like they give up on you too easy and they've done it with other riders and plenty of other teams have done it to other people. So, yeah. Um, and I think that this is just a, a, a good example of, you know, I, it, it says a lot to be comfortable with not only your personnel or you know, your mechanic, your bike, your setup, the suspension, the bars, the levers, the grips, you know, yeah. everything adds into something that um, you've got to get used to the whole package and, and you get to, you, you get to know your team manager, you get to, you, you get to know your suspension guy, your motor guy. And like, I mean, it, it sounds weird, but man, it all means a lot. Mm-hmm. And, um, I don't know. Not only, it's, it's everything, man. The, the whole package that the Geico team brings and the trust. And like I said, they, they saw something in me when, when I didn't. And uh, that's got to be one of the best things I've ever had. Uh, Greg, I like the fact that Tommy 
Will's brother came out to present the award to him. That was pretty yeah, cool. Yeah, absolutely. And I said something both to Will and Tom, and that's yeah. that's cool. That's you know, cool. It's a, yeah. a brother aspect, and I, I I wanted to talk to Tom a little bit more about it. But and it, it's it's cool seeing your younger brother, and I I know Will. You know, you guys are both. You guys are good friends, and uh, man, it's it's cool seeing you guys do that. And I, I couldn't imagine, you know, how that felt for both of you guys. So, man, congratulations! I know. Uh, it was unreal, man. I had no idea it was coming for that to happen and stuff. It was uh, definitely a shock to me, and definitely at that point, I was starting to really feel it hit and uh, just to keep my composure. At that point, trying not to cry in front of everybody. <laughs> <laughs> you actually, I was you held it together better than I thought. You really did. I I thought it was going to be over. So. Well, you know what? No matter how bad I cried, Kata would have made it, me look good last night. Exactly. It's <laughs> a good point. You're right. Uh, so your hand, you broke your hand or you've done something to your hand. You don't know about Hangtown. It doesn't look good, though, right? Or Do you want to talk about that or confirm anything? Um, or Do we know? Well, it's it's broke. That's what I know right now. <laughs> and uh, I'm flying to Dr. Ting in the morning, and I should know more tomorrow afternoon. Uh, and that, that's where I'm at right, right now. Right. So yeah. uh, it's it's definitely it's broken, and there's no, there's no doubt about that. But uh, yeah, I just go up there and I try to make the best decision with him, like we always have. And right. Unfortunately, he knows my body and and what what I do very well. Yeah. I've been a loyal customer, unfortunately. Right. So um, um, yeah, we just go up there and make the best decision that I can be on my bike healthy and and fast as soon as I can. Right, uh, 702-586-7857. If you have a question for Will Hong, we don't have him too much longer, but uh, call in and ask uh, the new 250 East Coast Supercross champion, Will Hong, anything you want. Um, so 450s next year, Do we? Oh, is that the plan? Yeah. You have to, right? Yeah. Yeah, Yeah. no, it's, uh, it's a must, unless for some reason they decide to change the rule like they do every year. Right, but, right, uh, right. Um, I don't know. Yeah, no, and, I, and you know what, I'm fine with it. It's something that's... Uh, I don't know. You can't be bummed when you're forced to move up, right? Like, yeah. Like, yeah. Okay, so we've been doing something right, so whatever. We'll take it the way it is and, and just continue my life to the big sky team and we'll try to close the Supercross next year and go there. I can, um, yeah. I mean, I'm giving my power to uh, replace the role of Kato. I mean, I don't know if I'd be that guy. Um, well, that'd be cool, yeah. Although it sucks not to run that number one. Yeah. You know, like. No, I mean, that's, that's the worst thing about it, honestly. Right. It's not the fact that I can't sit down here. It's basically just. Uh, I, could, I would take a, you know, I would love to run at number one. Right, right. Yeah, no doubt. Um, hey, so this, 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 uh, if there's, this injury could, could prevent the Pulpamex Will Hahn contract from going on. Oh, are you going to, oh, so this, there was no injury clause in the contract. You didn't say anything like that. Oh, I didn't, did I? I didn't, did I? Yeah. I, I got to get a no better agent. Clause. That's your fault. You need to get a better player. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the motocross industry. I got screwed out of this yes. one. Yeah. Um, yeah. You're committed. Uh, okay. Well, all right. Pulpa Max and Wilhan, we have a Starbucks helmet sticker deal working out going on. So if you ask me, I came out far ahead of the game. So uh, maybe so I will Now if I don't go and I just sit on the couch all summer, you have to send me bags of coffee once a week. <laughs> okay. All right. Fantastic. Did, did he thank the Ridgeline crew in his – this speech? He did not. Yeah. He did not thank Ridgeline Nation. No, but uh, that was that was my bad. That was my bad. I should have acknowledged yeah. the Ridgeline Nation last At next month's meeting, there could be a fine. So uh, <laughs> I would guarantee there is. Um, We're gonna take my trunk away for a week. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Go ahead and laugh. You two fuckers don't have a trunk. I, I did. Trey Kennard's got one. I, right. I, I drive it. I like it. Okay, it's don't make fun truck. of it. I'm very, we're very sensitive, Virginia people. I know. It's a okay. great truck. Right. I have a regular size truck, not a miniature one. Uh, very insecure. <laughs> <laughs> um, plenty of room in the Ridgeline. Um, Wilbur, um, how big of a, how big of a, um, 
an influence is Michael Rocco. Uh, he doesn't say much. He doesn't talk much. I, but I did have a talk with him while he was waiting for you to be interviewed by Racer X on press day. Uh, um, he was stuck with me. He had no choice, so we talked for 20 minutes. Um, I was, and I know Mike well, or I know Mike okay, but I was really impressed with some of his uh, some of his thinking and his philosophies and his thoughts on on you and the team in general. Uh, but talk about Mike Larocco a little bit. Um, it's something put how much uh, of an asset to the team he is in words. Um, he doesn't give enough credit, and you know what? He's so modest about it. Um, our setup comes from Mike. Um, believe it or not, he's able to hand us over a setup that works in Chippecost, and you wouldn't think so. The guy go out right a corner track, not hit any jumps, maybe hit a couple sets of loops, and go, okay, try this, and you're like, wow, where did this come from? You know, and how? How, you don't right, know, but right. the guy has an act for it and has, I don't know, man, he has a feel that he can set up any dirt bike. And, man, I, I don't know. And not only that, but I've, I've grown an English relationship with him over the last three years that, uh, and I'm so fortunate to have it because right. uh, I feel like we feed off each other something, and uh, he's brought the best out in me. He was able to find that and uh, dig it out of me. Man, it made me tough. And that's like when I broke my hand in practice, you're not allowed to be soft in front of the rock. Right. Just, uh, <laughs> right. No crying, you know, no no hugs, no nothing. Like, I just, I walked back to the truck, said I'm fine, and lined up, you know? Yeah, yeah. Wow. Yeah. And having, having that experience with him behind that, I mean, you can't put that in words. You can't put a price on it. You can't, yeah. you know, and you can't teach it. You know, so it's, no. that's perfect. No, and it's something that's, uh, man, I, I don't know. And, and like you said, I know a lot of people don't think he talks much. He doesn't smile and all this. But, man, I can say now that we're, we're the relationship that I have with him, man, the guy's funny and <laughs> he makes jokes all the time. I know you don't see that, but uh, I even got a hug from him Sunday night at the banquet. So, uh, yeah, that's big. Blowing people's minds. <laughs> that's big. Yeah, 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 no doubt. Well, hey, man, um, you're one of the best guys in the pits. I, I, I don't think there's anybody who doesn't like you. Uh, maybe Greg Albertson, but other than that, I can't think of anybody. Um, <laughs> I, guess I, don't, I guess I don't like anybody then. <laughs> if I don't like Will, yeah. I don't like anybody. Uh, and I think everybody's everybody's happy for you, man. Great job. Um, and and you know, props to Marvin too. Marvin wrote a great se- series in season two. So no, you know, I, absolutely, man. You can't take nothing away from him. And like I said, the the mutual respect that we had for each other, man. I I don't I don't even know how to to. Uh, that's another thing. I, I can't put it in words, man. I, I don't know how to explain how awesome it was to have a competitor like that and uh, to, to know that on any weekend we could race fin- or start to finish and, 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 and completely clean yeah. and be you know genuinely happy for each other. That's pretty rare. Yeah. Uh, well, enjoy, enjoy the title. Sorry about the hand. You earned it, though. Uh, thanks for coming on the show. And, uh, yeah, we'll talk to you soon, man. All right, guys. Well, thanks for everything. And, uh, Greg and Brady, take care, guys, and uh, have a good one. All right. All right you too. Congrats, congrats, Will. All right, thanks, guys. All right, see ya. That is Geico Honda. Is Will Hahn, uh, the 250 East Coast uh, champion. It sounded like he was in an aquarium. Yeah. So, hey, you know. Yeah. He's a champ. He's, yeah, he's a take what, after, after take what we can get. Can you imagine? That? Yeah, he's probably got, like, bitches and, you know, drugs and beer. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like, he's probably still. Just trying to get the guy fired. Nah, I'm just <laughs> he's just won a title, man. Yeah, it don't matter. Um, if you win, it doesn't matter what you do. Um, J-Law proved that. <laughs> yeah, exactly, right? Hey, uh. For the ninth year in a row, the Rocky Mountain region greets the summer season with a rousing blend of horsepower and cheers in the Lucas Oil Pro Motocross Championship roars into Thunder Valley in Lakewood, Colorado. Round two of the 12-round series. May 25th is one of the best tracks out there. It's close to Denver. Great viewing. And uh, they're coming on our show, and they're going to give away two tickets. 
All you have to do for, for these tickets, btosports.com has a team, KTM team. I need you to give me three riders that rode for them this year. They had three riders go through that team uh, that raced Supercross. I need you to name all three guys and the fifth answer, fifth correct answer to pulpamexshow at gmail.com will win two tickets to May 25th National at Lakewood. One of the best tracks out there. My favorite national of the year. Really? Bar none, yeah. Huh? Absolutely. You can see the whole track. It's yeah. a good spectator. Like you said, it's right right in Denver. It's awesome. Yeah, no, it's it's cool. And uh, um, thanks to uh, the Thunder Valley guys for coming on. And it's 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 really cool. I had to motocross the nations there. And uh, so, yeah, you give me the three guys that rode for KTM this year, BTO Sports KTM, and the fifth correct answer, we'll get a pair of tickets to Thunder Valley uh, National. So we're looking forward to that. Um our next guest rode uh, also the Thunder Valley Motocross of Nations, and uh, he killed it there, speaking of Thunder Valley. And uh, spe- speaking of killing it, he's also the 250 West Coast Supercross champion in a fantastic race in Las Vegas. He's Red Bull KTM's Ken Roxon. Kenny Rocks, what's up? How you doing, boss? I'm good. Just on the drive home from Vegas. Oh, I was thinking you're still partying, dude. I was thinking you're still wasted partying, celebrating that oh. title. <laughs> no, dude, we're on the lake today, wakeboarding, tubing. Nice. nice. Just had a good day with my uh, girlfriend's parents, and uh, my friends are all from Germany, so oh, okay. it was a fun day. Yeah, no doubt. Uh, congratulations on your title. Greg Albertson's in studio, and Brady Sharon from Atlas uh, Neck Braces also. Yeah, so, congrats again, Kenny. How you guys doing? I'm good. I'm awesome. Thank you. Good deal. Uh, the main event, man. You know, you were two laps away from not winning this thing. Uh, what a clutch ride to, to catch Martin Davalos, make the pass, and uh, and get the title. What's going through your head? You saw Eli in the lead, obviously. Yeah, um, well, our plan was before the race, um, going for the win, and um, and once we're in the race, then decide what's the best, you know? Mm-hmm. So we started off. I didn't. I did. I had a decent start. It was not the best, but not the worst. But then um, made passes quick, and... Uh, Got into second, and I made one mistake, I think about halfway, that was after the finish line. Mm-hmm. And I made one mistake, and that threw me off big time. And then um, Tomac was right behind me, and um, he just made the pass after the finish line. But I, I, I still wasn't going to stress, because if he was right in front of me, there, there was no no, no need for, for stress, because it was all good, and right. points-wise, you know. But um, I, he, he was hauling at that point, and uh, I just tightened up a little and did, didn't didn't really write that great. But uh, I saw him passing Martin, and then I'm like, man, I got to make it happen too now. <laughs> and especially after he passed him, Martin was still like quite a quite a bit in front of me. So he I'm was, like, yeah. dang, you know, I got I got to go. But uh, it, it's definitely easier to think that than doing it. But uh, one lap before the end, I uh, I could make a pass, which was. For almost the last chance I had. I mean, yeah. Um, but uh, I think it was it was a great race. I mean, Eli, he, he was he was going super fast. It was no doubt about it. But um, um, I could make the pass, and then um, just rode. I, I would say I rode a smart race. You know, I didn't. Mm-hmm. It, it's not easy to ride with a lot of weight. But uh, only finishing second was not not the, I was not the happiest with that. But uh, yeah. I mean, winning the championship in the end, that was all that I had to do. Yeah. And um, so there was nothing to be mad about. And um, so then I just got ready for the East West shootout, and that's where that's how I rode. I, I, I thought myself I rode maybe not the fastest, but all, I, I rode good. I felt really good, and I knew it was a really short race, but I grabbed the whole shot and then just rode a smart race and rode like like I like I normally do, you know, mm-hmm. without thinking about anything. Yeah. So that made that uh, sweetened my night. That was for sure. 
Yeah, 702-586-7857 if you have a question for Ken Roxon, the uh, 2013-250 Supercross West Coast champion. You could see, Kenny, in the shootout, you were a little more scrubbing, a little more loose and relaxed because everything was done. You know what I mean? You looked like a different rider or at least a little yeah. better rider, you know? Yeah, yeah. I, I That's that's how you ride when, when, when you have nothing to worry about. Right. And, um... Well, there was it was a cool battle with Marvin in the beginning. Um, you know, we we're passing back and forth, and yeah. I think I think that was a was a good race for the for the fans. Mm-hmm. But uh, I mean, Kyle Cunningham, he was going really fast too, so he was right there. You know, I could have yeah. not made any mistake, right. obviously. Right. But uh, just kept it through the end. Um, yeah, no doubt about it. Uh, from from a, from not qualifying in Salt Lake City to. Uh, to Vegas, uh, how was your week after after not qualifying? I mean, what did you read the internet? Did you just stay off the internet? Like, how did that go? No, I honestly did not look on the internet once. So after Salt Lake, I knew I had done a mistake. It was it was hard, right? To um, you know, to swallow that. But um, it was honestly, it was a pretty stressy week, I would say, because uh, we we sold our old house and moved into a new one. I know that was not the best to do before a championship, but <laughs> I am the kind of guy that I didn't care at this point, and I had to move out because we sold it a week before before Vegas, and I, you know I had to move out. Mm-hmm. So um, just did that. It, it, it was kind of stressy, but um, I didn't let anything bother me at this point. Just went to Vegas, and then uh, basically just relaxed on the drive here. You know, that was that was mm-hmm. uh, basically my my relaxed time, but. Uh, it's good that we pull it off. I would have been really mad if I wouldn't have. Yeah. Hey, what about uh, not having a heat race and just having your first race of the night be the main? Did you like that, or would you rather have had a heat to, like, warm up and figure out what, what was going on a little bit? Well, honestly, I just felt like I was happy that that was not a heat race. <laughs> but, right. so, I mean, I, I knew how Vegas goes, and we had those three practices, and then going straight to the main, it's, it's a different feeling, that's for sure. Right, right. But um, I just had, in general, it, it, I felt a little weird. I, I usually butterflies in my stomach, but at, at this point, it was a lot worse than I usually had. So, I'd say it's it definitely different. Right, right. And uh, so we just got off the phone with Will Hahn, and he's going 450s next year. Um, you don't have to, but are you? Yes, I'm going to, 100%. Yep. My contract is for 450s. I really, I mean, honestly, I haven't ridden the 450 in Supercross yet, but um, I don't even know yet. I might choose the 350. I, I have no idea yet. I yeah. just want to get the outdoor season done and decide yeah. after that. Right, right. Uh, Greg, uh, you and Jimmy Albertson went to Europe uh, a few years back when Kenny was coming on the scene. What, what's your memories of that? What do you? Man, all those guys, it's just like it's a tight group over there, and it was cool um, just seeing all those guys race, and I think we were there at a real special time with Marvin. Mm-hmm. And uh, and Ken racing each other, and then you had Hurlings thrown in the mix at the sand race, and man, I was I was blown away. And I don't think a lot of people really understood until they came over. But you yeah. know, I was telling everybody back home, these kids are for real. Yeah, and it's it, and it's cool that you guys validated that for me because you guys came over here and look, you're now you're, you know, yeah, the world, Supercross champion. So the the the, the, the last three 250 uh, world MX2 world titles are, are up until last year are now Supercross champions. Yeah, that's, you know, and that's too cool, man. It speaks for the GPS, doesn't it, Kenny? You there? All right, we'll try to get Ken Roxon back. Uh, probably still, you know, celebrating on the lake. Um, no, I went to Toshintal. When did you guys go there? When did you I race? I was there in 2010. You, weren't, you wouldn't have been at Toshintal. I was. You would have been in 11 maybe then? No, 09. 09, I went okay. to Toshintal. Uh, I did a little tour of uh, Europe. 
So Marvin had just got on the KTM deal. Yep, Marvin was on was the switching yep, back and Marvin forth. Marvin was on the, the KTM. Honda. Kenny was on the Suzuki. I went to Torchintel to watch the GP. Uh, Villeman was on Bud then too. But okay. I was blown away. My my report back to the America was like, hey, these aren't the old these aren't the old European racers. All these kids are scrubbing. They're attacking. They're, they're wide open. Um, uh, Frassard was great. Kenny was amazing. Like I'm like these kids are. You close your eyes. You don't know if you're in uh, Lake Elsinore or or Germany. Yeah, no, yeah I, I went to Lomel this year too. Yeah. Um for the donations and yeah, wow. All right, all right. I mean, th- th- those guys are on it. All right. Okay, we got Roxon back. Kenny, um, you, with yourself winning right now, Marvin coming up close, um, and uh, and then the World Championship. Looks like the GPs are uh, proving that they're quite the series with you two guys uh, setting up to be uh, championship contenders. Definitely. In my eyes, it has always been. I mean, right now, obviously, I think in my eyes, the the 250 series over there is um, not as strong as it was a couple years ago. I mean, we had Paul Land, we had Guarneri, we had Frussaw, we had so many people in the MX2, which they went up to MX1 now. Mm -hmm. But um, it's such a different thing no matter if you go from gps come over here it's hard but it because it's more stressy everything is a lot quicker and it's only on one day right. or as you can see with jimmy dakota for him from coming based from coming from a rush racing you know from mm-hmm. only one day and everything quick 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 to something that is super laid back it everything has its difficulty you know mm-hmm. no matter no matter what side you go but yeah. for a european to come over for Marvin and for me and to do that as great as we did, yeah. it, it's such an amazing feeling when I think about that because, I mean, obviously not a lot of Europeans came over and did that, so that makes things a lot better than they yep. than they would normally be, you know? Kenny, what was bigger for you, winning the Supercross title or winning the Motocross to Nations? What's bigger? What do you think? I think he needs better self. I'll, I'll answer him. for him. Yeah. Okay, yeah. The designations. Probably. You think? Yeah, I, you think? I, I, I think so. I don't know. I, I, yeah. A lot of these guys, their dream is it's to. The ultimate. Well, a lot of their dream is to race in America. You know what yeah, I mean? Like, cr- yeah. I how about agree. the fact that Kenny Roxon is the overall MX2 winner at the Motocross of Nations uh, three years in a row now? Um, Lakewood? Oh, yeah. yeah. Maybe four. Mm-hmm. Lakewood? Lakewood? Where did we go after that? <laughs> Lakewood? And then we went to. Well, I was. I feel like I would have been there. No. I feel like I can't remember. I'm oh, too for, hungover. Oh, uh, we were at. Uh, we were in France at. Uh, oh, um, yeah, Saint Jean d'Angely. Yep. Okay, so he won there. Yeah. So three years in a row, he's won the MX2 class. Yep. And this year at the Nations, I mean, the, he's gone. See you later. Like not even a race. You know what I mean? You know like, what though? Tuchetal is. I, I agree. I think he probably will, but I think uh, it's more of an American track, and I think it'll be a lot closer than maybe yes. the sand race or I the agree. hard packed track yep. of uh, Saint John. Well, yeah, depending on when I was there, it was still pretty hard packed, but I still still more American track for yeah, sure, you know. Yeah, it's got, you know, some jumps yeah, and yeah. I think it'll be I think it'll be good racing this year. Uh no, absolutely. And uh, um you know, and also too, he's going to be one of the outdoor guys. Um Kenny. Um Sorry guys. Oh, hey, no worries. Uh, uh, no worry. signal here. Uh what's what's a bigger win for you? This title, this Supercross title or the Motocross of Nations? What's um like I said, um GPs were super emotional for me because I came from what I've been working on for years and years and then coming into the factory team and just winning that title was a lot more emotional for me because after 43 years, I was the first German who won the title again. Right. It was such a huge industry, you know? Mm-hmm. And um, the Supercross series is definitely on top, though, because 
I have never had any experience growing up with Supercross. I wrote one race right. in Dortmund, but you can't really compare that. Right. So it, it, is, it, is, it was a brand-new thing, and then I did a lot of rookie mistakes in 2011, but I won my first Vegas main event. Mm-hmm. And then last year, with things going wrong all the time, and it's just, it's just a good way to finish it off in 2013. and just right. made, made, made me so happy. Uh, did you set it straight with Carmichael that you're not from Belgium? <laughs> that, that was, I thought it was hilarious, to be honest. But that at least funny. I have one thing to give him crap for, right, which right. I did. So yeah. it was funny, I thought. I thought that was pretty good, too. Hey, this guy's been on hold for a while. Uh, Brian, thanks for listening. What's your question for Kenny Roxon? Hey, Kenny, uh, congratulations on winning a championship. It's amazing to see you. Really good sand rider and European. Do well in Supercross. But uh, my question is, how does your current KTM compare to the Suzuki that you rode in Europe? I saw you ride at Thunder Valley, and you were hauling passing Andrew and everybody else. Um, yeah. Um, yeah. First, first of all, going? thanks for the congratulations. But um, it's a it's a long time ago that I rode this Suzuki, but it's kind of hard to compare because every year the bikes just develop more and more and more. But um, engine wise, the KTM is is way stronger than the bike I had. But the Suzuki just had a super good chassis and the suspension was unreal. I mean, as you can see, I didn't really need the the engine power, but did everything with how the bike handled. I mean, you could see in Thunder Valley, it was an altitude, and it's going uphill. It was not the best track for a 250, but no, no. still made it happen. So it has its plus and minus, I would say. Yeah, it definitely seems like a Suzuki still seems to be a good chassis. Yeah. 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 Right on. All right. Thanks, uh, thanks Brian. Um, Kenny, what track are you looking forward to the Nationals the most? Um, good questions. To be honest, I do not remember all of them right now, but um, I'm, <laughs> I'm actually excited to go to new places that nobody of the American writers know yet. Right, yeah, so yeah. I think that that's going to be interesting. And, um, yeah, I don't know. I really like the – I really like City, for example, because I've been there in uh, – uh-huh. I don't know what it was, for Loretta's qualifying race. Okay. But uh, in general, I, I really like that track. So, But there's a lot of cool tracks out there, that's for sure. I don't really have uh- a – favorite track in particular, I would say. Right, right. Uh, how is outdoor testing going? How do you feel? Uh, you know, um, you got one week off, and then you're, you're 24 motos, man. Yeah. I I think, in my eyes, it's been going pretty good. Mm-hmm. Um, I've done a lot of testing and, and riding in between San Diego and uh, Seattle. Mm-hmm. Um, we made some changes on the suspension. I actually went from, 50, from those 52 forks to the 48, because... In my eyes, they they work better for me. Mm-hmm. So these are the biggest changes I, we made. I think. Right, right. That's a huge. So change. We're, it's it's still to be a hundred percent with the suspension. It's always one of those things, you know. But um, right now, I think it's been going really good. So I can't complain. I'd say. Yeah, that's a big change for sure. Just more flex, right? Just more uh, more flex. Little, yeah, little feel, little I just feel. feel like I know where my front is more with those with those thinner forks. Mm-hmm. A lot of people. Don't I wouldn't say do not like him, right. but go back to the to the thicker forks. Mm-hmm. In my eyes, it follows the rut a lot more. Mm-hmm. So this is just my choice, and uh, KTM accepted it. And I think it's it's good that they that they think the same way as I do. I think it's the best what we do for the right. for the rider what what he feels best on. Obviously, we want to win championships, you know. Yep, yep. So I think it's good that they made that step, um, and uh, you know, make all of us happy. Right, right. Uh, how much have you been following the GPs? Um, does Hurlings lose a moto this year? Um, I don't think so. Really? He goes undefeated? 
<laughs> on this interview right now. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, he obviously he's a good rider. There's no doubt about it. Right. But um, like I said, I don't think the class is as um, as competitive as, as right. it was. Right. But I mean, he's doing good. Uh, it, it's it's still yeah. one of those things. I think winning a championship. Let's say you know, there's a saying that say it's easy, but to defend it is the hard part, you know. Right. So till now he's doing a good job. Good job. I mean, he has had a few moments. I don't know if you've heard about it, but before yeah. the first GP, he got hurt and yeah. Yeah. having a lot of crashes. It's very easy to if you think it's it's going good right now and it's easy. It's very easy to make mistakes. So yeah. I just hope for him. He's keeping his head straight and just stay focused over the whole time. That's for sure. Yeah. Hey, hey Kenny, it's. Brady from Atlas Brace here. While we're on the topic of, of hurlings, there, how does hurlings do in America? Um, I don't know. I think he told he told me or, or in general that he's not much of a supercross guy. If I'm not wrong, I don't. Right. I don't know. Want to talk crap about it? Yeah. So it's it's hard. No, to but say. even even outdoors, um, coming over having no supercross experience. I mean, obviously, I think he would he would go good. There's no doubt about it. But being after a championship is always one of those things. Um, I cannot say no. So I'm, I'm sure he would do good, do, do good when he comes over. What, what, but, about, uh, what about outdoors? The, yeah, outdoors is yeah. Um, is another thing. I think uh, when you come over, it's uh, or you think that it's a lot easier. Or I thought it was going to be easier than it actually was. Right. Not com- not uh, really about the competition. No. Yeah. But just... about everything around, you know. Right. Well, the thing that I've always heard from Tyler Rattray. And from other guys, uh, there's in America, you're not in the GPs, you have Saturday time practice and Saturday heats, and you know, Greg, how that goes. Yeah, in America, a lot of riding. I think we, we, we added it up, and I mean, the whole weekend, I think you almost put between two and a half and three hours on a motorcycle. In on, America, on you have two 15 minutes practice sessions wide open. Mm-hmm. Here you guys go, right? So, yeah, yeah um, it's I, I don't really have a problem with learning tracks quickly. But, I mean, it's for sure. The more time you have on a track, the better you go. That's just how it is. So Yeah, absolutely. Uh, yeah, you, you, don't, you don't have a lot of riding, but I think things make, the, make it a, a lot harder as the weather. You know, you're a lot more exhausted. Oh, I was a lot more exhausted than I was when I rode the GPs. Right, right. Even though it was more riding over there. Right. Um, well, hey, Kenny, thank you for coming on the show. I appreciate you making time for, for me. I'm sure your phone was blowing up. Uh, with a lot of people wanting wanting to get your time and and thank you again for coming on. Congratulations on the title, man. Absolutely, man. Thank you very much. Have a uh, good night. Thanks, Kenny. Congrats, congrats. Congrats. All right, yo, bye-bye. Uh, Kenny Roxon everybody. Um yeah, you know it, he doesn't like hurling. So like he doesn't want to talk too much about Well, nicely. who does want to talk about their competition? You no, know? I know. He's not but, a fan of hurlings, but it, it is interesting that he he does think he'll go undefeated. And uh another thing that's interesting is like hurlings I went to Lomel GP 2 years ago. Yeah. Um and Kenny was beating Hurlings, beating him. They were, you know, they had two minutes on everybody else, and uh, with like four corners to go or three corners to go, Kenny fell over and Hurlings won. Um, and then the next moto, Kenny fell early, so Hurlings won. So everyone goes on and on about Jeffrey Hurlings, and he's fucking a phenomenal rider. Don't get me wrong, but I'm always like, um, I'm always like, hey guys, like Ken Roxon, I saw it with my own eyes. Ken yeah. Roxon was beating him, you know, this this big sandmaster. Yeah, right. so, and, and it's like, different, too, like, you know, when Europeans come over here or Americans go over there, you know, it's a totally weird scene. Yeah. It's so much to get used to. Everything yeah. everything changes. Yeah. It's like a clean slate, you know, and yeah. you, that is cool to watch. You And you really, like, and I think, Brady, your question uh, is valid, but I also think, like, world-class rider is world-class rider. Oh, for sure. Yeah, like, oh, you, yeah. like hurlings yeah. would probably struggle the first year. 
and then he would, or I mean, yeah. struggling in terms of fourth or fifth. Yeah, yeah. And then so, he would figure it out. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And, and, and yeah. like, that's but just the way it, it is. And it's just, you know, that home, home right. advantage is so huge. Yeah. Like, I mean, I saw, you know, over here in the, the Nationals Outdoors when Rocks and, you know, he'd get top five or whatever, but, yeah. you know, not like blown past everyone. Yeah. Very respectable. Awesome. Right. Then I went over to Lomel and watched, and just because it was kind of a home deal, I mean, Roxham was just gone, right. and then the Americans were struggling. You know, it's yeah. just, it's weird to see yeah. the two sides of it's how actually, it plays out. All three of us were at Lomo for the designation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You, were, you were a mechanic there yeah. looking for mm-hmm. Chisholm. Yeah, and, that, uh, and Chisholm's a Florida guy, Sandrider, you know, dude. it's just a whole different ball game over there. Yeah. Like, we lived in Lomo, I, and it's, it's different. I, uh, I don't know about you guys, you, you were more focused on Chiz, but, and I don't know if you were there for Saturday or not, but that first practice session, you're like, Oh shit! Like the very first one, oh, yeah. when the track was smooth and everything else, and Dungey was five, six seconds off, and and every Baggett was four, and you're like, they're gonna have some problems. Yeah, yeah. but I mean to be fair, to be you fair, know. like you know, Caroli, your those guys, country they ride is there. gonna have problems. Your country was gonna have <laughs> yeah, problems. We had big problems. Right, right, right. Well, Puerto Rico. Oh wait, you're Puerto problems. Rico. Yeah. I forgot. We had huge problems. You weren't even America. <laughs> uh, JT, welcome back. Uh, yeah, I usually had big problems every time I raced. Right, right, exactly. <laughs> yeah. uh, hey, um, you know, we have this segment on the show called the BTOsports.com Tweet It Tits segment. And really? Yeah, right. we, yeah, we do. Cool. So we're going to... Is it better than the banging bars? It's got to be. <laughs> well, you know Tits isn't going to pick the best ones. Doesn't uh, matter. He doesn't ever really do that, but... Doesn't, uh, doesn't take much at this point. This is the BTOsports.com Tweet It Tits segment. It's the Tweets at Tits Q&A segment where your twatted questions find answers. BTOsports.com, one of the, 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 the world's leading retailers. Um, I just spoke to a, uh, an industry guy this weekend that said BTO is the wave of the future. That, that those, guys are, those guys are taking over and, uh, and they're doing a great job. Uh, how are they doing in the Atlas Brace sales? Are we good with BTO, Brady? Are, yeah, are we... awesome. Really uh, good. Do uh, you know if you type in Pulpamex, you get a discount? Yeah, I did. Perfect. Fantastic. Uh, BTOsports.com, check them out. And JT, uh, I don't need to tell you about BTOsports.com. I don't even need to tell you. No, I don't think you can tell me anything about BTO that I don't know. Right. Do you know what BTO stands for? <laughs> Definitely. It's not all the things you thought it was, built to order and all this stuff. <laughs> Be the one, bro. Did I say built to order? That's yeah. What, that's what Pookie said first. You're like, yeah, that sounds right. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Hey, they write me this check. I'm just such a <laughs> fucking idiot. I don't even know what this stands for. Um, all right. Um, these are the fans. Fans submit questions for Greg, for Jimmy, for Brady, for myself. Tits goes through. Uh, it, it spends. He spends three or four hours going through the the four to five thousand that that he gets. Hundreds of thousands. And uh, and he picks the very worst ones according to some fans. So um, let's get right to that. Tits. What do we got? Okay. Uh, Cody. He said that Racerex tweeted something about DeCoster calling out Villapoto at the banquet. Do you know what they're talking about? Uh, Can you people elaborate are so on? Stupid. Who said that? Cody. Cody. I said that. Cody's an idiot. Uh, yeah, he really called him out. DeCoster. DeCoster went up there and goes, "And Ryan, uh, you're a great rider. We're gonna keep gunning for you. Uh, you know what I mean? Like, no calling uh, out. I mean, it was uh, like props. Friendly, yeah. It was, yeah, it was." You got something to work at. Friendly this competition. Is the world, this is the world we live in where it's like, a, you, you know. Yeah, like it, I didn't see the tweet, so I was right. assuming, you know, maybe there no, was Roger, something. Roger was complimenting Ryan and saying, we're coming for you. You're a great champion. We aspire to be like you. And 
Oh, no. Like, he's calling him out. Yeah. He ripped his shirt off. Went, come on, bro. Bring it. Come at me, bro. Come at me. Come at me. So people are so stupid. No, it was great. It was fine. No worries. It was awesome. Yeah. All right. Uh, Kevin Bellinger wants to know how you guys think uh, Wilson will do Hey, did you like the Friday show, by the way? I did. Okay. I didn't think it was our best Friday show we've had, but I thought it was oh. good in general. Okay. They, they can't all be, you know, interesting. Just saying. Now you're a critic. <laughs> yeah. Uh, what do you think of our Friday Vegas show, JT? Did you enjoy yourself? I thought it was good. I did too. I yeah, I thought it was good. I, I thought we had some. Bad. I actually had a few people text me and say it was really funny, and they enjoyed it. Yeah. So. Hmm. What do you know? Whatever. <laughs> Can you get the next question, please? Yeah, I already asked it. Oh. How do you think? How do you guys Wilson. think that Wilson's going to do 450? This, this Greg Albertson. I don't know. It's tough. Uh, I let's fifth. Brady. I'd say top ten. I mean, it's yeah. it's it. I'll tell you after the first round. <laughs> oh really? Oh wow! Shocker! <laughs> Shocker! Uh, um, hey, I'm going to tell you how Ken Roxon will do after Vegas. Yeah. Uh, well. JT, what do you think? I think he's a five to ten guy. Um, he's late. He's late getting started. Uh, you know, not a good Supercross season for him. First year 450 outdoors. Uh, but he has better outdoors than indoors, I would think. So, JT, what do you think? I'll say that three to seven range. So three to seven. Well, I, I mean, are we talking series overall? Are we talking how he's going to do all summer? He just says in general. general. Okay. Yeah. That's, a, that's a fair. I, yeah, yeah, I, I think, think he's going to be fair. right in that yeah. area. Three, that's like, fair. you know, high point is going to be like a third maybe in a moto or something like that. And then, you know, if he has an off moto, it'll be seven, eight. Right. But he's going to be good. I, I don't know if it's just because I'm sick of Supercross, but I'm really looking forward to Hangtown. Yeah, I think everybody is. Like, I yeah. think it's going to be good. I, I mean, do I need to show you that photo of Stewart? Any, do I, need, I mean, he's ripped. Yeah. He's ready. You're, you're really digging a hole with the Monster Energy truck. <laughs> I know. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm actually going to blow it up as a photo and put it on their whiteboard. So that should go over well. Um, no, I'm looking forward to it. What else you got, Tits? Rick Ray wants to know who you guys think that KTM's going to go after to fill Roxon's spot on the 250 for next year. I think they'd Any be looking ideas? at Joey Savacci for sure. That's uh, what I was going to say. Yeah, I mean, um, if they fill it, I guess they would, right? They probably would want – I mean, you know, I don't know if they want two, three guys. Yeah, and, they might not fill it. Then. Yeah, they might not fill I, it. I, but, I would – I think that. I don't think they're going to fill it. Okay, so but if they did, Savacci? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that looks like kind of almost like they're testing him out right I think now. I'd rather have Povatelli than Savacci. You'd rather uh... – the only reason I would disagree is because Austin's a big kid. Yes. Yeah. 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 That's it. I, talent wise and all that. I mean, he can't help that he's a big kid. So that's what about, the thing. What about I think Pike? it hurts his start. What about Pike in two fifties? No. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Tits, what else? Okay. Um Tits is not into the show at all. Okay. I'm working on like four hours yeah. sleep. Matt Procell. Yeah. He says uh Ralph said that the 2014 Supercross schedule is going to be on Fox Sports 1. Yes. Do you think that this will be a good thing or bad thing, or will it make any difference? I don't think it's going to make a difference. JT? Uh, I don't think it'll matter. The people that are going to speed to watch the race are going there for a reason. Yeah. Well, yeah it's not, it's not like people are just skimming through the channels Actually, and like, oh, this happened to be on speed. Wait a minute. I think it's going to help. I just changed my, my mind. Because... Fox Sports 1 is going to be more of a stick and ball network than Speed, which had pinks and drag racing and, you know, motorsports. So 
may be the stick and ball folks who are looking for, uh, you know, NCAA or, or, or whatever Fox has, soccer. I think Fox is big on soccer. Maybe they, maybe they come across Supercross, and it helps. Would you consider your sexual orientation more of a stick and ball sport? <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, opinions? 20, either you two? I don't see it making a big difference. Okay, like, well, like you're JT wrong. Said, so you're wrong. I might, I okay. might be wrong. Right. You are. But, so you're, you're wrong. just going to be watching TV and see a three-hour broadcast, and, oh, I'm going to watch the whole thing if you're not into – I think with the way TV, you know, you have the guy, you're searching through, someone sees motocross, they're going to click on it whether it's on whatever channel. And if you're a guy looking for it, you're watching it anyways. Yeah. So I don't know. Tits, good job selecting that question. Yeah. Like it was a good one. Yeah. yeah. I just um, hope we get that channel in the, Canada. This next you probably won't. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> this next one's for you, Jason. Um, it's from Mike Bale. He says, why are teams so afraid to hire Weston Pike? I don't think they're afraid to. I just think that. We might beat them up. I just think they're kind of turned off to it, you know. They're kind of – even when he does good, they're just kind of overlook it, really, at this point because he's not on their radar of somebody they, they're looking to hire. Thank so, you. So, yeah. All right. Uh, open question from Jesse. He wants to know who you guys think will do better at Hangtown, Cooper Webb or Adam Cincerello? Cooper Webb. Cooper Webb. Brady? I haven't seen either of them ride – in person, so mm, I'm, I'm waffling. I'm not sure. I, I, I could go either way. I bet you could. Yeah. <laughs> I bet you could. Uh, <laughs> JT, what do you think? I'll take AC just because I think he's going to start top three both motos. Right. Everyone I talk to is very high on Cooper Webb. But, I mean, of course, the AC hype is, is almost – he maybe can't even reach the people the people that are talking about him, but I like Cooper Webb to at least to start. You know what I mean? Um, he's been on a bigger bike longer. He's been racing more. So yeah. I, I mean, I ha- yeah. Go ahead. Sorry. Okay. Oh, I, I have heard the same things about Cooper Webb, but I have not seen him ride. So I'm just kind of guessing. I'm really going only off the start. Right. I just and, think Centrillo is going to be right there. So I'll add this in. You know, with, with AC, if he's going to do it, he's going to do it on the program that he's on. Right, for sure, right, right. being with yeah. RV Alton, the whole thing. He's yeah. got he's got the right. No, he's got the road the map. Right, yeah, he's got the road map. <laughs> yeah. Has anybody ever done what he's done? He's not nah. raced one amateur national on a big bike. He's straight. He's, he's going straight. Monster straight. Energy Cup, that's and that's not, it. I, I know that's not, not even amateur national. Right, 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 you right. go off, you know, what the manufacturers no. call amateur we, nationals. He's coming off of an eighty. We can't think essentially. Of, we can't think yeah. of to racing at the highest level. That's pretty cool. It's ballsy, bro. I like it. Yeah, he's putting his balls on the line. Right up there on the bar pad. Just flip yep. him out yep. and Balls. let it rip. Balls out, bro. But he, he's pretty old, though. I mean, he's... Old? Well, as far as, like, norm, typically by being... Mean. By the time a kid is 16, he's had plenty of time on a big bike. True. Is what yes. I mean. Yes, they're, they're, So it's kind of yeah. like time to go, you know? Like, whether or not he's been on a big bike for a long time or not, he's kind of of age where he needs, you know? Right. Everybody else was already making it happen by now. I think if you look at the past on amateur racing, the, the kids that have timed out a big bike... Have done, or I'm sorry, a 80 bike or a mini bike have done better. The guys that could ride an 80 till they were 14, 15 yeah. years old, Ricky got to do it. James rode it pretty late. Uh, Jeremy Martin rode. He's one of the more recent ones to ride because it's been a trend to get on a bigger bike early. But as fast as you I can, think, yeah. Uh, yeah, I think the more experience you can gain on that mini bike, uh, I think the yeah. with the, with the height it, issue there a little bit. You know, you can only push it so fast. Mm-hmm. 
It's just um, sheer size. All right. Speaking of that, we got a listener who actually wants to speak about this topic. Paul, what's up, man? What's going on, Steve? Um, I think Cooper Webb's going to be better than Cincerello because that mini was this year. Cooper Webb was on the 250S and was just destroying everyone in the A and Pro class on the 450s, including uh, Shane McElrath. Okay. And there we um, go. I was, I was well, well, yeah, Shane from you in the amateur scene. Right, right. Man, that's good, but I, I think uh, they've figured out Shane was going to ride outdoors. I don't think he is anymore. So they know he's they not. They, he's they know he's not ready. Yeah, so um, I. Uh, right. I don't know if that's a fair game, but I know he did go to Oak Hill and, and those spring nationals, and right. he was hands down the fastest guy there. So, yeah, it's hard to bet against Cooper, and I think that's that's why my money's on him. Thanks, Paul. All right. Bye. All right. See you. Okay. Tyson Stiegel. Mm-hmm. It's an open question as well. I bet it is. Everyone assumes that all the riders love attention. I just got a text from Pookie. He said 292 with a bomb. Yeah. <laughs> so just um, – Love the attention and TV time, but he doesn't think that's the case. Can you name of any writers who you think dread doing interviews and podcasts? Ryan Dungey. Most of them. Yeah, Ryan Dungey. Uh, Blake Jason Dungey. Thomas. <laughs> First of all, you're not a writer anymore. Let it go, bro. Um, uh, I, I dreaded doing your show whenever it was. Uh, I was kidding. <laughs> Think there's yeah I think there's a lot of guys I don't think it's I mean Will Hahn Ken Roxon we just had two guys that I think enjoy it yeah or good I, I, speakers, I don't think you know? there's too many guys that go man I can't wait to stay here late and do interviews right you know oh it's part of it you have to accept yeah. it you yeah, know yeah. it's good to do yeah. it right but yeah I don't think there's anyone that's like yeah. super pumped about it yeah I don't think Ryan likes doing that stuff you know don't think he enjoys it. Dungey or Villapoto? Dungey. Oh. Yeah, Villapoto doesn't either. Although he's different with me a little bit because we're 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 okay with each other. But I think there's times where he's like, oh, I gotta do but that. You know I, I mean? think the hard part for these guys is you know some of the top guys they just get pulled in a billion different directions. Everyone yeah. wants an interview. Everyone wants an yeah. autograph. Everyone yep. wants their underwear, their jersey, their what you know. Their, right. I think at the end of the day, it's not that they don't want to specifically do an interview with that guy or that time. It's just like. Right, man, I've been doing it all the time. I don't want to do this show. <laughs> I mean, you know. So, all right, all right. kids. Collie um, Larson. He uh, said that there was a tweet. I uh, didn't say who, but there, there was a possible reduction of CCs in the MX1 class and the GPS. Yeah, they're talking about it. Um, I got. I tweeted that a little while ago. Um, they're talking about making one GP class a 350 class. So you you bump up a 250 or you bring down a 450, maybe make it a 400 class. It's ridiculous. Guys it's fucking six to one, half a dozen the other, isn't it? They've lost their mind over there. Well, they got 20 guys for the premier class in yeah, Bulgaria. I, I so don't they're know. like, I kind of think it would kind of be cool. Okay, well you're wrong. Well, uh, you, so, you got to. I mean, they're trying to expand this series. Okay. I think they want to be more like MotoGP. They're going to different countries. It's hard to fill gates. They've already done it with the super final deal. I think it's a cool. It's hard to fill gates because they don't pay anything. They, there's nobody making any money. There's no teams making so money. Even there's if no, they there's did, nobody even making if they, any money. Even if they do pay, the guys that are – say they did pay whatever we're paying, which ain't much, it's right. not, it wouldn't make a difference. It's enough for you, you to create your bike and go to Thailand? We don't have 20 guys on the line in America. We have 80 guys fighting for 20 spots every weekend. Why is that? Because there's a ton of people riding in California and throughout the whole – well. United States. You go five years ago. How many people riding in Thailand? Are you going to get back there or Brazil or whatever? Five years ago, those GPs had no problems filling the gates. And if there's ever an eye opener, the economy is better than it was five years ago. Things are better than it was five years ago. And they're getting worse 
Isn't it isn't it crazy expensive to enter the GP series though? Yeah, yeah. I think it's like fifteen yeah. grand per rider. Yeah. Yeah. And they, although they do step they did step up and, and, and increase this travel stipend this year for Thailand and um Qatar and all that, they're helping out a little bit. It's still a drop in the bucket for these teams. I mean, I just they've lost their minds over there. They they're fucking up what is once a great series. I'm and, not going to say too much because I I want to go to Motocross of Nations and I don't want to be jailed by <laughs> Longo when I go there. What's well, the reasoning for changing the CCs and the, the all Because they don't have enough riders, so they're like shit. Like, but what how are, is that going to change anything? Because they'll make one class. Oh, one yeah. class yeah. instead of oh, yeah, yeah. Okay, they'll make one class. And speaking of that, what about Jimmy D? Another po- another <laughs> another poor result. <laughs> Come on, Jimmy. Pull it together. Ooh. All right. Tits, what else? Okay. Stephen Kane uh, wants to know, do you think Stewart will finish this whole motocross season? Greg. No. Brady. Yeah, going off recent track record, no. I, I'd love to see it happen, but I'm going to go with no. JT. I want to say I want to thank Stephen Kane for being one of my VIPs this year, and then I'm going to say... Yes, oh. because he's so ripped. <laughs> he's so no, there's no way a dude, dude that ripped won't be. That's what I've been saying, JT. <laughs> You're finally someone on board with me. Uh, dude, I mean, when's the last time he finished a series? Yeah. Do, do we have stats on that? Like, yeah, it's not for a real. shot against him. It's just when was going, it? I... It would have been out, oh, Supercross, oh, Supercross oh, 2011. No, no, no. No, oh, oh, wait. Oh, wait. Supercross, oh, Supercross. 2011. Oh. Outdoors yeah, 08. Yeah, it was oh, outdoors. Season. Yeah, yeah, right. When Timmy Ferry pushed him, pushed him to the limit. Yeah. That's a long time. Um, What do you think, Tits? I don't remember the question. I was taking a phone call. I'm sorry. Stuart, finishing a series. No. Have you seen this photo? Have you seen him? No, but I don't even know what photo you're talking about. It sounds like it's Photoshop. Maybe it's not, but I don't think he'll. I don't think he'll make it all the way through. So anyway. Is the Hangtown? Is it going to be the battle of Alessi and Stuart at Hangtown? <laughs> Hey, what about Alessi getting top five at Hangtown? Me and JT are in on this bet. Oh, yeah, he's definitely going to get a top five. Look at this photo, Tits. Come here. Get out of your chair and look at this photo. You're, look. Right. He's ripped, bro. Are those tape on his nipples? Yeah. <laughs> he's got tape on his nipples for his jersey. But. I know, but Tits, now you tell me that man's not going to finish his series. It's a long moto is not enough body fat. You tape on that. his nipples. He's, he's so cut, he's going to freaking rip those things off. <laughs> cut those, slice those things right off. Uh, Benny, what's up, man? Hey, I've got a question. You guys were just talking about nobody making money in the GPs and all that. And I don't know if you've heard if, if many teams have been folding over there as there have been here in the U.S. Well, no, because you can't have a team – do the GPs unless you get approval and you put your money up front. You know what I mean? You only – like, you just can't show up. Different well, the, setup. Well, at local GPs, they allow two or three wild cards. But basically, the teams, there's 20 pre-approved te- – 20? Do, do we know, Greg? Yeah, uh, yeah I don't know. something like that. There's but... 20 pre-approved teams before the year starts. So Yeah, that's where that 15 grand per rider comes in. And yeah. you got to be assigned to the team. So you couldn't even just come in and say, oh, I want to do the whole series. Here's my 15 grand yeah. for my license and everything. They wouldn't if let you race. Yeah, you have to be assigned with that, like you said. Just it's, yeah. There's a lot more commitment there. In, in, you know, in the U.S., you can have a box fan. Yeah, I got a team, bro. Let's go. And, yeah, no, you know, yeah. next week can be yeah. done. Right. So. Yeah. Well, what about from year to year over there? Once the year season's over, have you heard of teams not coming back to that oh, role yeah. or whatever? Oh yeah, for sure. No, no, teams have come and gone. No doubt about it. Um, 
I can think of uh, Cass Honda. Um, I can think of uh, what's the other Honda team besides Cass? There was one. Um, oh, did it uh, go away? The um, it's Martin now, of course, but there's um, another Honda team that's L and S. L S. L S Honda. Sorry, are they still there? L- I don't know if it is or not. Yeah, uh, they had who? who did De- I think Decker was the last rider that rode for him, and then yeah, he, no, he def- left midway. Definitely, Benny. The there's been teams that you know come and go for sure over there. But like I said, it, before the season, they kind of have their twenty or whatever number of teams, and and they're set. So. Right, right. All right. Well, thanks, guys. Thanks, it's going to rain uh, yellow at Hangtown. Go Stewart. Yeah, Benny. He's <laughs> cut, bro. He's cut. <laughs> I like Benny. I'm going to give him his co-host. Um, what else, Tits? All right. Last question. Tits was hates Stewart, by the way. So it, it no, paint. Yes, you do. You are not a Stewart there, there fan. There are a lot of writers that I dislike a lot more than Stewart. Come yeah. on, bro. I'm not a fan, but there's just no, not no. being yeah, a no, fan no, no, and no. hating Yeah, yeah, him. no, no. But I think he's pretty low on your list. And that's it's okay. I mean. You're not cut he, like him, so you're angry. The, he's somewhere in the middle. He definitely doesn't make you cream your pants. No. That's for sure. No, no, no he doesn't. Not many people do. <laughs> Who's below him? Who's your worst? Has it been a guest on the show? Like, we had, are we had... Josh Hill. Really? Bottom of the really? list. Yeah, not a fan. What happened? Just. Why do you hate backflips? Old news, right? <laughs> <laughs> That's old news, right? <laughs> That's a good one. Yeah, yeah. That's what it is. It is. Hill bagged on you for the yeah, news. Yeah, he did. Back when I was in my infancy on this show, really insecure. Was that it? Yeah. Well, no. That that was that was the icing on the cake. Tits, it, it, we had a thing where Tits read the. Sorry, t- t- we had no, a Tits no, read no, thing no, where. No, I where, just said it. That's what I said. Right. I said. <laughs> tits read the news and we commented on it, and he just picked the headline from Racer X, and I guess it was a little old or something. I don't know. So Hill was in studio, and Hill's like, "That's old news, bro." And, and then all you guys started jumping in, bagging on me. Oh, I remember it. I, I was living. Your therapist, like on the playground. Yeah, your therapist knows it too. I didn't I'm sure. Sleep for days. I was. Josh so Hill, huh? Yeah. Mm-mm. But it's Watson's guy. I don't care. Okay. But it goes back to before when uh, Dungey was winning. What are you his doing? His first 450 year. I, I was wearing it backwards the whole time. That's why my. I, I know. Well, you. Thanks for telling me. <laughs> Him and uh, Villapoto Hill, they're all battling. You know, Hill got a couple wins and whatnot. You know, talking trash on Dungey. Yeah, it was kind of you know the beginning of it. And then uh, Hill talked trash on Dungey and got a couple of wins. Tell me, it was his first four, uh, Dungey's first four fifty year. I do remember Hill saying, "I don't care how I do, I just want to make sure I beat Dungey." Oh, Stuff did like he? Yeah. yeah, yeah. I do remember so him saying that, that. That was the start of it, and then the in studio deal, icing on the cake. Okay. There you go. All right. Now doesn't you take, know. It doesn't take much to get him off your No, 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 dude. He's no, a unique – <laughs> It's he, you don't know his trigger points. It's yeah. all right. No. Matha says it's tricking hard. So yeah, he does. It's, right. all, it's, all, it's all good. Right, right. Um, all right, Tits, what else? Right. Is it, or is that it? Crap. No, there's one question, two parts. Who kicks these questions? Matthew Owen. He wants to know who you guys think made the most money during their entire career. Ricky Carmichael. Ricky Carmichael. Yeah, yeah, yeah by yeah. far. By far, right? Hands I mean, down. Yeah. I mean, McGrath may uh, not. I think Carmichael would be in another world, though. Yeah, His bonuses are big time. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Post and then Jason Thomas is about three hundred and fiftieth. I would say good? Chad's getting up there, though. If, if Chad keeps racing for a few more years, he's going to have to be close, <laughs> just longevity wise. He likes Chad Reed, okay? He, like, he likes Chad Reed. No, no. I mean, I'm being serious. I think Wyndham. Those guys just they race so much longer than Ricky did. Right. You know, I think per year it's it's in a different realm, but they're catching up on years. You know, Ricky only raced for ten years, and the yeah, last tenth year was a partial year. You know, who made a lot of money was Villeman, JT. <laughs> yeah, he did. 
It's great. He's a good rider. He deserves it. <laughs> <laughs> but but even the length of the career of Carmichael, I mean, he was racking up championship bo- bonuses on top of everything else. Oh, I know. I, you know. Yeah, trust yeah. me, I, agree, I understand. If it's year by year, it's not even the same breath. But I just think, like, every year that these guys make a couple million and a couple million, you know what I mean? It's adding and adding and adding and adding. Well, Timmy – or Timmy <laughs> – Oops. <laughs> what a slip up. Pavlovian uh, uh, Ricky wrote 10 years? 97 yeah, to 07. 97 to 07. Right. Chad's ridden now 11. So, you know, and he's got maybe another year or two to go. I mean, no, no, I'm, I'm And when, Wyndham's got 19. Yeah, you know? Kevin, I'm, I remember hearing like no fear numbers back in the day when everything was going right. good and just what he made off a of gear. Yeah. Yeah. If Kevin Cole Canary, he made 8 million his best year. And I. Really? Uh, from the gear wow. number that his I heard. His best year ever? Yeah. Holy shit! Wow. Yeah. So I'm just saying, like, you start adding stuff like that into the factor of 19 years, and yeah, yeah. yeah. You know uh, who's made the, a lot of money quietly? JT, you probably know who I'm talking about. Nick Way. Y- yes, very good. Boom. Nick Way has made a lot of money, like under the radar podium guy. You know, made the podium a couple times, and, and never been a superstar. He's made. He's had a nice career. <laughs> Nick Way. I would say he's one of the most financially secure guys out there. Well, because he's cool. cheap ass wow. too. Yeah, for sure. Okay. So. Good for him. So draw a line from when Choose Your Rider retires. Who's made the most money post-retirement? Uh, you Still mean like RC? since they, since they S- retired? Since yeah, they retired. So draw a line when they retire. Oh, I don't. Yeah, good question. I don't know. Albertine, I heard Greg Albertine <laughs> got, did pretty good with his real estate stuff. Yeah? Greg Albertine. Yeah. You said Albertson. Albertine. He's talking about himself. I know. Talk about Shane Drew about that. So, yeah, yeah Greg, I heard that Greg Albertine did real good. Uh, are you talking about just stuff. life in general or from moto related? He did, he did not. All, all okay. of the well, above. Just whatever. At yeah. one point, maybe, but uh, no, no, obviously no. we had problems. Okay. How's Villeman doing with LeBlack? Uh, that's JT. <laughs> I mean, I, I think JT's VIP pass got pulled. <laughs> yeah. There's no he's not doubt. On the, he's no. not on the guest list. No, though. there's no doubt. I would take McGrath for sure. Yeah. Without a doubt. Okay. That guy's got, he's got like, all kinds of stuff going on all the time. All right. That's it. Old news, right? All right. Uh, oh, it's yes, old news. Yeah. Constant reminder. <laughs> <laughs> we got to get Hill on the show. Uh, Maybe the coster. That guy makes a lot of money. Yeah. Um, okay. And he's been retired for like 40 years. <laughs> right. right. <laughs> got a lot of time. Yeah. yeah. Uh, all right. JT, we'll bring you back in a little bit. Thanks, buddy. All right. See you. All right. Uh, Pulp Mech Show presented by BTOsports.com. Fly Racing, Race Tech Suspension, X-Brand Goggles, NFAB Jeep and Truck Bars, Showy Helmets, Free Gun Underwear, Works Connection, Tech One Designs, FMF Racing, Donnie Emler is coming up, Brat Bars, 810 Solutions, W Wheels, Black Ops Moto, and of course Atlas Braces. Brady Sharon is in the house. Greg Albertson is here. We are going to take a commercial break, come back, uh, and talk some more crap on everybody. And uh, just check out Instagram, everybody's ripped. All right, see you in a little bit. This is Ryan Villapoto, ride from Monster Energy Kawasaki. You're listening to the Pulp MX Show. Beep. The Pulp MX Show is brought to you by BTOsports.com. Whether you are looking for new gear, helmets, boots, or you need to rebuild your bike from the ground up, BTO is your source for all of your motocross needs. As a proud sponsor of the BTO Sports KTM race team and the heart of the BTO Sports amateur motocross team, it is obvious that we are about more than being just a store. We support the sport that supports us. Us at BTO Sports want to give back to you, the listener, for supporting us and the Pulp MX Show. Use coupon code PULPMX when placing your order at btosports.com for a VIP listener discount. Certain brand restrictions will apply. 
If there's one item to be picky about, it's choosing the right helmet. I'm Andrew Short, and I choose the F2 Carbon from Fly Racing. You too can wear the exact same helmet I wear, Trey Kennard wears, Jimmy Albertson wears, and many others. The F2 Carbon is a helmet loaded with details that make a huge difference in comfort and safety. Lightweight materials, phenomenal airflow, and a super comfortable sweat-absorbing liner and generous eye port design to accommodate any goggle choice are just a few. And did I mention how super trick these helmets look? Straight off the shelf and onto the racetrack. If you are looking for one amazing helmet, look no further than the F2 Carbon from Fly Racing. For more information about Fly Helmets and other products from Fly Racing, visit them on the web at flyracing.com. Get the personalized suspension set up with top-of-the-line components you have always wanted. Racetech is the world's largest motorcycle suspension modification company. Racetech is an industry leader providing Racetech high-performance springs, gold valves, and G3S custom series shocks. Racetech products and settings are 100% guaranteed and made in the USA. Save yourself 20% by mentioning Pulp Show 2012 or putting that as your coupon code. Racetech Gold Valves provide a plush feel with drastically increased bottoming resistance. They offer do-it-yourself gold valve kits, or you can send your stuff to our suspension pros to do the work for you. The choice of Rock River Yamaha, Rockwell Fire Police MX, RF Motorsports KTM, and the Motorsport JBR Spine Chillers Racing Arena Cross Team. NFAB is the undisputed leader in high-quality accessories for your truck, Jeep, and SUV. For products that are as unique as your vehicle, check out NFAB Off-Road Accessories. From nerf steps and lighting accessories to the all-new Adjust Step and Endura Step. NFAB has you covered. NFAB products are handcrafted in the USA, delivering unsurpassed quality and durability with cutting-edge style. Available in cab length, wheel-to-wheel, and fed access models, NFAB nerf steps offer the widest array of configurations to access your vehicle. NFAB also offers a wide range of mounting solutions for auxiliary lighting, including pre-runner light bars, light cages, and full replacement front bumpers. All NFAB products are backed by a lifetime craftsmanship warranty and a five-year finish warranty. To find out where to buy NFAB products, visit www.n-fab.com or call 866-806-NFAB. NFAB, truck products for truck people. You've tried other neck braces, but have you ever tried the one that's flexible? The revolutionary family of Atlas braces are the world's first flexible family of neck braces on the market. Designed to retain natural body mobility and range of motion. Gone are the days of wearing bulky neck protection that restricts your movement. The Atlas Brace family is fully adjustable and unique features like dual chest and back supports, independent chest suspension, a flexible split frame design, and a one-of-a-kind emergency release system set the Atlas Brace family apart from others. And our championship-winning athletes Ryan Filippoto, Jeremy McGrath, and Jake Weimer agree. You may have tried a neck brace, but you haven't experienced an Atlas Brace. It's 2013, and X-Brand is prepped for our biggest year yet. Racers of all calibers are getting wise and switching to X-Brand. Guys like Jimmy Albertson, Josh Strang, Les Smith, Bobby Canary, Austin Politelli, and many more agree. X-Brand can't be beat when it comes to superior foam, a comfortable frame, and simple optics that just plain work. Available in multiple flavors with all the options you need, like zip-offs, laminates, lenses, and nose guards. So head over to EKSBrand.com to order now and use the discount code PULPSHOW13 for an insane 30% off. X-Brand Goggles.
Listeners, it's time we talk about your underwear. Free Gun Underwear. Based down the road from Pulp Studios, Free Gun is the underwear for racers. Free Gun is worn by Michael Lisi, Ashley Fiolek, Albertson, Blows, Kurt Caselli, and a host of other action sports athletes. Why Free Gun? It's made of 92% polyester and 8% elastine, which means unlike your old school Homer Simpson cotton underwear, Free Gun wicks away any moisture to stay dry throughout the day. Comfort. From cross-training to racing, Free Gun becomes part of your program the first time you put them on. And style, construction, prints, and a wide band to let you show your true colors. If you ride, if you train, if you sweat, upgrade to Free Gun. Don't be a homer. Wear Free Gun underwear. Works Connection is proud to be a sponsor of Pulp MX because just like you, they're passionate and dedicated to the sport. For over 23 years now, they've been producing innovative products like their Pro Launch Start Device and the 123 Easy Build Elite Perch Line. Just take a look around the AMA Pro Pits and you'll see Works Connections proving ground for products under the canopies of Yoshimura Suzuki, RCH Racing, Star Racing, and other top teams. Plus, they now stock hints and clutch components, peg armor, ARC levers, and Fasco products too. Works Connection, your one-stop shop for cutting-edge products. Visit them on the web at www www.worksconnection.com and use the keyword PULPMX for 20% off your order or visit your local outlet and check out the new lineup of products for 2013. For 2013, Tech One Designs is back and better than ever with a new and improved website, new products, prices, and more. At Tech One Designs, we are now offering helmet wraps, GoPro wraps, smartphone wraps, and neck brace decal kits. Either pick from one of our present designs and add your colors, logos, name, and more, or design your own. You dream it, we'll make it. As a devoted supporter of the Pulpamex show and its listeners, we want to show our support by offering a 20% discount on your next order. So go to techonedesigns.com now and enter the discount code PULPMX20 at checkout to save money today. There are dozens of helmet brands on the shelf at your local dealer. How do you decide which is the right one for you? With over 50 years experience, Showing delivers a premium helmet with quality that is second to none. Many of our competitors rely on overseas manufacturers who they hope will build the helmets to their specifications. Every helmet that bears the iconic Shoei Hexagon undergoes a minimum of seven inspections throughout its week-long manufacturing process in one of our two factories located in Japan. Shoei's sole focus on premium helmet engineering and manufacturing guarantee you the highest quality and performance available. Stop by your local Shoei dealer and see why team riders like Kevin Windham, Justin Barsha, Josh Grant, and Michael Essie demand Shoei's premium level of comfort, safety, and performance. Shoei, Shoei, Shoei. Get ready, America, because WUSA is your number one source for quality wheel sets in America. WUSA offers all the top brands that you and the world's best racers know and trust, like Reed, Dungey, Millsaps, Tickle, Sealy, Short, and more. All rely on trust WUSA, because all our wheels are built right in our shop in Orange, California. And if you want it custom-made for your bike, like the world's best freestyle riders, Renner, Deegan, Adams, Madison, Mason, Sherwood, and others, you can choose different spoke and nipple colors for a completely custom look that'll dazzle you. Off-road 
riding, WUSA can build you wheels for the absolute toughest of conditions. And W also offers DID and Excel rims, along with OEM replacement spoke and nipple kits for your stock hubs. Need brakes? W offers the industry's best oversized and standard brake kits from Galfer and Brembo. Just see your local dealer or visit us at WUSA.com. Hey, you can also download the most current W catalog from the iTunes App Store. WUSA, D-U-B-Y-A, USA. It doesn't get any better than us. Hey guys, you know what one of my favorite races of the year is? I bet you were wondering what it was. It's the Thunder Valley National, and this year, 2013, it is coming to Lakewood, Colorado on May 25th. I can hardly wait. Nine years in a row, the Rocky Mountain region has greeted the summer season with this incredible blend of horsepower and cheering. I'm pumped. Thunder Valley, first one to have lights, too. So that's pretty cool. Track's got so many obstacles. It's going to have it all May 25th. We promise there will be no photographers running on the track this week to affect the, uh, the race. And don't forget, throughout the weekend, this challenge-laden track plays host to a full lineup of races while fans follow the dirt-slinging action from the grandstands, which serve up complete views of the track from nearly every vantage point. Off the course, there's plenty to do. Memorabilia auctions, vendor row, there'll be some probably some burgers and fries being cooked. It's all at Thunder Valley, May 25th, for the Lucas Oil AMA National Pro, and I could not be more excited. Please join me there this summer and help the Nationals get kicked off. Welcome back. The sweet sounds of God knows what that was. The far side. What was it, Albie? The far side. I just heard it the other day. I listened. Tried it. Well, hold on. Can Talk. you hear me? Yeah, there we Hello? go. Okay. Far side. I don't know. I like the song. Yeah, you told me to pick a song. No, I did. No meaning. Yeah. Welcome back. Paul Mech Show presented by BTOsports.com. That music courtesy of Greg Albertson. And I don't know whether I like it or not. It's kind of weird. Thanks to Atlas Braces for the pizza. That was awesome. Yeah, that was killer. Tits. Delicious. Meat so, lovers. there's a burning building, and the crier and Josh Hill are in it. 
You can only save one. I I wouldn't. You have I to just I'd let them burn. Let them burn to the ground. Both. Both of them. Wow. Good riddance. <laughs> Good riddance. <laughs> just to like finally drive that knife in. Hey, did, did we get our answers for the trivia contest? Did you check it? Yeah, I, think, I don't know if you heard me. Was it, so Thunder the, Valley. The, the fifth person. Fifth person wins two tickets to Thunder Valley. Um, yes. Name we, three we do, riders. We, we do have an answer. Do you have a name? Yeah. Um. Eva and Kyle. That's their email address. They didn't actually put their name in there, but okay. So, so thanks to thanks to those guys at Thunder Valley, May twenty fifth. Greg Albertson's favorite national of the year. Um, Greg Albertson's in the house. Brady Sharon from Atlas Braces is in here. Thank you for the uh, pizza, Atlas Braces. That's awesome. You're welcome. Uh, highly recommend Atlas Braces now. Um, <laughs> just, just now, because you got your dinner right now. Uh, all right, let's get it. Let's get our next guest on the line. Uh, FMF's uh, Donnie Emler. Um, what else, guys? Uh, don't forget, you can get this on Stitcher and iTunes. It'll, the archive will be up real soon. And uh, we got some emails to come up, some voicemails. Talked about Weston Pike a little bit. JT is going to come back on. Um, Greg, talking talking to you, um, how's outdoor stuff going for Trey Kennard? It's going really yeah. good. And I think, like I was telling you earlier, it's just kind of shift gears, you know, kind of. Mm-hmm. Not, not that yeah. you, you know, you still work at Supercross, but I think you, you kind of mind starts focusing a little bit. And if you're not completely 100% focused, right. then, you know. I have a, I have a. Um, I have a hard time thinking. Is Trey Kennard better at Supercross or better at Motocross? You know, what is it? It's hard to say. He's it such is. a good. At, I mean, I think he's equal. But I'll tell you this: he's he's been injured a lot, and when you come back from injuries, you you always get on the outdoor track yep. first. And I've been working for him for the last two and a half years, I think, mm-hmm. or two years at least. And we've ridden a lot of outdoors and not raced a lot. You know, yeah, yeah. we've definitely. I think we've ridden more outdoors than we have Supercross and. Right. I don't know. I think it'll. I think he'll do good. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, it's tough to tell for him. And, and uh, how long have you been this practice bike guy for? Uh, two years, and I took a year off when I went year and a half. Yeah, and Mark and Mark worked for him when I was in Europe. And oh, you did. I okay, so you were before Europe even. You did. Yeah, before yeah. I was before, Europe. and yeah. then Marky Mark. When I went to Europe, Marky Mark, um, Timmy's old guy, Mark Russell. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And then uh, he went off to doing something else, and I jumped back in. Okay. All right. Well, hey, let's get to our next guest here on the Public Show, brought to you by BTOSports.com and brought to you by FMF Racing. And this is the guru behind FMF Racing and their incredible marketing efforts. And this guy has his fingers in a little bit of everything. Road racing, motocross, supercross, endurocross, uh, enduros, uh, probably trials, uh, you name it. Donnie Emler Jr., what's going on, man? How are you guys? Oh, good. Thank you for coming on. Hey, Greg Albertson is in studio, brother of Jimmy Albertson. Perhaps you know that is. What's up, little D? What's going on, guys? How are you, Greg? And uh, Brady Sharon from Atlas Braces. So, oh, the Canadian! Yeah. I know. Yeah, there's a lot of Canadian in the studio tonight. It's freaking out our producer here. But um, <laughs> hey, uh, thanks for coming on the show, man. I really appreciate it. And I tell you this when I see you in person: um, your marketing efforts, your commercials, your ads, um, your image—killing uh, it. I feel doing a great job with that. Yeah, thank you so much. I mean, obviously, um, you know, working with you guys at the Pulp MX show things going great and uh you know fmf it's you know it's, it's pretty crazy it's uh it's been 40 years you know my dad started the company so it's, it's it's very cool to you know be a part of it and um have the the ability to, to do really cool you know stuff and then just have fun and you know at the end of the day that's what it's all about so mm-hmm. you know i appreciate that and the ronnie mack uh, deal how's that going how's ronnie to deal with he's horrible to deal with he's uh <laughs> just just trying to pin the guy down you know it's he doesn't like doing um 
you know, the, the normal appearance mm-hmm. and stuff. He's not used to that. So, right. it's, uh, but uh, it's been good. You know, it's <laughs> Ronnie Max, a funny guy. So we just uh, we just kind of let him do his thing, and right. we just kind of play along with it. He cashes the checks, but yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he's our highest paid athlete, which is kind of crazy, you know, when you think about it. <laughs> right, right. Yeah. That's what I was telling these guys. He's he sent him those checks, and man, he's been off the map. So who, God knows what he's doing right now. Yeah, no doubt. Yeah, he, he definitely has a big head, head now. You know, after all the big the big FMF checks that we've been sending in. So seven zero two five eight six seven eight five seven. If you have a question for Little D from FMF, um, hey, uh, I guess first of all, there's some news. There's some news. FMF, you guys aren't quite busy enough you don't quite support enough people um there's uh, some some news to announce for this summer's nationals yeah you know it's uh actually you guys are in it first i mean the press release is going out tomorrow but mm-hmm. um uh starting at Hentown 2013 uh we will be uh supporting uh, a ktm effort uh with uh joey savachi um the rookie and the rookie of the year which is uh pretty neat mm-hmm. um Unfortunately, you know, uh, his team that he's currently on uh, at FMF, KTM-supported effort, um, kind of folded up shop. And um, so, you know, we wanted to provide a place for, for Joey to go. And, you know, he's been showing so much, uh, you know, heart and effort through the Supercross season. So we are announcing that we will be title sponsor of the program for the outdoors of the KTM program. And it's uh, kind of run through uh, Roger DeCoster, which is really exciting getting to work with uh, Ian and Roger over there and the, and the factory service guys mm-hmm. inside KTM. So, uh, yeah, it's going to be pretty neat. Um, yeah, I imagine, like, I'm sure, you know, the soon as, the, the soon as the news that JDR was possibly closing his doors, and what we understand, they may be back for 2014, but when the news came out that they're closing the doors, uh, I would think that a lot of teams were calling Joey, saying, hey, we, we want you to ride for us. The kid has been killing it indoors. So, Great to see him stay in the FMF family for you guys. Yeah, no, it's it's been good. And, and the, the really cool thing about it is that Joey's kind of grown up riding for FMF and our brand. I mean, I met him the first time when he was on a 65 when he still lived in California mm-hmm. before he, he got all big time and moved to NCF. But, uh, <laughs> you know, so it's pretty cool to see how it comes, you know, for full circle. And that's, you know, really why we wanted to step in and, and help out this KCM program, just because, you know, with their amateur efforts that they have going on, and, you know, how strong we are at the grass level. And it was just, uh, you know, it was just a full circle. And having uh, Joey, you know, right. it's going to be gonna be a good deal. Hey, how's, uh, how's FMF doing? How's sales going? Uh, two strokes are seemingly coming back. Someone showed me a photo. You guys built a KX500, or somebody did. Uh, and you guys were involved in part of that. Um, two stroke stuff coming back? You know, it's just, uh, it's one of those things that, you know, it's been around for so long, and, you know, anyone that listens to the show, when you hear a two-stroke, I mean, everyone, it gets kind of blood flowing and makes them want to go ride dirt bikes. So mm-hmm. um, the, the cool thing is, you know, my dad rides as much as he can, and he actually built, uh, bought an old KS500 off of Craigslist. And um, 40, 40 years later, he's still doing the same thing as he was doing back in the day. But basically, he, <laughs> he wanted to, he took a KX500, he took the motor out, and then put it in a, K, a KTM 250 two-stroke frame. And uh, he's got a he's got a fun little bike that he uh, that he gave to the motocross action guys to uh, do some testing on and stuff. Yeah, it's it's crazy. He, he just he's always building something new, you know. <laughs> right, right, exactly. Uh, you know, so, what? I'm not quite busy enough running the uh, the from Empire. Let me let me try to wedge this KX500 motor in this frame. Yeah, no, it was, it was perfect. It was uh, 
you know, he's got so much time, so he mm-hmm. just decided, yeah, I'm just going to do this too. Right. Hey, curious question for you, and, and actually I got an email about it or a tweet or something. You you work with everybody in the industry. Uh, you're friends with everybody in the industry, but what do you ride? What do you have for a bike, or do you you know rotate around? But is there a personal bike that you enjoy the most? You know what? I, I yeah, I, I right now I ride the XP Ten Four Fifty, and I'm actually trying to qualify for Loretta's this year. I, oh, nice. I got to go race <laughs> the regional coming up, which is pretty cool. You know, I'm mm-hmm. 32 now, so I can ride the Plus Thirty BC class and. I've been going to Loretta's for so many years, walking around. So this should be interesting trying to ride around the, tr- the track because <laughs> right. it's already, you know, I can I can barely make it around just walking. So riding is going to be interesting. <laughs> right, right. You right. might be able to be a contender in that one, huh? You know, I'm gonna I'm gonna give her hell. That's what I'm gonna do. I've been uh, not really training, but uh, <laughs> <That's all right. laughs> I think if you just go to the local track and find the fastest super mini guy, and if you can pace him, I think you're going to be right right in the mix for it. So how do I even train to Loretta's, being that I'm a Cali guy, right? So I'm just do I ride in sweatshirts like all times? Uh, sweatpants? Uh, you know, <laughs> Just uh, how do you fly, train out, for that? fly out and see Ron. I heard he's got a 1998 CR250 uh, you can ride. Yeah. Uh, I know. Uh, I heard Ron, okay. Ron is going to qualify for Loretta's next year, I heard. Oh, really? So, uh, no yeah. idea. Um, I know, that'd be awesome. I know um, Don Maeda from Transworld, he. He obviously has been going to Loretta's for a long time, too. He raced it, I don't know, five years ago now. And he said the humidity, like, he knew it was hot. He knew it was muggy. He knew it was gnarly. It was worse than he ever imagined trying to race. You know what I mean? Just being a Cali guy. So Yeah, it's uh, it's going to be brutal for sure. So first got to make it there. So i got to get top five at the regional. Yeah. That's coming up soon. So, you know, we'll see what happens. It's going to yeah. be fun. Yeah, that'll be cool. So, okay, so KTM 450 for right now is your bike of choice. It is, you know, and I love actually riding two strokes too. I, you know, mm-hmm. I try to take out some of one of one of the stalls. Uh, one of my dad's bikes is a KTM 300, and uh, you know, so I try to take that out every mm-hmm. once in a while for trail riding and stuff. It's awesome. Um, hey, I gotta say, you guys are big sponsors of the Rockstar Racing effort, and um, you've been uh, Davey's been a personal FMF uh, endorser for the for the casual wear. You guys are killing it, man. Yeah, you know, Davey's killing it, and watching him this year and just seeing everything he's done and, the, and those guys and the, the hard work and the effort that the rock star guys have put in, man, it's been unreal. And the, you know, so cool to see uh, those guys deserve it. Jamie and all those guys over there and Dave Gowan, you know, great, great staff and uh, awesome team to work with. And man, Davey just, uh, he's on fire, man. It just shows that, uh, you know, his passion is he's so talented. Yeah. Yeah. Bef- definitely the surprise of the year. For sure. Um, I'm stoked for him. Um, Speaking of that, did, did you go to the banquet last night? You did, right? I saw you there. Uh, yeah, I showed yeah. up for a little bit. Yeah, it was good, and his jacket was all time. Did, yeah, it was really good. <laughs> did you guys find it as funny as I did that? And I, and God bless him, Dino Dan Rambert from Yamaha, oh. great guy. We all know him. Um, was that as weird as of a deal for you guys as it was for us? Like he got the Impact Guy Award. Yeah. I think they were like, hey, every team is winning something here, but there's no blue, so we need to. <laughs> Give Dino something. Yeah, I guess. I mean, oh, Yamaha's kind of spread their effort a little bit. So, I mean, yeah. maybe. I mean, I just thought knows, it was. Like, I don't know what his role is exactly, but I mean, it's. It's know, an impact. It, it's got to be. <laughs> I thought it was funny. Jeez. And no, that was awesome. And Dino's awesome, but I just. No, I, he's a great guy. I just thought that was funny. I almost was like, Feld was like, oh, shit. Yamaha's not going to get anything. <laughs> oh, man. So, hey, um, and of course, the BTO uh, sports team, uh, KTM. Uh, big effort there for you guys as well. Yeah, I mean, man, getting to work with Andrew Short, you know, what can you say? It's, uh, mm-hmm. it's awesome. He's a, he's a great tester, so for us to be able to 
yep. you know, get him new stuff. Like he's testing this week's outdoors, and it really gives us a, like a, a really good base because he just knows exactly what yep. uh, you know what we're trying to do. And he, he anything he asks for, we try to give it to him, and he can nail it right on the spot. So right. it's pretty good. Hey, the 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 twenty thirteen Honda CRF four fifty obviously is a dual system. You guys make a killer single that Jimmy Albertson runs. Uh, how are the sales? What do you find? Uh, is it 50-50? Uh, guys, what are the guys doing? Yeah, you know, the single's actually pretty cool. I mean, we, yep. we try to it, – it's hard because when Honda came out with the duels again, you know, obviously everyone thinks uh, it's going to be, you know, 1500 bucks for, you know, mm-hmm. four-stroke stuff. It's already so expensive. So, you know, with us, like, making everything in the house, we, we kind of wanted to offer something that, you know, people can afford. The bike's already, you know, $9,000 by the time you walk out the door and then you go spend – you know, another fifteen hundred dollars on an exhaust. So, we actually offer you know the dual system for for a thousand, which is really nice. Mm-hmm. You know, the being that we can do that. But the cool thing is now with the single that we offer, we actually uh, we'll have a side plate soon too, so that oh, when you yeah, get a, yeah. when you buy a single, your side plate will look. You can you know, so it's right. not all sticking out funky. I didn't even think about that. You're right. That'd be cool. Yeah, yeah. I, that's something yeah. I thought about too. I, I'm looking at Jimmy's bike there. It would be kind of cool to do that. But I didn't know maybe. Uh, Trey had mentioned he liked the like the ergonomics and how it kind of stuck out on both sides. He could call it lock his leg in, so maybe it's something. That, oh, really? It's a, yeah. I don't know if it's a positive or negative. I don't think they've ever tested it. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, yeah it definitely looks oh. goofy with one exhaust hanging out and you got that big uh, yeah. that curve yeah. there. It's, Bolt. I don't know. It's um, yeah. So with our idea. with our single, you'll get uh, the single sided uh, number plate too, which would right. be pretty cool. Uh, how's Daniel Laporte doing? Well, one of the good guys in the sport and somebody I, along with your dad, I keep needing to do a podcast with, and I keep thinking <laughs> I about know. it. I know. We gotta track him down. He's right. he's he's the motocross legend. That guy. Yeah. It's so cool to be able to to be able to work with Danny. You know, daily. I mean, right. Danny helps me out with a lot of marketing stuff, and you know, being able to bounce stuff off of mm-hmm. the guy that's been around the sport forever, right? I mean, right, he's right. done everything. And it it's the cool thing is when you think about it, he's done, you know, everything from motocross to Baja. He's you know gone to Dakar and like he's yeah. he's done it all. Yeah, yeah, it, yeah. It's hard to see guys that you know. Oh yeah, I used to race motocross and I won a world championship, and then I got bored with that, so I went and raced, uh, you know, Paris to the car, uh-huh. and then I went and rode for Cowie and won the Baja 1000. And uh, <laughs> so it's right. like, is there anything you can't do? Right, right. Uh, hey, you, it's a tradition on our show, on the Pulpomex show here, that uh, unfortunately, it's a tradition for you that you have to live up to. Uh, maybe your accountants aren't happy, but uh, we do do giveaways. That's what we do when you come on. We- um, we do. What we do. Uh, what do we got? What do we want to do? What's your what's your plan? Uh well we're definitely doing a couple apparel packages, okay. so I'll let you guys kinda of figure out how you guys want to do that. Sure, um sure. you know, uh and then we're also giving away, you know, because we've been talking about it so much, a two stroke pipe and silencer for you know, all the two stroke all right. uh lovers out there. Okay. So yeah. Um let's do this. Let's do uh, two apparel packages to um uh the the email Pulpamex show at at uh Pulpamex what is it, Tits? <laughs> Did you forget your own email? Pulpamex show. Yeah, at gmail.com. At gmail.com. I, I'm, dude, I'm working on like 10 hours sleep in two days, and my voice is shot, and I think I got booze leaking out of me still. Um, you got the, you got the Vegas cold too, huh? Oh, I do. It was 7 a.m. on uh, on Sunday morning. I'm like, what am I doing? I'm almost 40 years old. What am I doing? You know? Uh, so you're, uh, you're saying I still have a chance. Okay, perfect. <laughs> <Yes>. Awesome. <laughs> Um, it's okay. okay, so what we want to do is uh, we want to do a trivia question here. Um, name name three racers that run FMF exhaust systems in the pits right now. Should be pretty easy for you. I like that. Uh, I like that. Name three racers that run FMF exhaust systems to pulpamexshow at gmail.com. 
the first two correct answers. Do not email me, people. Email the show. <laughs> this happens all the time. Don't give my email address either. No, no, no. Yeah, email <laughs> the show. And uh, the first two get uh, apparel packages uh, via uh, FMF Racing. And if you want a two-stroke pipe and silencer, call in right now. Call in, and uh, we will uh, select the best guy. And, uh, and um, you have to state your case on why you want one. So I'm sure our phone lines will be lit up right away. But courtesy of FMF Racing, two-stroke pipe and silencer, call in right now, and um, we'll see why you deserve it. So, hey, Savachi deal, um, you, you're working with KTM, obviously, the Red Bull KTM team. They run a different brand of exhaust, and you're going to be right with them, working with them with Roger, like you said. How was that? I mean, that's kind of cool uh, for you guys. Well, no, yeah, exactly. That's why it was so cool for us to uh, get involved with this. You know, we're going to be right next to uh, the factory team, mm-hmm. and uh, so we're, we're just – they're going there just with Savachi, and we've got uh, James Coy, uh, who's going to be the team uh, manager. Oh, the, James Coy's back. He's back. Yeah, yeah, he's back. And uh, so it's good, you know, getting to work with him. And, you know, you know I was seeing back in the day, he used to uh, run the amateur stuff for mm-hmm. Pro Circuit. Right. And so now getting to work with James is kind of cool, you know. I'm like, hey, what's mm-hmm. up? Yeah. But, um, yeah, so it's going to be great. I mean, KTM's obviously, you know, back in the program and, yeah. uh, you know, having FMF involved and, and that was the hard part because, you know, no one wants to see a team go away, especially, right. you know, one that both of us yeah. had sponsored. And it was a great team. And, you know, so to be able to kind of pick up the pieces a little bit and, uh, you know, and I hope they can continue next year and we'll see what happens. But for right now, we, we're definitely committed to getting Joey through the outdoors and giving him a home and, and a bike that, uh, you know, with, you know, yeah. obviously with the Roxon, you know, winning the Supercross championship and Muskin right there. Mm-hmm. So, you know, the bike's good. And uh, so, Joey's got everything he needs to do to go and, and tear it up. But you, the, uh, the, F, the KTM team that does run FMF is the off-road guys, and Mike Brown won the Endurocross. Downtown uh, Mike Brown again. Wow. You cannot go wrong. You cannot go wrong betting with Mike Brown. <laughs> you can't, can you? Um, and I'm so bummed that he's not even going to get to race his own hometown Dude, after. I know, right? Like, that's the first thing I did when I saw the schedule. I texted him. And I'm like, Money, he's, Money he's Creek. Oh. <laughs> Can you believe that? Mike, oh, I'm bummed. Oh. His nickname is like, the Muddy Creek Assassin. Away, right? He's the Muddy Creek Assassin, and he can't go to his own track. Um, all right. Oh. I, phone lines are, are full. All right, let's go. Let's let's do this. Um, Cameron, what's going on, man? Hey, what's going on, guys? How are you today? We're Good good. Uh, thanks for listening. What kind of bike you got? I have a KTM 300. Okay. Why do you deserve a, 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 a FMF pipe and silencer? Well, you know, I'm a huge fan of the sport. I love FMF products. I've run them on my 125s forever. Um, and I, uh, I had some health problems for a little while. I just uh, got back to riding the last about a year. So, um, you know, stoked to be riding and could use this pipe, definitely. Okay. So you said you had it on a YZ back in the day? No, I had a, uh, I had a bunch of CR125s okay. and I had an RM250. So we're going to test your knowledge. What kind of stuff did you use on your old bikes back in the day? All right. All right, all right. So on my uh, my last RM250 was a 96, you know, so I ran just, uh, what was it, the, what was it back then? Uh-oh. It was the, uh, oh, the pressure. The pressure is getting to him. Ooh, yep. The pressure is yep. getting to me a little bit. See, because he had a pro circuit or something. That's, he's just yeah. making that up. He's just making that no, up. No, definitely not pro circuit. And definitely not. It, was, uh, it wasn't a fat boy, but it was it was a platinum, and it was a, okay. um, right. then what's the, or I'm a shorty. That's my, my silencer. My bad. Uh-oh. Okay, what about the gnarly? Was it the gnarly? Or the SST? No, no gnarly. Oh, no <laughs> off-road. Um, okay, so, yeah, okay, Cameron. You know what? You, you, yeah, you passed that test. You, you do seem Perfect. like you had it. So, can you hold on a second? We're going to go down the yeah, line here. Yeah, of course. All right, okay. Uh, it's possible I hang up on these people tits at some point. So, uh, Number two. 
Ryan, what's going on, man? Ryan? No, Brent. Brent. Brent, what's up? Hey, guys. What are you doing? Thanks for listening. What kind of bike you got? Uh, I'm actually going to pick up a bike on Friday. It's a 2007 KX250. Oh, old school. Going going back. Oh, yeah. Um, and why do you deserve this? You just want it. You just want a... Um... I'm a... I'm a Broke kid, just out of college, finally got a job, scraped up enough money for a two-stroke. Okay. You could use a pipe. That's that's a, actually, no. actually the, the pipe on it's actually dented even. It's a good story. Yeah, I like that. I'm, 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 right. I, am, I am tugging at my heartstrings. Uh, hold on, Ron. Hold on there. Uh, three is – no, that was Brent. I keep calling him Ryan because you screwed the order up, tits. Uh, okay, three is Ryan. Ryan, what's going on? Ryan. Hello, can you guys hear me? Yeah, we can. Thanks for listening. Uh, what kind of bike you got? Uh, old school, 2000T CR250. Uh, so you might need a pipe. <laughs> like, your thing could be beat down. Yes. Well, because I'm such an awesome guy, I already run an FMM Shorty Islander, uh-huh. so I would just need the pipe. Whoa! Oh. Ooh. In this Ooh. day and age of greedy people, I like this guy. <laughs> I like this guy. Um, wow. Just okay. trying to help out. Someone else probably needs at least one other piece. I need one piece. I don't want to be greedy. How many people win a contest and save the company money? That's what I mean. No, no, <laughs> yeah, no. Right? no. This is the, the attitude is you know you post something up on Twitter like a rider posts a, an old jersey and and the, all the fans on Instagram are like, can I have it? Can I have it? Can I have it? You know what I mean? That, so I like I like Ryan's attitude. Hold on, Ryan. Uh, number four is Brandon. Brandon, what's going on, man? Hey, what's up, guys? What do you got for a bike? Uh, we have a KTM 65. Okay. Built in for a Loretta's. Everything we have has SMS. 85s, 65s, and we're building a mod 65 to go to Loretta's. So you've been an FMS hopefully guy. Hopefully, I'll see you there. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah. Well, you'll see Donnie there, whether he has gear on or not. Is another story. That right, is right. a question. <laughs> right, right. Um, how old's your kid? He's 11. Last year on the 65. Last year on the 65. Okay. And uh, FMF does make a killer. KTM pipe. I know it's because Tim Ferry's son uses and endorses FMF. So yeah, uh, all right, Brandon, hold on one second. All right. The funny thing, when I ride my bike, I look like I'm riding a '65. I'm so tall. <laughs> no, I know the feeling. <laughs> That's a good point. You're right. <laughs> hey, look at little D's testing out '80s. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, last, uh, last person here, um, Nathan. Hello. What's up, man? How are you? Thanks for listening. What do you got for a bike? Uh, we just picked up a 2012 KTM 150. Uh, okay. Let go of my let go of my 03 YZ450 and got one of those and financing it kind of with my dad. 03 450 YZ. That uh, that's uh, I, I tuned that bike to a Budge Creek Moto One winner. Like, like that, that four speed transmission. Yeah, that well, yeah, we had a three speed in that one, I think. Yep. Oh really? Oh yeah. Um, okay, okay, uh, Nathan. Um, you want? You want to hear why I need it? Yeah, we do. Yeah. Uh, just struggling college student. Um, you know, all my money's going towards tuition and rent and uh, just trying to skate by riding and what? looking for a pipe. Hold on a second. On the list. I'm trying to scrape by riding, but I'm buying a 2012 KTM. Well, no, no, my dad told me off the bike, but I just <laughs> oh, like. Oh, okay, all right. Yeah, I mean, he's financing it. Just, Payments are cheap. What are you taking? Oh, no. what, are you, what are you taking in college? If you're going to college, what are you taking? Uh, kinesiology is my major. Good one. All right. Way to pull that one out. Yeah, I like that. Um, all right. Hold on, um, uh, Nathan. Hold on one second. Okay. So, LD, we have uh, Cameron. 
KTM 300 guy. Uh, used a uh, FMF for years um, on his old bikes. We have uh, uh, Brent, we have Brent on, on number two, 2007 KX250. So, and it's got a dent in his pipe. So, you know, um, he needs it. Ryan has an O2 CR250, and he only needs the pipe, right? Was that the guy? Yeah. Uh, and four is uh, Brandon. Brandon. Brandon has a. We just. What is Brandon's story? I didn't write it down. One, I don't know. That, no, one was a sixty-five, and the next oh, guy yeah, was a yeah. one. Oh yeah, yeah. I'm Brandon, Brandon's, Brandon's kid is racing. Needs a sixty-five pipe. He's racing Loretta's. Um, yeah. And five is uh, five is Nathan. We just talked to him, and he um, his dad is financing the bike for him. He's taking kinesiology. What is that? I don't even know. Is that <laughs> well, that's the, medical? That's, that's the cool thing about uh, about two strokes, you know, because you can work on them and you can maintain them, and they're pretty cheap. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. like you can go and. Like I can take one apart, and that's that's saying something. So, sports therapies. Okay, all right. So, I don't know, man. Um, I well, I'm definitely going with number three because that was pretty cool. That said, hey, I've already got the silencer. Oh, okay. The pipe. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah so I like him too. Let's do that, and then you guys figure it out from there. Well, how many? How, guys, how, how many are you doing? Health issues. How, what, how are you? How many? Are you the doing? clothing ones. Where are we at on that? No, no it's clothing or email. email. That's yeah, good. Yeah, yeah. So you're going to give away another package. Or are we gonna give a silencer? All right, well, all right, let's let's do two full packages, two pipes, two silencers. Wow. It's a two for a day. Oh, you're crazy! You've you lost your mind. You've lost you your mind. Okay, so Ryan gets it uh, with the O2 uh, CR250. Let's give it to uh, um, what do you guys? Is there one that touches I, your I heart, like, Craig? I like the Cowie guy. You like the kids? The kids, the kids going to Loretta's. He, he made it. He maybe he's already got a deal. Those kids, you got to be fast to go to Loretta's. Oh, okay. He said he's getting the mods bikes. He's yeah. already got a bunch of bikes. Mm, and yeah. This guy's going to buy a 07 KX250. Yeah, he's, and it's he's got getting, a din already. He knows yeah. he's already been checking it out. He probably Craigslist it. Went yeah. and looked at it a couple times. He's on his way. <laughs> Give him a fresh pipe to put on that. Yeah. He makes it convincing. He does. Argument. He yeah. does. He's <laughs> already got an FMF logo Sold. Photoshop. I mean, he's it. already made two or three trips to the guy's the, house just to check it out. The best part is Brent is probably <laughs> Greg's buddy in Oklahoma, and they've, they've conspired. <laughs> they've conspired to yeah, win this contest. Pipe. Right, right, right. Okay. Well, um, all right. So Ryan and Brent are the winners. Um, thanks everybody for listening. We're gonna give away two of those things. So tits. Uh, can you figure that out? I can handle it. Okay, yep. all right. I don't know what to it. do with there. Thanks, everybody, for, for playing, though. And uh, thank you, Little D. Yeah, thank um, you very much. Well, thanks for everyone calling in and, uh, you know, appreciate the support from yeah. the, you know, the Pulp Show and everything you guys have been, uh, it's been fun. Hey, man, yeah, you are, you've been one of our longest guys. Uh, this is uh, uh, three years for you on the show, and we've only been on the air for four. So uh, FMF has been there for us on this show, and we really appreciate it. We couldn't do it without you, and uh, like I said, you guys are killing it onward and upward. And uh, Savachi's a big deal, and an up and coming kid. And uh, yeah, man, just uh, thanks for everything. Yeah, well, thanks for everyone for uh, for listening, supporting, you know, FMF, and uh, we appreciate it. All right, good luck in the in the regional, bro. Good talking to you guys, All right. Brady, Greg. Take, take it easy. Too. All right, Bye. see you later, Little D from FMF Racing, one of the coolest guys yeah, in, in the sport, cool. like great guy. I worked at FMF Honda in 98, and he was 14. Oh, wow. You know what I mean? 13 yeah, yeah. or whatever. Uh, I worked for Danny Smith back then. And he was a cool kid back then. He was always hanging out in the shop, like skateboarding or whatever. Oh, yeah, always yeah. cool. Yeah. He's always, yeah. you know, he's got style. Yeah, good, good dude, um, for sure. So thanks for, thanks for that. And congratulations to Brent, who's Greg's buddy. He's got the 07 KX250. Congratulations, Brent. <laughs> I'll talk to you later. Brent, we're going to eBay it. Yeah. Right? <laughs> uh, and, uh, and Ryan, who has the 02 CR250. You just hung up on him, didn't you? Tits.
No. No. You just effed one of our dudes. Wow. Uh, give. I don't remember what he sounded like. Could be anybody. He just called back. So I give saved, him a silencer. Okay, so he gets the extra silencer, yeah, he and gets, he can just he go take it and you know uh, beat, yeah. beat a kid down with it or something or whatever. Um, <laughs> uh, whatever he wants. So thanks to FMF for doing that, and uh, we really really appreciate it. All right. So what what we do at this show is uh, we get emails, and now it's time to read them. And I lost my copy. Okay, yeah. Race Tech. These are brought to you by Race Tech. Uh, you know who runs Race Tech Suspension? Yeah, Ben LeMay, Cody Gilmore. Cody Gilmore made the main again. Oh, I love that kid. I never knew who Cody Gilmore was. I mean, I never met him. I know who he was, obviously. He's been yeah. around for a long time. At the banquet last night or the morning this morning or whatever, he came up to me. And he doesn't look like a motocross racer. Oh, no. But he, he, always, he, always, he hasn't always looked like that. I was just okay. that's a new style coming. This is a new his dad's, makeover. His dad does like uh, I think his his company's called Iron Horse or something. He builds custom uh, like Harleys and stuff. Yeah, yeah. And I think I don't know. He was always kind of like a <laughs> look, look more like a California kid, and now he's he's embracing his uh, Iowa heritage. And <laughs> I'm not like a fashion guy. I know this. Com- com- he looked good, really. Right? Yeah, I know. I know. Really? Con- I know. Shocking. I shot you uh, at RV's after party in your nicest pair of shorts. Yes, exactly, exactly. <laughs> uh, I did wear pants at the banquet, though. Did you? Broke a two-year streak. Wow. Yeah, two years. Uh, jeans. But uh, anyways, so yeah, I, I, uh, um, I'm not a fashion guy, but Cody Gilmer was looking sharp. Yeah, with the hat. Yes. The be- he had trimmed the beard up for the banquet. Yeah, looking good, Cody sharp, Gilmore. Like, Absolutely. I don't know what kind of style that would be, but it's – Better than I mine. it's got a name. Yeah. Riding well, too. Three main events for him and uh, legit in the heat races, you know what I mean? Getting in there easy. Yeah, and he didn't luck into it. He uses race tech suspension, race tech suspension. It's a privateer choice. If you're a privateer and you need uh, suspension done, a lot of the bigger companies don't spend time. Well, I shouldn't say bigger companies. Race tech's one of them. But a lot of companies don't spend a lot of time with the privateers. And race tech is not like that. Race tech goes testing with these guys uh, day in and day out. When privateers have a choice, they choose race tech. And they've been around since 1984. I did a podcast with Paul Feed. The dude is so interesting. It's crazy. And Race Tech's doing a little bit of everything. So, okay, so these are the emails. Um, can we get the um, shorter guy, used to race, uh, loves chattery. Can we get him on? Um, okay, here's here's first email. These are emails to the show uh, by Jed. This is from Jed. Steve. Whatever happened to the Transworld Motocross Tech Tips, and why did everyone talk shit, shit talk you? All right, perfect. Thanks, Jed. Well, I don't work at Transworld anymore, so that would do that. I did do a series of video tech tips that live on on YouTube, and I hear I get people all the time talk to me about them. Uh, and I just did all the basic stuff. I did like air filters to, you know, changing a top end or whatever. Yeah, no, I remember those. Oh, you do? I, yeah. And you know what was funny is like when I was growing up, my dad used to rip them all out of MXA. Yeah. When they did them way back when, and right. when I was growing up on sixties and eighties, and I needed to do something, he he cut them all out and said. Here you go. Right. And yeah. a lot of times they weren't too in detail. And I never yeah. really got it done by myself. But it was – I mean, it's something cool for people that are getting into it. I had a guy come up to me this year and goes to me – hey, JT. Um, hey, buddy. I had a guy come up to me this year and goes, hey, man, I love those tech tips. Those are awesome. Uh, I live by those. I watch those all the time. What are you doing now? Do you still do them? <laughs> I'm like, no, I, I, I'm with Racer X magazine. He's like, blank look. Blank. I'm like, Racer X? No, I don't know that. He goes, really? Yep. yep. He goes, but those videos were good. I'm like, well, I'm sorry to say I'm not going to do them anymore. Yeah. Um, 
But Jed says that why did everyone shit talk you? This is news to me. <laughs> I didn't know this. Uh, I did blow up one of the bikes I did a tech tip on. Um, I left the washer out from the uh, the um, base base bolt. And you know when you film them, you're like stop, stop, cut, like yeah. position, stop, cut and paste. Yeah, yeah. You no, know, when you're working, you can't do it all in one motion. You got yeah. to stop. And at some point, you know, the, this the, usually the washer sticks to the bolt when you pull it out. And oh, like the collar? Yeah. Okay. No, 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 not the collar. The washer, the washer on the on the cylinder, on the head. Oh, okay, on the head. And I guess one of the washers had just went bloop while we were doing something. Oh, nice. And so Dude, the bike blew didn't up. Quite so, noticed. Yeah. Maeda, yeah. Maeda loves that story. Yeah. Uh, Maeda <laughs> loves that story. So maybe that's why they're talking shit on me. I don't know. Okay, um, Steve, this this question: Have you heard anything about riders being forced by factory teams to run four strokes instead of two strokes in GNCC? And uh, I have not heard of that. I don't think it's true. JT, uh, I don't know. I'm not yeah. sure. Yeah, I don't know. I don't. I don't think so. That whole factory thing is is um, not true. Okay. Uh, this guy sent in Kelly, dude. I sent that email as a joke or just trying to be funny. Your moto knowledge and insight is unmatched. I truly didn't mean to hurt your feelings with that. I really appreciate what you do. I'm a Pulp fan. Sorry, I was trying to be funny. You are a humble, great guy. Oh. Now he's hum- going overboard. Humble, great guy. I don't think we know the same. Who people. found his niche and keeps his Moto Goons happy with great content and a great show. I'm sorry that email was hurtful. He went from one extreme to the other. I don't know what email this guy's talking about, but I liked him saying I was humble yeah, and all that. I tried looking back. No idea which one he was really? talking about. Yeah. Okay. Um... This guy wants to know, uh, his name is, is uh, Jermaine in O-Town. Is that Orlando? Or Oakland. Oklahoma? Oakland. Could be Omaha. Oakland? Omaha? Ottawa. <laughs> it's, not, <laughs> it's not Ottawa, but perhaps. Chicago O'Hare. <laughs> uh, Jermaine wants to know, why don't we have um, a works bike class? Just full-on works bike. Like, we'll keep, the, keep them what we have now, but make a full works bike class. How many is going to be out there? Like yeah. six? Exactly. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. Just asking. Jermaine wants to know that. Some guy be out there with some handcrafted, greasy thing he put together in his garage. Okay, JT. So here's a special moment for, for Jermaine. Also, I'm a JT Money super fan. So uh, I think the, I think the uh, works by class is amazing then. <laughs> That's a great idea. I take it, I take it back. Uh, I'm a JT Money super fan. So I'd like to say hello to him if he's on when, if you read this. Jermaine, what up, buddy? Uh, I spit beer out of my nose when he told La Cobra... He slapped the shit out of Rangata in Atlanta 02, which is shamefully one of my favorite Supergrass moments. So to hear it mentioned was awesome. He might slap me, actually. Yeah. Next time he sees me. Uh, yeah. Okay. Jermaine, that's, uh, thanks for writing in. We really appreciate it. Um, Nephi Cole. Nephi Cole. He's a, he's Nephi. a Nephi. Nephi. He's a, one of my VIPs. That's a Mormon name, by the way. Yeah. What's what? It's a Mormon name. Yep. One of my yeah, VIPs. How do you mean it's a Mormon name? What do you mean? It's a Nephi. Mormon name, bro. I mean, could it be Amish? It's from the Book of Mormon. No, it's oh. Mormon. It was oh. straight out of his mouth. It is a Mormon name. He told me that. <laughs> he did. Uh, hi, I'm Nephi. It's a Mormon name. I mean, how did that go down, you know? Uh, that was kind of weird. Anyways, I know he's... No, because I, I said, is it Nephi or... And he said, oh, no, it's Nephi. It, it's Mormon. I, okay. I mean, I've never seen that name, heard of that name, anything, so... You would think it's not Nephi, right? All right. I know he's a fan, so thank you. Uh, 
First, thanks to JT for the opportunity to participate in the BTO Sports VIP program last weekend in Salt Lake City. You're a great host. It was a great experience. Every real fan would do it at least once. It makes every other race. Which is the race we're arguing about PEDs, JT? Um, what race was that? That would have been Salt Lake. So this guy got a really good experience. Right. Yeah, he did. Right. He was right all up in the mix. Right. Forrest Butler very angry at me. <laughs> Shorty laughing. All right. Um, it'll make every other race that much cooler knowing what's going on behind the scenes. If I could swindle my wife out of the money, I'd certainly join you for a round of the outdoors in Denver. But I'll have to hang over the fence with the rest of the schmoes. Uh, so, JT, that thing is still going for outdoors, right? BTO Sports VIP program? Yep. Still have some openings. Okay. They're starting to fill up, but I definitely still have openings. So, All if you're right. interested, let me know. Uh, Nephi here. Is it Nephi? What did I, did I, Nephi. Nephi. Yep. Nephi is vouching for the coolness of the program. And if you get lucky, you'll see Wes and Pike either stab me or Forrest Butler put my head through one of the cabinets <laughs> at a PED talk. So, it's one of, it's one of your experiences you get. Uh, okay. So, second, Race Tech. I've waited too long to tell you thanks for the work that you did on my bike suspension. It was good before and close. It is absolutely everything I wanted now. I was second place in the race tech contest on the show, but instead of just getting gold valves, I sent my suspension to Rob, who called me multiple times, and had everything rebuilt, sprung, and valved for my speed, weight, and personal taste with your components. You did an incredible job. I've had other companies, both local and national, do work for me, and I considered all the major names. I simply love my suspension, and I doubt anyone could have done a better job for me than you did. Race tech. Racetech.com. Mathis, love you sometimes. Humble Steve. Hate you sometimes. Jerky Steve. <laughs> but to provide what is simply the best media entertainment package in motocross, great articles, great shows, and so much entertaining. Keep up the good work. King tits. Enough said. And to the rest of the Pulp Mech staff, thank you. You guys are doing a good job. Classy letter. I like those. That's my guy. Frame that one. Even though he called me, he said hate me sometimes. But you know what? Whatever, bro. He hate me. Um... Thanks to Racetech for sponsoring the email segment. We really appreciate it. Racetech's on board with us. Uh, check out sponsor deals on pulpamexshow.com, and you can save money if you need some Racetech work. Um, let's do – can we do X-Brand tear-off segments? Can we do that? I suppose so. It's the X-Brand tear-off segment. 15-second rapid-fire Q&A. Rapid-fire. Um – these are X-Brand Goggles brought to you uh, by X-Brand Goggles. <laughs> uh, pulp, nice intro. Pulp Show 13 uh, saves you 30% off. And uh, choice of goggle from Michael Lessie, Ben LeMay, Bobby Canari, Austin Politelli, um, Travis Patterson. Baker, Jessica Patterson now. Oh, yeah. yeah, nice. I heard about that one. Just signed Jessica Patterson. Got the contract signed. Love this guy right go. here. Why do you got to bring that up, bro? <laughs> I talked to Button this week, and he's like, are you mad at me? And I'm like... No, we're good. I feel like you're mad at me. And I'm like, well, I'm not happy about the goggle thing. You kind of dicked me over. But, I mean, you're, you're, you're Jimmy Button. Yeah. So, um, you know, what can you do? It's okay to hold a grudge. Yeah, clearly. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Did you catch the uh, Cryer uh, talk, JT? No, I didn't. I didn't. He, he would let Cryer and Josh Hill burn in a house rather than rescue one of them. Wow. Yeah. That's strong. Yeah, it is. It's a strong statement. It is. So okay. he let both of them die before he picked one? Yeah. yeah. That seems like it's not smart. Well, if you let both of them that much, are you just going to let both of them die? No, no it's, it's the other way around. No, his point was he didn't. Oh, well, JT didn't even hear you say. One or the other. JT didn't even hear you that say. That was an off the air. Not the hill with, thing. With the crier thing. Yeah, but not the hill thing. Wow. Well, yeah, he apparently wasn't listening. Oh, I thought we had you on, JT. No, well, uh, I, thought you, I thought you said the crier. He did. Would, would do that or 
Okay. Okay. Never, never mind. Never mind. Yeah. Forget. Never mind. Tiss does not like the crier or Josh Hill. Oh, gotcha. He would let okay. them both burn. I didn't know you didn't like the crier. Why would you? <laughs> Wasn't it on USA Today? On the front Good point. Page? <laughs> Seriously though. Why would he know? Why I don't know. Bro, know? I'm working on 10 hours sleep and my voice is shot right. and I'm just still saying. drunk and high. He, he shouldn't feel bad for not knowing that. Okay. It's not like it's useful information. Look, a shit ton of dudes wear X-Brand goggles and a shit ton of dudes are going to make <laughs> the box at Hangtown with X-Brand goggles, including our number one guy, Michael Lessie. And I think there's a better chance they shit the bed than they make the box. <laughs> oh, come on, Jason. <laughs> oh. Well, JT, it's been nice. First you, fucked, first you fucked over DVN, now it's me. Uh, hey, if anybody knows about shit in the bed, it would be me. I went like 30 29 there last year. F you, dude. F you, dude. F you, dude. F you, dude. Okay. I know that's not Pookie. Pookie loves me. No, not that for this weekend. Oh, no. No? What happened? Uh, oh, I told her that you brought Wes and Pike over to beat me up. Why would I would, he No, I was mediating. <laughs> You were not mediating. Yes, I was. He's trying did he to touch you? Everything he over. did not touch did me. Did he agree to come on your show? Yeah, but then he got back to me yeah, too late. So what, I mean, what yeah. are you? What are you mad about? At one then? point, I looked at him and said, "I looked at." I said, "He goes, I want to stab you with that. Co- I'm going to take a knife from that cocktail waitress and I want to stab you." And I looked at you, JT, and you went, "Eh." <laughs> you like shrugged your shoulders. He was eh. I was. I was literally an olive branch <laughs> in this whole deal. Okay. All right. These questions are submitted by Corey Moser. For Greg Albertson, for Brady Sharon. I got Brady Sharon's questions because Moser right. didn't know anything to ask you. I have questions. Or JT. For and you? JT. And for me. For Greg 15 and seconds. JT. I got it. You, oh. No problem. Guess who doesn't got it? JT. No. <laughs> he does not have 15 seconds. Uh, he, yeah, he's got it today. I got faith. No, I've been, I've been subbing my game up. Yeah. I, okay. Yeah, he has. All right. Do you want me to give you his questions or do you, and, or do you want me to if, just... if you can give them to me real quick, then I can just read them all off. Uh, but – We'll start to give you some time to do this. JT, uh, you're up first, all right? Do this. What was the best Supercross after party you've ever been to? I was going to make a paper, paper airplane. Out of it. Uh, Jason Lawrence's 2008 party. Nice. Oh, can you tell us why? Uh, <laughs> I, don't know if I, I don't know if it was the best. It was just the craziest. Uh, and it really had nothing to do with me. It was just J-Law and Mills, and those guys were – Going ham in that bitch. Uh, does anybody want to know what I well, – mine was or no? Yeah, let's hear it. Let's hear everybody's. Uh, mine was Fro, the Fro night. Uh, oh, my child and Jason Fournette when they were doing that shift ad. You were How'd you sneak in there? Yeah. Factory, <laughs> factory Phil got Were you us. serving drinks there? Yeah. It was the old guy in a waiter. Called, Hello. Yeah, you had a major D outfit on? Um, no. Factory <laughs> Phil got Fournette and I in there. He was buddies with Fournette more so than me. And Factory Phil got us in that thing. It was a suite in the MGM, and we were right there when they were taking the photos with all the chicks in the hot tub. And then Brian Swink dared me to eat one of those hot peppers off the room service tray, and I did, and I thought I had to go to the hospital. Because <laughs> uh, I wanted to, you know, it's Brian Swink. I want to impress him. And then shortly after that, Swink started almost crying, talking about how he shouldn't have took the Suzuki money. Good times. Oh, Good times. I shouldn't have. I took the money. I took the money. Hey, at that 2008 party, they were taking bottles, empty bottles of champagne. And hucking them off the 40th floor balcony where their room was oh, into the parking lot. <laughs> That's not safe. That That's... sounds pretty standard for those guys. Right. So I'm not too super surprised. JT, just can you just tell? Can you just say what that person said on the phone? What you heard them say on the phone? Can you just tell us that, please? Yeah, the guy ordered like ten hookers. Oh. 
and uh, while J-Wall was doing just mounds of cocaine like Tony Montana. <laughs> oh, but, what was and, the, but what was the line? What was the line? On- uh, something like, I just I want all of you to F this guy senseless or something like that to these hookers. I can't remember exactly right, what he said. Right. Yeah. It's pretty just, pretty interesting. But you know, you woke up with no wallet or something, right? No, I passed out at the dining room table, like face down on the dining room table, and I woke up and it was just like I was in a vivid video. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> oh God. good times. All right, what was your, what about you guys? You got you got anything? Um, the best time I had a good time last night, but the best time I ever had was I don't forget what year. Chad Reed, Josh Hill, one two, Indy. Josh, the weekend before, I think he won in Minneapolis. Okay. And those guys were having a good – we all had a good time. Yeah. Just Indy's got those bars all kind of Yeah, that's down, why it was fun. Stuff, I, like, right. I like that low-key right. stuff, bar hopping, and to where it's you know, not just moto guys. You know, you got a, right. you got a good mix of people. We had yeah. a good time that night. Ready? I'd have to say uh, Calgary after party in Canada. The first year I ever went, I was 17. So that was a good time. Oh, yeah? <laughs> Montreal is good. I've had a good time in Montreal. Montreal is also good, yeah. JT's had fun in Montreal, I'm sure. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The oh, night yeah. I won, the last time I won there, I had a great time because everyone was, like, so pumped and, like, being really cool to me. It was, And, obviously, I didn't really win a lot, so right. I was in a great mood. Yeah, that was a good night. I too. guess there's no Montreal. Gone. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's been coming, man. Right, right. Yeah. But, I mean, 32 years. So that's a big deal. To be gone. Yeah, mm-hmm. they, uh, they need a they need a French Canadian hero to step up ASAP. Right. Yeah, the only way that race is going to be. Well, saved. maybe you can go back as Jason Le Thomas. <laughs> no, I think DV has pretty much killed any chance of me being any kind of French. <laughs> right, right, right. All right, let's go. Fifteen seconds. All right, Greg, you take too long in asking answering these. Yeah, I do. Yeah. Okay, Greg, what is something that Trey has asked you to do, but you told him no? Nothing. Wow, 1.3. Nothing. Okay. Wow. Come on, there's got to be something. Nothing. Oh, what, do you, what kind of demands do you think Trey puts on him? That's true. Yeah, right. yeah, he's <laughs> he's, he's the nicest guy in the sport. He's not exactly asking him to blow down. Well, there's been times that he's asked no. me to do right. stuff. Or not maybe asked, but said, what do you think about this? And I'd be like, ah, I really don't want to do it. Yeah. He's like, okay, no big deal. Yeah. But it's not. he's never said, hey, I want you to do this. And I've turned him down. I need you to blow that he, dead He goat. asked me. He's <laughs> testing. You know, like he's, no chance. He's testing this weekend in California. Outdoors, and he was going to stay till Hangtown at first, and he's like, hey, uh, what do you think about maybe driving the van out? I was like, I don't really want to, but if you want me to, I will. He's like, uh, let me get back to you. He's like, <laughs> <laughs> so I, I guess I didn't have to do it. <laughs> right, right. I can't see Trey really needing you to, like, go bury a hooker in the desert or anything like that. <laughs> right, right. <No. laughs> All right. All right, Steve. Yeah. Who were you most surprised to see at RV's Vegas after party? Mm, Brady Sharon. I was a little surprised to see Timmy there, Timmy Ferry, because like, it's hard to time and talk. It's yeah. hard to time and talk. Yeah. Because like, when I was in Florida, uh, our, Timmy said, hey, can I ride at RVs? And I said, call him. And he goes, can you call me? Hey, or can you ask him? And then I said, hey, can Timmy ride? And RV's like, yeah, sure. He can come on out. And then when it got out, they broke down. But I was surprised that Timmy didn't want to call them, and I had to. So I'm like, are these guys on rocky terms or something, you know? Mm-hmm. So I don't know. I guess Timmy, I, I didn't see – what do you think, Brady? Was there somebody weird there? Wiggins. Wiggins? Not that it's weird, just that he was – that Jake yeah. wasn't there. That That's the only 
But yeah, it's minor, but it, right. it was just kind of, I free, thought like, hey, booze, shouldn't you kind of is gonna be there. party with your guy? Like, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Those, those monster parties suck, so maybe they, really? they'd rather yeah. do, the, they'd do the RV thing. Okay. All right. Sorry. Brady. Yeah. Who was the dirtiest rider you ever raced against? I'd have to say Michael Leslie, but mentally, not on the track so much. Like, strategy-wise, like, you know, oh. the the way he kind of plays games or has – does little things like cuts the track, all, all that, that kind of little it. stuff. That's it. Yeah. Okay. All right. All right, Jason. Second question: Name a team you think Weston Pike would be a good fit on. A lot of Pike questions, man. Pike talk. A lot of Pike talk. Pike talk. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. No, no you like it. Really I like it. Okay. Yeah. Greg likes it. It actually sounds fitting. Not like, I, I do. I, 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 I think it. he fits in with that image, and he rides a Suzuki. I yeah. Okay. Yep. Thank you. Okay, Greg. Second question. Trey is pretty much universally loved, second only to Andrew Short, except for by Steve. <laughs> B- except for yeah, by Steve. Steve. But what is the most annoying thing about him? He's a little OCD with everything's just got to be neat and put away, and he's getting a lot better with it. But, yeah, I'd say, like, he's he's definitely OCD. 8.9, you are on this. this yeah. Okay. Yeah. Must drive you crazy when JT waffles for 30 seconds. <laughs> no, that's good. Okay. Okay. He Steve. argues himself. I like it. He argues himself, yeah. <laughs> Real internal struggle. <laughs> All right. What is – Steve, what yeah. is an award you would like to see added to the Supercross Banquet? I'd like to see them spice it up a whole bunch. I'd like to see best crash as long as the guy's okay. You know, like let's not bring out Morris and Trey. Uh, I think he asked for one. I'd like to see best pass. Eleven point six seconds. I'd like to see them make f- have more fun at the banquet yeah. awards. You know what I mean? Like best crash, best pass, uh, best race between two dudes. You know what I mean? Best what pass probably went on at the Circle Bar later on that night. <laughs> yeah. Spe- speaking of pass, you know what? It's kind of every time I watch the, sh- the show. Like the Supercross on TV, I always hate when Ralph is like, "It's one lap into the race. Oh, here's the the progressive pass of the race." But like, dude, it's been a lap. Right? Can we not like, you know, he, nothing is the race he, over? He can see the He's future. Empty. He knows. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, uh, yeah. I mean, I honestly, I beat I've beaten that horse to death. Yeah. That show. You know what I mean? Like, there's so many That's things that you're just... Emmy nominated. <laughs> Don't, don't this forget is, it. Don't forget <laughs> that when they needed a photo of McGrath a couple weeks ago, they put one up of Timmy. It was video. <laughs> video, yes. Yeah. Don't forget. When they needed to talk about RV clinching three in a row, they used Timmy. That's the great thing. They pulled. They actually pulled video. You know, they had to, like, splice all that and build it, and no one caught it that it wasn't Jeremy McGrath. He, no one. Number 15 on a Cowie with O'Neal gear. Who can yes. forget those days for McGrath? Yeah. Right. <laughs> right, right. Okay. Brady, second question. What is the best advice that your dad ever gave you? Waffle, waffle, waffle. Clearly Brady and Rick get along well. There's so much they've impacted with each other, with, <laughs> judging by his silence. All right, you're, yeah, done. That's, you're done. That's tough. You're done? Fine, bro. Thanks, thanks for coming out. <laughs> All right, JT. Rick, Rick, just crying. Right yeah. Just crying. <laughs> Third. No, but it's, it's a positive thing because there's too many to list just one. It's not a negative. Nice yeah. save, bro. Yeah. yeah. JT, third and final question. Who do you think KTM will hire in 2014 to fill Roxon's 250F spot? 
had this question, but it was a. Yeah. I don't. I think if there isn't a fitting guy, they'll just leave it open. Eight point two. Good answer. All right, Greg. Who plays the biggest and most instrumental part in Trey's program? Please say Timmy. Please say Timmy. Please say Timmy. Uh, it's his mom. Please say Timmy. I said. <laughs> I heard you. <laughs> Get out. I was gonna say Dean. Dean, I like Dean. That guy's he's cool. He's cool, huh? He's yeah. Super cool. Where does Timmy rank? Uh, his mom. That's they asked me who the who okay. The well, biggest is. well who, what about Dean? Who's better, Dean or Timmy? Timmy has more contact with Trey. I'd say they they're like yeah they work together they work good together. Get out. <laughs> All right. Because t- you know Timmy needs Dean because Dean will just like. Trey, uh, you need to ride like an hour and a half moto. Just have Greg fill you up. Just keep riding, and Timmy will be like, "No, that that, that doesn't work." <laughs> so they get together, and he they 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 get together riding schedules um, and stuff. So it's good. We only do three, huh? Yeah. Okay. So I gave Brady yeah, five. You, you gave me a bunch, so I'll I'll just go to. Let me the let next me one. let me. Well, okay. Do mine. Yeah. Okay. All right. Um, name a retired pro other than Bradshaw that you would love to party with at the Circle Bar. Chicken. Or J Law. <laughs> sounds like he has a good party. <laughs> yes. Um, chicken Metasovich would be really good. Yeah. Because you don't know what is go- what's going on there. Okay. Um, you can ask him the last. Yeah, I last. I last. I got. It's a two parter. Uh, what's the best thing about having the Noof work for you as a brand manager? <laughs> the pictures I get from you of him at the Circle Bar. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Two parter. The next thing. What's the worst thing about having the Noof as a brand manager? Same answer. The pictures from the circle. <laughs> yeah. box. Where's your shirt, Noof? <laughs> <laughs> Atlas braces. Ryan Lockhart. Everybody. <laughs> you missed that, JT. Right? Yeah. Uh, I caught the end of it. He was. I. I mean, I shook hands with him and broke down with him while he was shirtless. Right. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Which was which was good enough. I felt that like that was a victory. I, Did it bring you back to Montreal? It actually brought me back to every time I've ever hung out with Noof. Well, yeah. Wasn't Noof the guy in Montreal, JT, that you said you were going to catch your plane ride home and they dragged the guy in? No, that was Eric Nye. Oh, uh, okay. Right. <laughs> like, not conscious. They dragged him in. No, yeah. I, I carried him down the stairs and put him in the back of a taxi, loaded all his bags, and paid the taxi driver and just said, just dump him out and they'll take care of him. I thought that was in Europe somewhere. Yeah, it was in Germany. No, in Montreal. There was another story like that, I thought. There well, was, there was one time mm. when Noof was trying to get on the plane, and he was still waste. You know, he drove right from the after party to the plane the next morning, and they weren't going to let him on the plane because he smelled like booze. His shirt inside out backwards and yeah. whatever. He's like, I'm not flying the thing. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> He's, Angie, Angie said to him, uh, Angie said uh, that um, to him last night, why don't you have a shirt on? He's like, what do you want me to do, invent a shirt? <laughs> No, they've already been invented, Noof. Uh, yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah, so. It's classic. Yeah, the, the, the shirts have been invented. They yeah. just want you to have one. Yeah. Okay, so that's been the X-Band Goggle tear-off segment. Don't forget, X-Band Goggles, 30% off. Pulp Show 13, 30% off. X-Band Goggles, EKSbrand.com. The best goggle on the market, bar none. Get your contract signed. Um, all right, we're going to take our last commercial break of the night, and uh, we got, we got voicemails. We have voicemails. We have a, we're going to wrap it up, some other talk about some other stuff. And uh, thanks to Thunder Valley for the free tickets. FMF, we've got all our winners for that. Last commercial break here on the night on the Pulp Mech Show. 
Presented by BTOsports.com, Atlas Braces, Fly Racing, Race Tech Suspension, X-Brand Goggles, NFAB Jeep and Truck Bars, Showy Helmets, Free Gun Underwear, Works Connection, Tech One Designs, FMF Racing, Brat Bar, 810 Solutions, W Wheels, Black Ops Motor are all on board with us. Uh, JT, we'll hit you back here in a little bit. Thanks. All right. And uh, thanks, everybody, for listening. See you in a little bit. Prime X Show is brought to you by BTOsports.com. Whether you are looking for new gear, helmets, boots, or you need to rebuild your bike from the ground up, BTO is your source for all of your motocross needs. As a proud sponsor of the BTO Sports KTM race team and the heart of the BTO Sports amateur motocross team, it is obvious that we are about more than being just a store. We support the sport that supports us. us. We at BTO Sports want to give back to you, the listener, for supporting us and the Pope X Show. Use coupon code PULPMX when placing your order at btosports.com for a VIP listener discount. Certain brand restrictions will apply. Hey everyone, Trey Kennard here. I wanted to tell you about one of my favorite products, Fly Racing's Light Hydrogen Racewear. With direct input from Andrew Short and I, the Fly Design Department created the first true, lightweight, minimalist pant and jersey design for pure racing performance. This gear eliminates non-essential features, such as rubber TPR badging, and uses stretch materials for the ultimate race pant and jersey combo. The light hydrogen pant is the lightest, most breathable, and non-restrictive pant I have ever worn. To complete my gear combo, I chose Fly Racing's minimalist light race glove and F2 carbon helmet for a complete race-ready setup. For more information about the light hydrogen racewear and other products from Fly Racing, Visit them on the web at flyracing.com. NFAB is the undisputed leader in high-quality accessories for your truck, Jeep, and SUV. For products that are as unique as your vehicle, check out NFAB Off-Road Accessories. From nerf steps and lighting accessories to the all-new Adjust Step and Endura Step. NFAB has you covered. NFAB products are handcrafted in the USA, delivering unsurpassed quality and durability with cutting-edge style. Available in cab length, wheel-to-wheel, and fed access models, NFAB nerf steps offer the widest array of configurations to access your vehicle. NFAB also offers a wide range of mounting solutions for auxiliary lighting, including pre-runner light bars, light cages, and full replacement front bumpers. All NFAB products are backed by a lifetime craftsmanship warranty and a five-year finish warranty. To find out where to buy NFAB products, visit www.n-fab.com or call 866-806-NFAB. NFAB, truck products for truck people. You've tried other neck braces, but have you ever tried the one that's flexible? The revolutionary family of Atlas braces are the world's first flexible family of neck braces on the market. Designed to retain natural body mobility and range of motion. Gone are the days of wearing bulky neck protection that restricts your movement. The Atlas Brace family is fully adjustable and unique features like dual chest and back supports, independent chest suspension, a flexible split frame design, and a one-of-a-kind emergency release system set the Atlas Brace family apart from others. And our championship-winning athletes Ryan Villapoto, Jeremy McGrath, and Jake Weimer agree. You may have tried a neck brace, but you haven't experienced an Atlas Brace. It's 2013, and X-Brand is prepped for our biggest year yet. Racers of all calibers are getting wise and switching to X-Brand. Guys like Jimmy Albertson, Josh Strang, Les Smith, Bobby Canary, Austin Politelli, and many more agree. X-Brand can't be beat when it comes to superior foam, a comfortable frame, 
and simple optics that just plain work. Available in multiple flavors with all the options you need like zip-offs, laminates, lenses, and nose guards. So head over to EKSBrand.com to order now and use the discount code PULPSHOW13 for an insane 30% off. X-Brand Goggles. Hey guys, thank you for listening to the Pulpamec Show. And uh, one of our sponsors, Race Tech, is on board with us and we're pumped to have them. Did you know that I was a mechanic for a long, long time? You did? Have I talked about it? Summer Cross? Mount Morris 2000? Anyways, don't do what I did, which was becoming a mechanic and not knowing anything and trying to learn. No, no, no. Our friends at Race Tech have made it easy for you to step right into the field of being a professional mechanic, a professional suspension tuner, anything you want. There's more and more teams all the time in the pits, and they need people like that. They don't need people like me back in the day. They need people like you that take a race tech class taught by Paul Feed himself. If you're a dad or a do-it-yourself or looking for your knowledge to be your own suspension tuner, this is perfect. It's taught by Paul Feed. 30 years of experience in suspension tuning. He'll show you the black art of suspension. Don't listen to me. Listen to Paul Feed. He's got these seminars. He's been doing them for a long, long time. And if you listen to my podcast I did with him on Racer X, check the archive. You can hear it for yourself. Paul's a smart guy. And his classes, his seminars, will help you become a much smarter person and therefore be able to get a better job than the one I had where I was on the floor of a box van for years and years. So please, check them out. Their classes each spring and fall at Racetech headquarters in Corona, California. Log on to Racetech.com or give them a call at 951-279-6655. Get smart. There are dozens of helmet brands on the shelf at your local dealer. How do you decide which is the right one for you? With over 50 years experience, Showy delivers a premium helmet with quality that is second to none. Many of our competitors rely on overseas manufacturers who they hope will build the helmets to their specifications. Every helmet that bears the iconic Shoei Hexagon undergoes a minimum of seven inspections throughout its week-long manufacturing process in one of our two factories located in Japan. Shoei's sole focus on premium helmet engineering and manufacturing guarantee you the highest quality and performance available. Stop by your local showy dealer and see why team riders like Kevin Windham, Justin Barsha, Josh Grant, and Michael Lessie demand Showy's premium level of comfort, safety, and performance. Showy, 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 showy. In 1973, Don Emler started FMF in his Hawthorne, California garage. 38 years later, that garage is a 90,000 square foot state-of-the-art manufacturing facility where, proudly, everything is still produced 100% under one roof using only the best American material. The only thing more important to us at FMF than winning is our customers. So here's a big thanks to our fellow riders for giving us the 2010 Reader's Choice Award in every major U.S. motorcycle publication. It's the passion that drives us, so thanks for making us number one. FMF, built in the USA, proven on the track. Brop, the sound of acceleration. 
Influenced by riders, racers, and outdoor enthusiasts on the tracks and trails of Colorado, the revolutionary Brop formula was created as a solution to energize with clean and natural foods. The Brop Nutrition Bar is a superior food that delivers energy-infused nutrients and protein to meet the demands of today's toughest athletes. Used by top racers like Kevin Windham, David Pingree, Jimmy Albertson, and many more. Brop Nutrition Bars use high-quality natural ingredients and no preservatives and are gluten and soy free. Available in four delicious flavors, honey graham, chocolate chip cranberry, and blueberry. Order now by going to www.dropbar.com or call toll-free at 1-855-8-DROP today. Mention Pop MX and receive free shipping on your first order of two or more boxes. Like us on Facebook or follow us on Twitter at Drop Nutrition Now. Drop Nutrition Bars, accelerate your body and mind. Is your bike missing that final piece of the puzzle? Does it feel like you're just coming up a little short? Can your bike use more power? It's easy to get noticeable power gains throughout the entire RPM range with the Black Ops Moto Ignition Coil. Install one now and you're set for the tracker trail. What this innovative product does is increase the energy at your spark plug gap, which allows more energy to be released in your combustion event. Besides the power increases, you'll get better starting, quicker throttle response, and then expect to be impressed. The Black Ops Moto Ignition Coil is available for two and four strokes, as well as vintage machines. Used by Michael Lessie in Supercross, Matt Lemoyne, Gary Semix, and other top riders. Black Ops Moto is happy to provide the Pulp MX Show listeners a 15% discount off their order if they call in and mention Pulp MX. Dealers and distributors are also welcome. Check us out at blackopsmoto.com and like us on Facebook. Learn what others have discovered and feel the instant improvement for your bike. Get ready, America, because WUSA is your number one source for quality wheel sets in America. WUSA offers all the top brands that you and the world's best racers know and trust, like Reed, Dungey, Millsaps, Tickle, Sealy, Short, and more. All rely on trust WUSA, because all our wheels are built right in our shop in Orange, California. And if you want it custom-made for your bike, like the world's best freestyle riders, Renner, Deegan, Adams, Madison, Mason, Sherwood, and others, you can choose different spoke and nipple colors for a completely custom look that'll dazzle you. Off-road riding, WUSA can build you wheels for the absolute toughest of conditions. And W also offers DID and Excel rims, along with OEM replacement spoke and nipple kits for your stock hubs. Need brakes? W offers the industry's best oversized and standard brake kits from Galfer and Brembo. Just see your local dealer or visit us at WUSA.com. Hey, you can also download the most current W catalog from the iTunes App Store. WUSA, D-U-B-Y-A, USA. It doesn't get any better than us. Hey guys, you know what one of my favorite races of the year is? I bet you were wondering what it was. It's the Thunder Valley National, and this year, 2013, it is coming to Lakewood, Colorado on May 25th. I can hardly wait. Nine years in a row, the Rocky Mountain region has greeted the summer season with this incredible blend of horsepower and cheering. I'm pumped. Thunder Valley, first one to have lights, too. So, that's pretty cool. Track's got so many obstacles. It's going to have it all May 25th. We promise there will be no photographers running on the track this week to affect the uh, the race. 
And don't forget, throughout the weekend, this challenge-laden track plays host to a full lineup of races while fans follow the dirt-slinging action from the grandstands, which serve up complete views of the track from nearly every vantage point. Off the course, there's plenty to do. Memorabilia auctions, vendor row, there'll be some, probably some burgers and fries being cooked. It's all at Thunder Valley, May 25th for the Lucas Oil AMA National Pro, and I could not be more excited. Please join me there this summer and help the Nationals get kicked off. Welcome back, Pulp and Muck Show, presented by BTOsports.com, and it is the late hour here on the show, and I am feeling it. I'm tired. I just partied too much, JT. That's what I do, dude. I just partied. Yeah, you're, not, you're known for that. I am, aren't I? Yes. Yeah. Were uh, you Corona only? No, I was, uh, I was Vodka Monster, because it, it, it was the Supercross Banquet, and that was yeah. disgusting. And then Pookie told me, if you want to look like a pussy, but it tastes good, you can get vodka cranberry or yep. just get vodka OJ. So I got started doing vodka OJ. Oh, okay, there you yeah. go. Yeah. Right. But she said, if you get vodka cranberry, and she went like this, like raised, <laughs> like raised her pinky up. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Right. Well, you, you need to do the vodka water. Drink. Vodka water, then you can hydrate in. Yeah, that, that's my move, and it, it usually hurts. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's all That's all I really drink, and it, it it tends to leave a mark the next day. Uh, 702-586-7857. We'll take your calls for a little bit while longer if you got something on your mind about Supercross or Motocross coming up. Uh, but uh, Greg Albertson, Brady Sharon from Atlas Brace is in here. And, of course, the Titch Legendary is also uh, taking your calls. Let's talk about Greg Albertson's $60 cab ride from Hard Rock to MGM. Yeah, every, every, I'm, I'm the richest guy I know when I'm drunk. <laughs> Just because of traffic or what? Uh, 
No, well, I didn't want to wait on a cab. There's a limo there, and oh, gotcha. You know, yeah. Sixty bucks from Hard Rock hey, to where? MGM. 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 Yeah, that's a good one. La- last year in Vegas, we took a limo to from the Hard Rock to the Win. Yeah. And we couldn't get in the club there, uh, and I-, I paid for the taxi. It was like two hundred and fifteen bu- fifteen bucks. <laughs> yeah, and then we didn't get in. Yeah, oh, that, was- yeah. that hurts. Awesome. But there was like there was literally like thirty of us in this in this limo. And then everybody just bailed, and like the limo driver, like was looking at me like he was gonna knock me out if I made a break for it too. Right, right, right. So <laughs> you're like, you might be yeah. able to catch me, you know? I don't know. Um, yeah, good times in Vegas. How about seeing Bradshaw? Yep, highlight of the night. Bradshaw there, dude, hanging. Where was he? Banquet? At the Circle Bar. Oh, okay. Um, after the race, I didn't see him last night or this morning. That's cool. Or whatever, but uh, monster truck driver, super chaos ambassador, MMA referee. Oh, okay. Uh yeah yeah he yeah. does it all. Um, a fight. Well, you can go downstairs, Stitz, and get one. Uh, uh, a fight broke out between some dudes. You know, affliction shirts or whatever, Ed Hardy shirts, and Bradshaw just no. He, he like hand his drink to New for me or somebody, and just went in and parted him. Really? And everybody calmed down. <laughs> it was all okay because Damon Bradshaw broke it up. That's awesome. awesome. Yeah, it's the beast. Awesome. Um, JT, you know him a little bit too. Now he's a Boise guy. Yeah, not as much as I would like to, but, uh, <laughs> I mean, that's like my childhood hero. Right, right. So. You have his jersey on your wall in Florida. Yeah, I think he knows who I am now, at least, which is a huge bonus. Right, right, right. Yeah, yeah, I'll take it. I think he knew my name before, just because, like, I was in the way a lot during the races, <laughs> but yeah. now I think when he knows, when he sees me, he actually knows who I am, so that's, I can pretty much die happy at this point. Yeah, yeah, exactly, right? Um, all right, so the Supercross season is wrapped up, man, and, uh. It's been a, it's been a pretty good one. Um, Ryan Villapoldo with three in a row, and then the Divinity races were great. Um, I guess let's do this. Uh, I wanted I did this before before we went to commercial break on the four fifties, and these two people in the studio here, Greg Albertson, Brady Sharon. There's the the East and West Coast standing. So you guys each take a take take, take a sheet each. Greg, uh, what, what do you have there? What's the what's uh, what are we starting with? Two fifty. No, you, you take one. You take one. Oh, okay. 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 What do you got in your hand? Well, I got it? the uh, the West right okay, here. Okay. Give me your. Give me your breakout rider of the of the next year, for next year. For next who, who year, who do you think? Uh, Jason Anderson. Jason Anderson, okay. And who was your who was well, your? I mean, are you are we talking? Because he he already won a race. I, know, honestly, I think I think it counts. I think, yeah. I think as far as as championship, I, I yeah. would put him up there. And then my other one is I think you're going to see Jesse Nelson up front a lot. Jesse Nelson, yeah. Is he going to make Hangtown? Do we know? Uh, I he, I know he started riding. I think last mm-hmm. week. So um, okay. I think maybe he'll start off a little bit slow if, if he's still nursing something. But right. He'll be ready. The thing is, you get starts, you surround yourself up there, you, you're yeah. bound to get faster, right. and he's going to keep, keep ripping starts, I think. JT, we got to the bottom of that Jason Anderson home race thing. And? He read what I wrote, but he said, if you look at the amount of driving time, it's really close. It's within an hour. So, you know. Of which Phoenix or Vegas? No, yeah, Salt Lake is within an hour of of Phoenix driving. What about Vegas? Time. Yeah, he said the same thing. So, uh, I mean, I don't know. I'm just saying, like, he's claiming driving time is is really close. So it's it's within an hour of him being still ri- still wrong. <laughs> yes, yes, exactly. <laughs> I mean, I'm just saying. He, we we got. So it was just not as bad as we thought it was. He's yeah, still bad. Right. Right. Yeah. Right. Okay. All right. Um, who's your most disappointing rider? In this. Yeah, oh. 250 West. 
Rattray. I know, huh? Yeah. I just He's never been the same since he broke his neck, Tyler Rattray. He's yeah, not I been mean, the same was, guy. He was on the gas that night. Was that Oakland? Yeah. I don't yeah, I don't know. Oh man, and and you know, four fifty outdoors, he got a shot last or, year. No, or Ryan Sipes. I really thought Ryan was gonna bring it. I, I think he started kind of finding his groove too. Um when he did that race he got hurt. I think he won the heat race right before that. And I don't think you can say that you thought he was gonna break it. I mean, you know, he is what he is at this point. No, yeah. not breaking yeah. out. I just thought I was a little bit disappointed. I'll take Christian Craig as most disappointing. Yeah, that's fair. And now he's out for a while. He 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 hurt his wrist pretty no, good. Did he? In that crash, the same wrist. Yeah. Damn. And and they're gonna fill his spot in on the four fifties with um, another rider. Good talk. Um, well, I can't really. They told me. Yeah, they asked yeah. me not to say. But he rode really see. good at. I, I feel bad even making that claim because he rode great at Salt Lake. I thought. But I expect. I thought he was gonna do really well coming into the year, and it really didn't pan out. Right, 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 right. Um, what about you, Brady? You got two for the East there. Yeah, uh, biggest biggest uh, breakout rider, biggest guy we can look for next year. Uh, I would say Han. I mean, it's not really his breakout year, no, but it was just nice to see him do it after yeah, so many years yeah, of trying. Yeah, that doesn't sure. count. Okay, um, Cole Thompson, Canadian. I don't, I don't know about contending for right there, but I, it was nice. It was nice to see a Canadian up there doing well. Okay, wait a minute. Hold on a second. Now I love Canada. We know this. Um. I thought Cole Thompson's season, with the lack of depth in that class, was about the same as last year. It was a little more consistent. I, want, okay. I wanted to see more from the 48. Okay. That's fair. Okay. Head of Dean Wilson. <laughs> wow. Still angry about that Scottish thing. Um, what about uh, most disappointing on the Dean East Wilson. Coast? Dean Wilson. Yeah, I think that's probably I mean, easy to say. Coming into that thing, you know, he should have just been gone. Honestly. Um, okay. Well, um, hey, who's going to win MX1 uh, this year in Canada? Fossiati or Metcalf? Metcalf. Without a doubt. Oh, yeah. Okay. Who's going to win MX2? Benoit? Yeah. Possibly. Benoit? I, I think, yeah. yeah. I, I think Benoit. He, he right. was really strong last year and only did half the series or whatever he did. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think with a full right. season, he'll be be right there, yeah. Right. JT, uh, Metcalf or Fossiati? Uh, you got to take Matty. Got you have to. Really? I think, huh? okay. think Fasciati could have made it interesting uh, when he was at his prime, mm-hmm. which is not right now. I don't think. Can yeah. I be racing up there yeah. again? Who? Can I? Re- yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I like him. Dirty mouth. There's no way that if Matty is 100 percent, that those guys can stay near him. Well, and I love Bobby Canari, ex-Bangongo athlete. But if you think about Canari, is pretty close to Colton, if not the same. And I don't know if Canari and Metcalf have ever even seen each other on a national track. That's what I'm saying. Dude, right, Metcalf right, won a national, right. was it last yeah, year? Two years ago. Yeah. Two yeah. years ago. So, and then oh, you, you take Gerke, who just won 16 out of 18. And, and you've got to think that Metty's maybe a little, you know, he's got to be considered better than Gerke. I know Matt was riding great, don't get me wrong. Yeah. No, but, but you've got to think Metty's yeah, better. Right, right, so there we go. Yeah. yeah. It's hard. But then the negative in Metcalf thing is adapting to the tracks and, you know, that kind of stuff. But Yeah, but he's a... Right. He's a gnarly dude. He's yeah. not going to have any problem. I mean, it's going to be a bit weird of a thing, but, you know, he's dealt right. with it before. It's not like a young kid coming up there who doesn't have really any experience anywhere. Right. You know, he's a, you know he knows what he's doing. Maddie's race, does nation. I mean, yeah. he's, he's a yeah. world international yeah. talent. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Um, okay. Um, I'm going to take Davalos to win next year. That I didn't get to pick on that. Well, yeah, I didn't have the sheets in front of you. Are you, are you being serious? 
Are you just yeah. saying this to get me mad? No, no. Are you just saying this to get me upset? Because no, I, I think Davos is an early favorite for 14. Really? Really? Okay. Yeah. You're insane. All right. Um, Ackerman, what's going on, man? What's up, guys? How are you? Uh, a lot better than you right now. <laughs> Dude, I, just, I party too much, bro. Yeah, you God, I've felt that way once or twice before. It's not that fun. No, yeah. Dude, I just, I'm just. Yeah, you need to sleep, dude. Dude, I'm working on it. The sooner we get off the phone with yeah. you, the sooner I can go to sleep. What's going on? <laughs> yeah, I, I'm keeping you on. Hey, uh, first thing was uh, somebody was just saying that Davalos was uh Yeah, that, that's Jason was, Thomas. Jason Thomas from uh, Fly Racing. Jason Thomas said that. Oh, <laughs> uh, was he? Uh, oh, was he brought to you by Shirley Helmets? What's that? No, I'm kidding. Oh. No, but he uh, he does always look tall, look good early on, but that's only in my heat race. Yeah. And early on in the meet. Marty's got his two year deal? I think it's only a one yeah, year deal. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I agree with it's JT. He, if he's back, I think he could, on, on Pro Circuit, he probably could be a title contender next year, looking at how many people are moving up. It's going to be Cole oh, Seeley, yeah, Jason Anderson, and Cian Cirilla. Cole Seeley, Jason Anderson. Yeah. And don't forget, uh, What's his name? Uh, Cooper Webb. Cooper Webb. Yeah. Yeah, if, he, yeah if, he's, if he's West or whatever. Jeremy Martin, too. Yeah. Strong. Justin Hill was riding pretty good. What about Mookie? Oh, yeah. <laughs> he's oh, Waka Flocka. <laughs> he just wants his money. Hey, but uh, who is the dude talking about how Ralph always says, like, the pass of the race within the first two laps? That was Brady. Atlas braces, neck braces, Brady Sherman. Hey. Uh, right on, yeah. Dude, this week, really, he, he did it again, but he built up Wyndham's transfer. Like, oh, Kevin Wyndham came out and did the biggest transfer of the year. And, like, I, I'm probably speaking for thousands of people when I say this. But it was like everybody was waiting to see it. And then finally when they show something, they show him take off and then do a nose wheelie. It's like they don't even show the whole transfer. Right, right, right. It's like, yeah. They're like, we've, we've, we've managed to capture a unicorn. Look, a walrus. Yeah. I, I can't yeah. that. I was very upset. What? I'm, I'm agreeing with him. I, oh. They were talking about like they were going to show it, and then it's just a nose. It wasn't really. the biggest one he's did by far. It, uh, wasn't, it wasn't. I mean, yeah. They're all cool, but, yeah, it wasn't. Like yeah, that. it wasn't like, oh, my God, you know. But, uh, but you're right. Yeah, if they talk about it, let's show it, right? Or what about the fact that. It's his last Supercross to do a transfer. Right. Why don't they show his intro and transfer and everything? Good question. I mean, there's so many questions about the TV show. I mean, Emmy-nominated. How but, great it is. Right. I mean, prove it. Right. I'd like to see Wyndham in the booth full-time next year. I think he's really good up there. See Wyndham? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he is good. And uh, hopefully he can... Pipe down Ralph a little bit. Yeah. Well, I'm just glad we lost Brett Michaels. Like, I'll take one at a time. We lost Brett, um, you know. Yeah, but we still got Ben Halen with you, so. What's wrong with that, bro? Dude. Do you know, I I think Van Halen has sold over 100 million records. Do I care? That's, that's <laughs> <laughs> hey, my, my, my favorite Ralph saying is whoop pad. 
Whoop pad? Oh, I love that one. Oh, I don't know. No, I, don't just, know. I said that once the other day. He said he, he looked fast in the whoop pad. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Track builders yeah. call it a whoop pad before it's built. So I don't know. <laughs> he heard that dirt work guy say it, and he caught, he caught on to something new. He was yeah. stoked he wanted to use it. Right. <laughs> the whoopty hoopties. Huckabuck. Uh, oh. Hey, what about uh, – I also had a question. I, I have a few questions, actually. Sorry. I know it's not your name, but uh, – so, uh, the neck brace guy? Yeah. Because uh, I'm a quadriplegic, and I know if I would have had one, I'm, I really don't know whether I'd be as high of a level of a quad or a, like a lot lower level quadriplegic. But like right now, I'm C2, on and later, everything else. Um, but what sets the Atlas brace apart? The biggest difference is that it good. Yeah, yeah. The the biggest difference is everything that happens underneath the frame, Um, because they all sit relatively at about the same point, so they limit you know the movement relative to each other. Um, Yeah. But everything that happens underneath that, we're a lot different. I mean, we don't sit on the sternum, we don't sit on the spine. The four contact points on the body for the chest and back is actually a greater surface area, so it's going to spread out whatever impact is yeah. being transmitted. Um, and because of the various areas of flexibility with suspension in the front, flexibility in the frame, it actually allows the neck brace itself to help dissipate some of those forces before they get to your body. So that's a big thing, not only with you know neck injury, but any injury, collarbone, shoulder, chest, back, whatever. It's a big help with that because it actually takes the energy and lowers the level of it before it gets down to the body. So it's going to transfer less into you and therefore hopefully reduce injury more. Yeah. And how about with that? Does it really limit you know, the range of motion that you have on it when you're on the bike? It's relative to to the other ones, but the the, um, the positive part that we have is we have height adjustment, so you can actually fine-tune it to your body and, you know, with – the bigger guys with shorter necks or the tall guys with long necks, you know, we can make it yeah. more relative to what your body type is. And also with the split and with the split in the frame, it actually allows some flexibility. So what that does is when you go in a corner or scrub a jump or, or something like that, it's going to move a bit more naturally with your body instead of just being in a fixed position all the time. That's cool. I appreciate you answering yeah. that. And, no, uh, no problem. And I'm a, I'm a believer in it, but Great. I've never really... I, I've never had the chance to try one, and it just, I always, I'm curious as to what it would be like had I got the chance. Like, if I would have had one on, what the, what the impact would have been. Or yeah, for sure. What the and I, would have been. You know, I'm sympathetic, and I'm sorry to hear that you you weren't able to find out what the what the difference would be. You know, it's it sucks to, to have that happen, for sure. Yeah, it's just, it's life. I mean, it's. Yep. Shitty situation, shitty. I got dealt a shitty hand, as they say in Vegas. Yeah. But, um, he did. He definitely did. It yeah. sucks for you, Ackerman, no doubt about it. I mean, but at least you, yeah. have, at least you, have, your, at least you have your ears to listen to Halen. <laughs> hey, dude, you have no idea. Every time I wait till the person picks a song, like the, whoever the guest is, and then last week when Berluti picked that god awful song by. They, uh, they're named after a car. Uh, what was it? I don't even remember. Chevelle? Chevelle. Oh, Chevelle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're horrible. 
My kids is kind of cool. And he even hates kid music. Albertson's song wasn't there? any better. Right, right. I like it. I'm all about Jim Howie's song was it. Adele. Adele. Right. <laughs> He's a and he dare. Okay, well, we're going to have to agree to disagree. Tomato, tomato. No, I'm agreeing to agree. Look, oh. He's saying I'm he agreeing that you're wrong. Oh, oh, I'm and, sorry. Okay. Sorry, yeah. Yeah, Halo. Hey, yeah. While I'm on the air, can you uh, apologize to Tits for me? Because you were really rude to him earlier. Whoa. Please explain. You're a Twitter, you're a Twitter battle. No, I that was really, really rude. <laughs> he called me an idiot for disagreeing with a movie review. Just because yeah. you are an idiot. Yeah. So you call everybody I, an I, idiot. I, I, I disagreed with his movie review, and he he lashed out at me and called me an idiot. I, I don't understand where I would have to apologize for that. You brought in irrelevant yeah, well, information. Well, like I, like I asked you about, uh, like, uh, I don't have some stupid question, and you called him an idiot. No, I never did. That didn't happen. <laughs> and pitches your son. I never have an Ackerman. No. No, but my last question okay. is actually for your your beautiful, lovely wife. Oh, she yeah, she, she's not here, like listening, but. Oh uh, well, can you get her there? F you, dude. Uh, dude. And it's about it's about JT. So it's about it's actually a good question. It's a pooky question for JT about JT. Yeah. She's not here. Like, she's actually not in the house. Oh, uh, really? Yeah. She's walking the dogs. Uh, or something. We were, we were agreeing that JT uh, should be the next bachelor. Oh. What do you think, JT? Yeah, I think we should. I should what? I, I didn't catch it. Should be the next bachelor. Oh, yeah. I don't I don't think I really got it like that. Can you imagine Noof on that show? Dude, you would get laid every night. <laughs> you would, dude. Full <laughs> full rose ceremony and then banging. <laughs> So, I, I, I'd like to see Noof at the very first one. You know, they do the meet and greet, and the guy, the, some of the chicks get wasted and stuff. He'd be the one getting just oh. trashed, have his shirt off, and he'd yeah. be like, I gotta bang that one. <laughs> that one. Park is full, <laughs> Park is full of rubbers. You can like put Dunlop stickers on them. Yeah, no I'd doubt. I'd like to think Dunlop for these condoms. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Ackerman. No, but, uh, thanks, buddy. Hey, thanks, guys. Keep up the good show. Thank you. Bye, All Chris. right, bud. See ya. Great guy hey, right pretty there. Pretty good show tonight, not too great. All right, 702-586-7857. You can call that number anytime and leave a voicemail. And we have a lot of voicemails to play tonight. Not really. I cut a lot out. I wasn't feeling it. Yeah. Um, these are dedicated to Greg McQuarrie. He loves this stuff. And, uh, again, these are the best of the best. I'm really sorry, everyone. Hey, just got done listening to your show after Salt Lake. Um, actually submitted a question to tits for tweet at tits but what's the word on the salt lake national track i saw reed was out there riding it i saw racer x was out there taking pictures what's the word on it is it going to be better than elsinore are the riders actually going to like it are the media guys going to like it any word you can give me on that anyway thanks well i mean i read on the internet that it's going to ruin motocross so if it hasn't done it already ruin it yes like in a good way or a bad way <laughs> what how can you, is, how do you yeah, ruin it in a good way? <laughs> I'm talking about like the, like the rest of the, the venues are going to be like, oh, man, that place is so great, or it's just going to be terrible and it's going to – Wow, the people on the internet – I don't know how you were looking at it. The people on the internet think it's going to be terrible because okay. it's not a natural track. Yeah, neither was Elsinore. Yeah. Right. Yeah, but nobody's Or is. Pala. I mean, look at the guys that live in Florida. Everything's flat. Jason what do you Baker th- does everything. Yeah. They, build, they, they practice on tracks that are fabricated like that. What do you think, JT? 
I think it'll be fine. I don't think the fact that it's in Utah or that it was man-made is going to have any direct effect on it. The the way the technology is now and the track builders, they can build, they can build elevation. It's not a problem. And they've done that. Yeah. Have yeah, you, yeah. you seen the video, Greg, of it? Uh, and I saw some pictures. It yeah. looked like they pushed up some dirt. They just did. about what they, they did at Elsinore. Though. I saw. Yeah, I saw the video. It looked cool, just like Elsinore. I mean, Elsinore has right. hills. Yeah. They had hills that went up and down. Like yeah. I, I couldn't believe when I went out there for the first time after they did that. I'm like, yeah. wow. Yeah, not work. only the track's going to be a problem huh. at all. It's, it's kind of just you know going and having gravel pits or stuff there's, like that. But There's 10 natural motocross tracks out in bumfuck Egypt that you can go to. So let's try to have some you know, new ones that have great facilities and are close to cities and stuff. So, oh, whatever. Who cares? It should be good. Yeah. It's close to the house here. So. Yeah. Quick flight. 45 minutes. Hey, Steve, great show. Hey, question. Um, I know that David Dolman, who is awesome on your show, I always thought he was such a dick when he raced. JT's awesome on the show. Did you hear that? Yep. <laughs> okay. And uh, when he was on that Buku reality show, um, just seemed like a total douche. But, uh, yeah, he's great on your show. I'm shocked at his moto, moto knowledge and everything. But my question is, I know Dave can't say anything about the show. He's got some sort of deal he can't talk about. But what is your opinion of that team manager that was on that show i mean what is he doing now i mean was it ridiculous to have him in uh you know professional supercross and motocross i mean was that just insane uh i mean he seemed to me like what you do to some hick local shop owner that uh all of a sudden got his break to run a supercross team and i'm just wondering what he's doing now and if you know and I, like i said i know david can't talk about it but i'd really like to know your opinion Hey, if you have any insight, funny stories about that. All right, guys, thanks. Great show. See you, Mike. Uh, Team manager of Buku, is that what you Yeah, yeah. Lucky, or was that? Yeah, lucky. Yeah, lucky. Um, I don't know what happened. It sounded fine when I recorded it, but something. Tits. I don't know. Tits. (laughs) I wish I knew that you do something like that. Uh, What about Lucky Nichols? Uh, I don't know. Uh, DV couldn't talk about it last time he was on the show. Um, Put it this way, I think all you need to know about Lucky Nichols and his ability to manage slash tune a bike is the fact that he, Lucky Nichols has never got another job since that team. So I think that probably says most of the things. Your guy, Jim Lewis, Merge Racing, worked over there. Yeah, he did. And I did mean, that was a flop. Any um, Lucky Nichols stories? Lucky Nichols, he started uh, LCS, or LCS, I believe, or something. LCS, yeah. Yeah, he started up a little uh, in, in Dallas area, and some local guys were using their stuff, and he just kind of... I don't know. I haven't seen his stuff in about a year or two, so I, right. I think he's just – I don't know what he's done, but he's not on the scene anymore. Him and DV did not mesh. I didn't see the show, but oh, I heard – Oh, it's must-see TV. Good stuff, huh? Yeah, Jim talks good. about it. Jim's stoked about the show. He's like, that, that's what <laughs> motocross needs to be. We need more of that right, stuff because right, right, right. it was great. JT, did you like it? Did you like dealing with DV? Did you think DV was a good guy on that and stuff? And- uh, I really never had a problem with DV other than said incident. Yeah, it started out with two guys arguing about career main event starts, <laughs> and it just like went downhill. It was like that Anchorman where it was like, Dude, "Wow, that got out of elevator, really? That got out of hand." <laughs> That's what I felt like saying with this argument between these two. Wow, that really took a bad turn. <laughs> All right, let's go. Bring kill the guy. <laughs> Good thing I didn't have a trident. You should probably leave town for a while. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Mathis, in case you're wondering, Bruins won last night. They're leading the series one nothing. Suck it.
eat. Mathis, Johnny from Arizona. Just listen to the last show, uh, show and man, I love Berluti on the show. He, he's awesome. And uh, I noticed you were kind of teasing a little bit with the uh, the Tomac thing, but uh, I'm going to have to side with Berluti on this. I, you, I think you should probably leave him alone. Like, you're going to get him in trouble. Uh, every time you hear Berluti talk, you can see, like, he obviously, he doesn't really play the politics game. He just wants to tell the truth, and I think he could get him in trouble. So he's probably a shitty poker player because um, he doesn't really hide things very well. Uh, yeah, so leave Berluti alone, dude. Don't fuck it up for everybody. Also, uh, <laughs> RV is, man, what an awesome interview. The guy is just cocky and got just a big enough ego to, like, you know, like him. Uh, you can tell he's just he's just a good old boy redneck, and I think that's why a lot of people identify with him. Um, so, yeah, good good interview with RV. I like him a lot. So um, You can see how... Uh, he doesn't really care about the wins or or the records right now. I think if you start focusing on that, you're probably gonna, you know, end up taking a drug nap and start getting injured. So um, I, I like him a lot. Good show. Made me cream my pants. Awesome. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I gotta say, even Pookie. Yeah. What? Even Pookie said to me, "Why you gotta be like that with Berluti?" Because. About the Tomac thing and the RCA, yeah, yeah. you know, didn't, you didn't pick on him too bad. I know, but yeah, a little bit. But I want him to keep coming on, though. Yeah. I got to be careful. Yeah, no, it's, yeah, you did. I don't think you stepped over any lines. I'm trying to get some information, man. <laughs> trying to dig in there. No. Going back to what he said about RV, do you think he really doesn't care about the wins yes. or the records? Yes, I you really, really, I do? really don't think so. I think RV cares about what's in his bank account. When can he yeah. quit and just get fat and drink beer? Making sure he's better than everybody else. Go, yeah. Go hunt. That is a big thing. Yeah. Just, yeah, I think he's just, you know. Just like, a, seriously. Just a, just a means to an end. I mean, when he started, I he didn't know, you know, he didn't care back then. You know, he's never shown me any inclination like, oh, like James has been like, you know, oh, McGrath 72. I'm going I'm for that. Right, yeah. I, I see it. You know, uh, 10 you know, wins a year is all I need. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, RV, no way. Speaking about that, I think that's what makes him so great as a racer because mentally he doesn't get in his own head. No. He, doesn't, he doesn't care about the record, the no. win. He doesn't. He doesn't care. Nothing bothers him. I mean, you, you know, you look at the guy in race day. He's the most calm guy ever. He didn't. He didn't yeah. care. No, and he goes out there. He does his thing. He does what he's got to do. And yeah, that's not like me sending him the photo of James ripped. <laughs> like I would if I said that to Trey, it could mess with him or or a normal no, guy or whatever. Know, but I don't think it okay. Would. But I wouldn't do that. I wouldn't do it. James's six pack. Yeah, I, I would send it to RV because I know that does not even like you know. Doesn't even get in his head. He could no. care less. Uh, he's not like two guys on Twitter arguing about career main events. <laughs> you know, he's not like that. So that's cute. <laughs> uh, no, I, I, I mean, and somebody jumped something. Somebody's faster than him. He was eighth fastest at Seattle or whatever. He don't care. Does not care. No, no, I, I truly not. So, hey Steve, uh, Travis here from Edmonton, uh, Alberta, Canada. I didn't know um, what it was. Just got a little bit uh, <laughs> to mention here about the uh, broadcast from last night for Vegas. Um, well, I love you guys' show, by the way, but um, not a big fan of Ralph. Um, one of the funniest things I've ever heard was when he was just absolutely freaking out about nothing during the event. And then um, it was Millsaps Weimer coming in the corner. They go into like a gnarly-ass rhythm, rhythm section. Um, Ralph's shouting off the top of his lungs. He goes, 
Oh, here comes Millsaps. Oh, look at this side by side. Oh, he just took his hand off the bars and pushed him. Did you see that? And I'm like, what? And then he's like, yeah. And then he just goes, did you see that? And Chronicle's like, uh, I don't think so. <laughs> and like, I was just like, man, like, have you ever ridden a fucking dirt bike in your life? Like, no one's going to take a fucking hand off the bar going through a gnarly <laughs> rhythm section. Like, are you kidding me? James Stewart, Ricky Carmichael. Just, uh, oh, like, got to have somebody in there who can at least fucking, you know, who's at least ridden a fucking bike. Like, sure, Carmichael and Emig have ridden well, bikes before. No, no. But all three of them should have fucking ridden bikes. <laughs> like, you don't see idiots, uh, you know, talk about fucking hockey in a hockey broadcast. They all fucking have played hockey to know about hockey. Ralph doesn't know shit about motocross. He sucks. Anyway, that's it. Bye. Uh, uh, do you, oh, there's one, uh, this guy, um, the analyst, the play-by-play guy, generally speaking, is not a former athlete, not a former in any sport. They are an announcer. An announcer, play. yes. They have experts like Carmichael and Megan Wyndham to throw to, and just like in the booth in football, there's ex-football players. The the the, anal, the the play-by-play guys are not former athletes ever. That doesn't matter. Ralph is not perfect. Ralph does like the term "light the candles," yeah, it does. but. Ralph has been calling motorsports for 30 years. He's, yes, he makes some mistakes. It's not an easy job, but come on. Uh, people, this guy's too angry about Ralph. Yeah, he's better year to year, too. It's not like yeah, he's, he's, yeah. he's not calling him James Reed anymore. Like, mistakes happen. Like, all I, all I got out of that was that Sinjin hates Ralph. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think that was Sinjin. <laughs> uh, he was from Edmonton, Alberta, Canada. I know. He's just very similar to Sinjin. Yeah, yeah, I know, I know, yeah. Um, Speaking of commentators, I think that the dude who does the Supercross live ones, he's not bad. The, Kevin the, Barnett. The, the bowling guy? Yeah. No, he's a volleyball, volleyball player. Volleyball, whatever. Bowling. <laughs> Close enough. <laughs> yeah, no, he, he's – that guy? He doesn't do a bad job. That guy is on NBC Sports for the Olympics calling volleyball. Is he? So, like, he is a real announcer. You know, yeah. That's what he does for a living. And he has immersed himself into the sport of Supercross motocross from, you know, just riding and him and his kids riding. And he's – works hard at his job, you know. Um, my only beef with Ralph is that, like, he seems to only know about four teams exist in the sport. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Like, JGR loves JGR, obviously. Cowie, um, KTM, Honda. He does not know what's going on with the uh, uh, Western Pikes of the world, and he, that's his job to know that, and I don't feel like he does that good enough job with that, but what, I guess what are you going to do? Yeah, yeah, he loves Vince Freeze. <laughs> hey, shout out to Vince Freeze. So 20th in the points, 454th. Yeah. Hey, JT, yeah. shout out for Vince. Uh, yep. <laughs> he, he's great. He knows. This is JT's worst show ever. <laughs> no, no I, I, he, he wrote great. I mean, yeah, it's a feat. I mean, I'll be the first one money. to say if he rides normally like everybody else does, he, I have no problem. Right. None. We're good. All right, next, next thing. Two to the leaf. Sheesh. There's okay. something wrong with your... No, there's not. <laughs> Winning game two against the Bruins, I would like to retract my statement of suck it. And I was curious, what are your thoughts on game three? Well, I think game three can suck it because they lost tonight 5-2 to two with an empty net goal. But he's from now down 2-1. to one. So no one cares about hockey. Never Brady and I. Mm-hmm. Uh, True story. Yeah, so that's it. That's the voicemail. 702-586-757. Uh, you can call any time and leave me a message. Uh, we're off next week, so Tits is very happy about that. One more week closer to getting his second half payment of the year. 
Uh, JT, you're off to South Africa. I am. Bro, do not go on those safaris. They look dangerous. I'm going on Saturday. Great. Well, this, congratulations on your last show, last Paul <laughs> show ever. Hey, the, I'm the sixth longest flight in the world I'm going on tomorrow. Oh, Why? What, which, which one? What is it? Uh, Atlanta to Johannesburg. Oh, uh, yeah. Johannesburg's at the bottom, right? Yeah, it's yeah. like 8,500 miles, like 16 hours and are 10 you, minutes or are, something. Are you, coach? Are you, you upgraded? Yeah, you upgraded, bro? Oh, I'm on the wait list. <laughs> it's a very stressful situation right now. <laughs> it's very stressful. Yeah, really. Yes. Um, Do you think it'll be a long flight or a really long flight? Yeah, yeah really, right? Um, yes. So we might get you next Monday. We, or we're off next Monday, so it doesn't matter. Yeah, good right? talk. Yeah, good. Way to go. All right. Uh, <laughs> Great radio. <laughs> DV. What can you come on with DV? What's gonna have to? What do I have to do? No, it, I mean, what has to happen? Do we need to have? I mean, we we kind of need to talk it out, but I know. I mean, can we talk it out whatever. on the air? Yeah, <laughs> it should be it should be a cold call. Remember when Tits wrote me that apology email and I read it on the air? That was awesome. Really <laughs> yeah, call him up like, hey, DV, we got a we got a question from a, a caller, and then just. I don't think it'd well, be hard to get them but on. I don't know how much you've listened, Brady. Like when DV, they've had some like tense moments on the show together. Like not, you know, not nothing like this, but yeah. So there's been a little tension here and there between them, San Fran LCQs and stuff. And I mean, I feel like if he, if he realizes that I definitely wasn't yeah. trying to question his career in any way, I mean, I would never do that. Right. And then I, he's probably yeah. going to be like, yeah, I probably shouldn't have called you names and said the stuff I said. <laughs> yeah. And then I wouldn't have said the things I said. You know what I mean? It yeah, just, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you – I know you well. We're, we're longtime friends, and there is no chance that you're like – you would devalue his career. You know no way. I mean? Anybody yeah. that's ever beat me, I have nothing but respect for. Right. Period. Right. So, yeah, and he just came back at you and took the easy shot. Like, yeah. when they go, yeah, he go just, at you, he you just kind of got personal when I wasn't at – I was joking, like completely joking, messing around. And then he kind of went for the jugular, and then I just decided to set off an A-bomb, you know, and clear out the whole <laughs> Twitter sphere. You're, you're like, watch this, watch this Agent Orange drop right now. <laughs> um, all right, buddy. Well, hey, fly safe, uh, and I'm sure I'll talk to you before you get on the flight. Thank you for coming on the show. Uh, fly Racing's Fly Racing owns uh, Jason Thomas. Thanks, buddy. All right. See you guys. All right, see Bye. You. All right. Jason Thomas, that's been him. Uh, it's been real. Um, BTOsports.com, fly racing, race tech suspension, X-brand goggles, Atlas neck braces, NFAB, Jeep and truck bars, showy helmets, free gun underwear, works connection, Tech One Designs, FMF Racing, Brat Bar, A10 Solutions, W Wheels, Black Ops Moto. Thank you to uh, Ken Roxon, Will Hahn, uh, Donnie Emler for coming on. Greg Albertson, thank you, man. I really appreciate it. Yeah, uh, did you have fun? Time. Yeah, I had a good time. I wanted to, you know, like I said, I listened, so I wanted right. to come check it out. Did you? Uh, yeah, I saw that. Uh, did you? Um, was it everything you dreamt of, or was uh, it absolutely. was it was it like not as cool as what you thought? I mean, I probably won't listen to this episode, but <laughs> <laughs> uh, please, when, when people ask you how it was, please make it build it up more than what okay, it, yeah, than it was. Yeah, yeah, I'd really appreciate it. And uh, good luck to Jimmy, and good luck to Trey, and uh, I hope you're around at the races. You're always a fun guy to, to have at the races, so. Uh, good times with it, and maybe Disney Nations. Who knows Absolutely. if Jimmy goes again? Or... Maybe Trey. You never know. Torsion Tall Trey. Yeah, Trey can go. You never know. Uh, Brady, um, thank you, Brady Sharon. Uh, Atlas neck braces. Um, you're killing it, and you're on our show supporting it. Thank you. We couldn't. We 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 appreciate your help a lot. I hope we're helping out, and uh, it's a great product. We gave away three braces last week. You gave away free braces to any any AMA pro that needs them. 
And uh, man, the company's been been climbing and climbing and killing it. So um, yeah, man, thank you for coming in. Yeah, thank you very much. And everyone, check out atlasbrace.com. Enter the code PulpMX and get twenty percent off. And also uh, matrixracingproducts.com. We got a whole new line of line of stands. We got an aluminum stand, steel stand, new plastic stand. We got everything you need for your garage. So check us out there too. But if you also works connection makes stands and they're great also. So there, thank you, Works Connection. I don't, I don't own that, so. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm bugging you. I'm kidding you. Uh, thanks, uh, thanks everybody, for listening for this week. Tits, uh, you did a phenomenal job. Yeah? Yeah. Even and though he, he was late. Even though he was late, and even mm-hmm. though he liked Iron Man 3. You know, I, I was okay with Iron Man 3. I didn't love it, but it wasn't you accepted horrible. It. I accepted it <laughs> with its flaws, which it did have. Well, you're wrong. <laughs> so, come at me, bro. <laughs> uh, thanks to our sponsors. Thanks to our listeners. Thanks to our guests. As I said, we're off next week. We'll be back after Hangtown with another terrific show. Greg Albertson, Brady Sharon in studio, JT on the phone. Thanks, everybody, and we will see you in two weeks' time. There's something I want to get off my chest, and it's about that summer when you went away to community college. I got an offer to do Playgirl magazine. And I did it. I did a full spread for Playgirl magazine. I, I mean spread, man. I pulled my butt apart and stuff, and I was totally nude, and it was weird. I, I mean, you probably didn't hear about it because I went under the name of Mike Honcho, but I just wanted you to know that. If you could hear me, if it got into your brain somehow, that I spread my butt cheeks as Mike Honcho. <laughs>